0: It's the World Sports Radio Network.
1: What are you talking about? No,
2: it's not him. There's only one more. There is only one... There's that's it. One more. Get it around. No. They saw your team. Put up zero effort. Wake up. Remember in the old days, they used to have oxygen for Where's the oxygen? They play like absolute just garbage. <laughs> this. this is
3: the sports loudmouth.
4: Yeah! Yes, man. Can you keep it down? I'm trying to introduce here. With Errol Marks, Speedy Petey,
0: and Tyler Harrison. You're not even
4: a has-been. You're a never-was. You're a never-was. You're a a never-was.
5: I know everybody probably thinks I'm nuts, but we are here, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Sports Mounts. I'm your host, Errol Marks. My co-host, Speedy Petey, and Mr. Mothball himself. Tyler Harrison. Remember, you can call us and listen to us. Well, Speedy, do you have the number up? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm I'm looking for it. I don't see it on my... Oh, here it is. 631-672-3108 is the number to call the show. You can go to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. Go to iOS, which is Apple, WWSRN or Android, Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Download our app. We broke 700,000 downloads on Apple Podcast, this weekend we have over seven hundred and three thousand downloads. Uh, that's for all the fans, all the people that tune in and listen to the replays of our shows if they don't get an opportunity to listen to the live shows. So I, I'm going to tell you why people think I'm a little crazy. We all know you're crazy. <laughs> um, today I had hip surgery. I was under. Uh, I, I was under. Uh, what, what do they call that? Anesthesia. Anesthesia. Anesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. for, for almost six hours. And I was brought home uh, by my girlfriend's mother and her friend Gail about forty-five minutes. About ago. forty-five minutes ago, and I'm sitting here right now as we speak on the high sports loud mounts. I'm not high as a horse, but I'm in a lot of pain. And, and to have a, I had the same surgery as Alex Rodriguez did, the labrum tear, uh, fixed all the the ligaments. And muscle, and and obviously putting the bone back into the joint, it was uh, a pretty hefty um, surgery. But I'm happy to be here. I'm I'm actually going to be here for the first hour of the show. I will be here all show tomorrow. But we have a great show lined up for you. We got. Uh, I was promised you wouldn't. We beat. will be talking in just a few seconds. I'll let you speak up. Sorry, Tyler. We will be talking <laughs> to minus three podcast producer Eddie Spaghetti in just a few moments. Um. At a, a 10 o'clock, we're going to have Trey Larkin from the uh, Wise Guys show on our network. He will be joining us for the probably the majority of the rest of the show. He's going to help out uh, Tyler and Speedy talk a little bit NFL football and his preview through the NFL uh, season. And then at 11 o'clock, uh, Gerard from uh, Overtime will be joining us. Um, At 11 o'clock, we'll we'll be joining them at 11 o'clock for the last hour talking uh, football, sports, and everything that's going on. So being that I'm not going to be on the show for the last two hours, you're going to have a pretty good show, a pretty good lineup of people and personality uh, joining the show. So I will be here, the full show tomorrow. I want to apologize, but we have a new guest, Eddie Spaghetti, that's going to be joining us. So I want to give a formal introduction to who we are and what we do. So I decided to come on to the show. In a lot of pain, guys. I... I don't wish this upon anybody, even though it doesn't. And I do not have, do not have any drugs in me right now. So I am in excruciating sure. pain. I really don't. I no, told you he, that. he doesn't. I'm, I, I, really, I, I picked he, up. I'm just busting his balls. He's a very up, sensitive. I picked up um, all the stuff that I was supposed to <clears throat> to take, and I'm not taking any of it. So I uh, just want to tell all the fans I'm happy to be here, and uh, we're going to entertain. I'm going to entertain you for the, last, uh, for the next hour, and then uh, these two... Crazy Lunatics with Trey Larkin and Gerard will entertain you for the last two hours. And I will be back. Who? Trey Larkin. And I will be back all show tomorrow. Anyways, uh, before we get into uh, the greatness of Eddie Spaghetti, and I'm looking forward to interviewing this guy. Uh, uh, first of all, we had, what's his name again on the show? Last week. Dave Damashek. D- Dave Damashek, And he's the one who told us mm-hmm. to get this guy on. He's a big Yankee fan. He's a big Nick fan. He's a bit, He's from New York. So... Uh, he has a, a, unique personality. I watched a couple of his shows with Dave Damoshek and, uh, very good personality. So I'm sure you guys are going to like this guy. He's going to be joining us in five minutes. But, uh, what were you saying, Tyler? I, I lost everything cause I wanted to tell everybody a little bit what's going on.
6: Oh no, that's fine. I just, I was under the impression you weren't going to be here.
5: Well, I'm here. <laughs> we see. For an hour. You're mesmerized. I, I've been shocked. Well, a lot of people would be shocked because usually my, my girlfriend was telling me you're crazy. But, well, we all um,
6: know you're crazy. She's not breaking any news. But, you know, I'm,
5: <laughs> I'm here to entertain people, and I, I know we have a new guest, and I want the guest to, to come on again. And, and I'm not saying that you guys can't handle it. I'm just saying that when you have a, a new guest and you want him to know who we are, you don't want to put on a bad impression. And and I'm not saying again. I don't know how you guys are going to interview because we've we've seen I've seen your interviews and you go all you go all over the place. So I I need uh, I I need this to be a very strong you know a strong interview. So I that's why I'm here. Anyways, um, anything else? Anything else? Oh, yeah. uh, Speedy, what about you? I obviously I see you, Eddie's going to be co- joining us in yep. in three minutes, and I know he's coming onto the feed. So we'll do the proper introduction when 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 we're ready. Um, how about? What 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 what, would, what did you think about my party this week? Oh, it was a
1: lot of fun. A lot of I met a lot of new people. Of, some people I knew already. Obviously, some of your friends, uh, some of Brittany's friends. But it was definitely a lot of fun. Obviously, the rain put a little bit of a no, uh, pun oh, absolutely
5: rain? intended damper on it. But well, that's, that's... why did it put a damper on it? Well, it was still a good party. It was still a great party. It yeah, was great no, no, rain weather. It was seventy three degrees and it rained twice. It rained twice. Who's wearing these diapers? Who said what?
6: somebody's wearing diapers? Well, no, no. Who's wearing the, I said, uh, who's I, wearing
5: the diapers? I said, Speedy wears the diapers. Oh, I mean, look you at him, know, I always look at him. He looks diapers. like a guy that wears diapers.
1: Oh God! <laughs> now, is no, that I'm freaked is out out by medical diapers.
5: emergencies or is that actually I'm freaked like, out by diapers? So I wouldn't. How are you freaked out by diapers? Did did you, as a baby, wear diapers?
1: Yes, that was before I had a fear of them. Uh, so,
5: so wait a second. When was the last time you wore diapers? I have no idea. So you don't last remember? Oh, oh, was it last week? I know a lot of maybe when you get older. You, you, you'll have to wear diapers because a lot you'll of old people... will definitely have to wear diapers. Yeah, you look like the type of person that would wear diapers. Your you don't wear any underwear. i factor
1: that in at 80 years old. You that don't that wear any happens.
5: underwear. You do not wear underwear, and you've proven it on this show. But he doesn't I wear underwear said, now? No. He said... A year ago. He doesn't, wear sho- he doesn't wear underwear on the show. No, I said... Ever? No. I said a year ago... When I was Eddie's going to love this show, I, I guarantee you, when I, because this is no holds barred on this one. During, during the – I was
1: at my, my parents' house for the Thanksgiving break, Uh-oh. and there was one show after – that following Monday, I couldn't get back because there was a storm. So I couldn't travel on the ferry and go back. So I did – He decided not to wear anything but underwear. Not I, underwear. I, <laughs> my brothers were still here, so they were in the shower because they, they were in the shower. I couldn't get on because I had to set up the, the guests – uh, before the show, this is when our show was uh, six, so you couldn't take 10 seconds to put acre. on boxers. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't get dressed because I didn't go At searching all? for clothes. I got pajama. I had pajamas on. Well, wow. d- uh, doing the show, cause I didn't want uh, to, because I just don't let him fool you. I wasn't that. wearing anything. Oh I was God. gonna say, bare were, you just, ass were you
6: doing oh like we people who did the zoom meetings, like they threw on a shirt <laughs> and they were just naked from the waist down because you couldn't see? I had, I had a
1: shirt on and I had pajama pants, yes, he's only so hanging
5: loose. Uh, he he likes to hang loose in every yeah. kind of way. You should have saw him at the party. Man. This guy could drink. Uh, yes, I'll tell that you that's true. This guy could drink. I he was wa- wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering if he knew where he was half the time. Then at one point he was talking to himself. So <laughs> I I... <laughs> well, I talk to myself anyway. That's not a.
6: <laughs> Wait, hold on.
1: That doesn't need drinking. Do, do you answer
6: yourself though? No. They're like, hey Speedy, who would win if they lined
1: up on this side and this side <laughs> and the. This guy wins.
6: Like, oh, well. do you
1: do no, that? I, no, I, I don't have enough impressions of uh, other, other broadcasters and or reporters to do that.
5: Mm-hmm. No, but all I'm saying is like... But he doesn't wear any underwear and he lets oh, his dog God. lick his ass. I didn't say I let the dog. See, this is what he does. He, he has Oh,
6: that's right. The dog just snuck up on you and raped you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> That but, dog can be put down, I
5: want you to know. I'm not going to that extreme. <laughs> no, he, he's, it's three years old, right? Your dog's three? No, no seven. seven. I'm just kidding. Old. Anyways, when we get to our guest, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to scare people off. And Eddie is probably thinking, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? I think he uh, just left. No, he's there. No. Uh, we are now talking to Minus 3 podcast producer, Eddie Spaghetti. What's going on, Eddie?
4: What's up, guys? Thanks for uh, having me on your show. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, glad to talk up uh, some sports with you guys.
5: Absolutely. And Dave actually told us a little bit about you when he came on the show. We had a lot of fun with Dave. Right. Uh, Dave's Dave's been on a show, I think, three times, if I'm not mistaken. No, only twice. Twice. And we love Dave. Dave gave, gives us great information. But he said, you're going to love this guy, Eddie Spaghetti. He's my producer of my show. He's got a good personality. And he's a New York fan, which... It's surprising for where you're stated and where you're where you do your show. Right. So, uh, before we get into uh, this interview, tell the fans a little bit about yourself and what made you. Uh, how did you meet Dave? One because we, we Dave's been doing this a long time, and uh, uh, how did you get into the business?
4: Yeah, yeah. Me and Dave go uh, way back. Uh, so the path was I went. I'm from Staten Island, New York. Uh, I'm I'm born and raised there. Big. New York sports fan. Went to school in Boston. Went to Boston University. You're a graduated, asshole. Graduated. Got a job. No, just well, just for school. The, yeah. the school is located in Boston, but I'm still a New York fan. Don't worry. I do root for <laughs> BU, BU hockey, though. Is what I do root for the Terriers. That's my uh, my collegiate team. But uh, got a job at SiriusXM on the NBA channel after interning for the NFL side. Going my senior year, so worked there for a couple years. Things were really. Happened in there, got kind of tired of the commute to the city, and uh, knew some people, and they're like, hey, uh, the NFL out in California, you know, they may have an opening, why don't you reach out to somebody over there, and uh, you had like a mutual friend, had an interview, whatever, and I moved out there November 1st, 2016. Got a job with the NFL. Got a job at night with Sirius with another um, mutual friend who ended up becoming my roommate. So I had like kind of two gigs going. Mm. And uh, yeah, long story short was I met Dave. Uh, the, you know, I got a job with the podcast group, and they're like, "Hey, who do you like here?" And I was like, "Oh, well, Dave is the one person from the the group that I really enjoy his work. He's funny and he's he's thought provoking and whatever." And like they kind of paired me with him and. Didn't take too long until we became thick as thieves, and I was uh, the producer slash like you know co host on the DDFP. And uh, I followed Dave all the way over here now with the uh, Extra Points Network with cousin Sal, who Dave goes way 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 back with from like the Man Show days and whatever else, and they've been pals for a while. And I'm just uh, lucky to be a part of it.
5: Well, I'll tell you, th- I'll tell you this: if you think Dave is funny, wait until you're done with us, because we're on a whole nother level of crazy. So. This is different, and and we're not just a New York show. We're a worldwide show, but we're based here in Long Island, New York, and what we do is we give the fans uh, an opportunity to speak on the show. We get a lot of callers during the show, and we get a lot of great guests, and and we talk, we we spiel in our ways of New York media on what's going on, and we're not going to hide on our thoughts to what any of the the press says over here. If we want to attack the press, we attack the press, and we care less what they say or what they write about us. I don't care. So that's why we're here, and we, we entertain people, and we're happy to have you. So why don't we get into sports and the NFL? Uh, as, a, as a New York fan, are you a Jets or Giants fan?
4: I'm a Giants fan. Funny well, enough, I had one. Jets <clears throat> tickets gr- growing up, so I have no ill will towards the Jets. Mm. I'm a Giants <coughs> fan, though, uh, and uh, you know, I hope things to turn around in the, the, this calendar year of 2021.
5: So what is your thoughts this year going into the season with the Giants and the Jets? Are the Giants a contender in the NFC East because it's so weak? And where do you see the Jets ending up with Zach Wilson? Is he an up-and-coming superstar? Patrick mahomes ask. We've heard, obviously, we've heard the name Dan Marino come out of somebody's uh, mouth recently, which I, me as a Jet fan, I'm ecstatic, as you can see. I'm a Jet fan. Um, but uh, every time we hear this from somebody, it never comes true. So what are your thoughts with the Giants and the Jets season, and where where do you see both teams moving forward in their divisions?
4: Well, I'll start with the Jets quickly, and uh, you may hate me for this. I gave out a bet a few weeks back, one of our shows, and it was like – worst uh, record in the NFL and mm-hmm. I said it because the Jets had the three injuries in a row uh, on the defensive side of the ball and there's not an indictment against Zach Wilson who I am a fan of and apparently everyone else is a fan of it. We see the comments that Tony Romo made a bunch of the people have made that they love Zach Wilson I just think that this year personally will be tough because of the injuries on the defensive side of the ball plus you're looking at the Bills are probably a mainstay at the top of the division. Right now it's the Mac Jones era in New England, so you've got to assume they're going to be a little bit better than they were with Cam, who clearly had some injuries, multiple injuries last year, You know, just couldn't ever get things right after that, that that game in Seattle, which is a really fun game to watch. He just wasn't the same player, probably will never be the same player ever again. And I know some people are souring on Tua. I uh, don't get why. I personally like the Dolphins this year. I think the Dolphins have a sneaky shot to win the division because I did like their draft. So I think the Jets are a year or two away, but they are building something nice. They're obviously getting Corey Davis on offense, and I like Zach Wilson uh, a lot. But I don't think this year – look, if you're a Jets fan, all you want to see is just an improvement uh, at the quarterback position. uh, You know, I was a Donald believer. I'm a USC hater, but I'm a Donald believer. I think he didn't really get a fair shake. It was obviously issues on the offensive line. I think Adam Gase – maybe one of the worst coaches in NFL history. So we'll find out what happens with him in, in Carolina. But, you know, regardless, now it's the Zach Wilson area, and I think he'll he'll shock some people. And I think the sting of not getting Trevor Lawrence won't be as bad. Now, the Giants are the things. Look, uh, the division's not very good. I think you could discount the Eagles right away. Uh, I don't – Jalen Hurts and the guys they have in the right, just a mishmash of players. I don't, the offensive line is not going to be as good as it was in years past. I think with uh, WFT here, I, you know Fitzpatrick is a guy that I don't believe in. We it, you could write the book on him right now. It's he'll he'll have a couple games with three, four interceptions. People will get tired of him. They'll bench him. And the backup will come in. He won't play that great. And then there'll be like a a primetime game, one of those like late afternoon Fox games. He'll come in and he'll win the game and he'll have a a funny interview. And everyone's like, oh, we love Fitzpatrick. It's like, oh, it's Fitzpatrick again. He's not a good quarterback. I know the D-line's great. I know Chase Young's going to be a monster. And the Giants probably have issues with left tackle. But the offense didn't do enough to scare me. Plus, I think Curtis Samuel was hurt today from what I was reading. I don't really love their offense. And uh, also the Giants, you know, Daniel Jones is undefeated in his career versus the the Washington football team, so not that worried about them. The Cowboys seem to be everyone's pick to win the division. Uh, I can't blame them. They have the best quarterback in the division. They have arguably the best offense in the division with the trio of receivers. And if Zeke is anywhere near what he was a few years back, they should be a pretty good team. Their offensive line, not as good as it was in years past either. But their defense is pretty awful. Uh, I would say probably the worst division, the worst defense in the division. You know, they did have to draft, they have to address it in the draft and free agency. But there's still glaring holes. Some guys retired. Some guys are constantly injured. I know they try to bring in uh, Quinn to help out uh, at DC. I just not sure if I buy it. So what I'm trying to say is, yes, the Giants do have a shot, but it really comes down to not even on the shoulders of Daniel Jones. It's how good can this offensive line play? And Gettleman did not want to address that in the draft, which a lot of people felt like he should have. They kind of weirdly addressed it now right when all teams are making their roster cuts by bringing like three guys off the practice squad, making some minor trades here and kind of uh, beefing up that interior part of the line. And I know I guess it's a good thing that uh, they have Nate Solder back from took a year from COVID. So is he going to play right tackle and kind of alternate with Matt Pert, who doesn't seem to be working out at right tackle and just fingers crossed Andrew Thomas could hold on the left side. So there's a lot of questions marks there. But if the offense is healthy with all those weapons, I could know, see the Giants making a push for the division.
5: We are talking to minus three podcast producer, Eddie Spaghetti.
1: So my question is with the receivers. Two moves that I thought were kind of questionable. I thought Kenny Galladay got too much money for the contract he got with the Giants and also Kadarius Toney, who a lot of people thought of as a second-round pick, maybe fringe first for a good team, but they took him 20th overall. What are your impressions of those two players as a whole and maybe the outlook of the Giants receiving core?
4: Well, uh, in terms of contracts, it's not my money. So I'm not going to get too upset about somebody giving a contract. I mean, players deserve their money, especially in the NFL. It's uh – it's the harshest of all the leagues where there's no guaranteed money and they cut you and running backs have a shelf life of two to three years. So if a receiver goes and gets top dollar, I'm not going to get mad at him that what Kenny Galladay brings to the table is that something the Giants have not had since Blackson Burris, which is a big body receiver, a red zone threat, and a guy that could bail out if it's a jump ball and, you know, DJ just chucks it up there. There's a chance that he can go and rip it down. And that's what the Giants really need because they had the guys that were better in the slot, like a Sterling Shepard. They had guys like Slayton who isn't the best route runner, so if you know if he could be a deep on a deep ball, Slayton will be open. But they needed a guy like Kenny Galladay, so I'm, I was totally fine. I was pretty jacked up when they got seventy six so million
5: dollars, seventy six million dollars, Eddie. Come on. It's not my
4: money. It's not it's our not <laughs> money. Who cares? I needed like, to adjust the position.
5: I love Kenny Galladay, but you don't give him $76 million for a number one wide receiver. He's not even close. Is, is That's he, not true. He's not. You think he, he's a top 12 wide did receiver? Did you watch him in Detroit? Of course I did. Okay, I'm a, then he's a the number one wide receiver. a Kenny receiver. fan. No. I, I am a Kenny Galladay fan. Oh, you are? Yes. No. I, I, I've i had him on my Breaking fantasy new. team, besides last year, which I didn't play fantasy. But the year before, every year I draft Kenny Galladay. Okay. okay, so it's... I drafted Kenny Gallagher. I've drafted Kenny Gallagher every year. And he doesn't produce, can't stay healthy, and he's not worth $76 million. For any Giant fan that thinks this, that, that this is a happy day, that the Giants and Kenny Gallagher, which, by the way, missed practically the preseason, he did miss the preseason. If you think that this season... He'll be fine week one. Uh, you you want to bet that he doesn't last the whole season? That's fine. You want to bet? That's fine that he doesn't last the whole season. I'm sorry. Eddie, I'm just... I, I hate it, and I'm not. He saying, hates when the Giants have some. no. Not, so what? What do they got? Eddie, I, I, please I tell me
4: what you. The injury bug with him, like I, I don't think it's kind of overblown. Like if you look at his the amount of games he's played, he's played basically two full seasons. Uh, the first season of his career, his rookie year, he played 11 games, uh, and he only started five of those games. And then the the last year, obviously, he only played five as well. So it's a thing where two out of I guess partially three of his full seasons he's played. Pretty much two full seasons out of three. I don't think it's that fair to say that he's an injury prone guy. My question is if they don't sign him, all right, well, then what's the option? Who's the number one receiver that you're going to go out with? going to go to battle with Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton again, they kind of proved that that's not going to really work, especially I think they if could've. Ingram didn't take that next step, so I, I don't really love the idea of not having Kenny Galladay. I think he makes the Giants a lot more explosive, plus having a guy like Kenny Galladay makes things a lot easier for Saquon Barkley, so teams can't stack the box. I think you are got to put your best corner in, on on Kenny Galladay. He's going to make things a lot easier for the running game, and just to make G- no quarterback in the NFL is going to say no to uh, a 6'5 receiver that can go up and get the ball. I think every quarterback would love that, so I'm totally fine with the Kenny Galladay thing I know that Kadarius Tony was brought up too I loved him in college uh, he was a guy that Nick Saban wanted any player that Nick Saban wants I think is going to be good he was great in Florida Florida's offense last year obviously was a lot of fun to watch with Kyle Pitts Kyle Trask that's a great that was a great team uh was I thrilled with the pick at the time I can honestly say I was not thrilled because I thought they should have went at least past rusher which I did in the second round with Aziz Ojolari from Georgia who I loved a lot as well But they could have went offensive line, uh, which is probably going to be the need. Now, from when he has practiced, people have said, like, this guy is ultra electric. If he gets the ball in his hands, he can create plays. So I'm okay with it from that aspect. And he seems to be a guy that uh, everyone loves. And, again, if if Nick Saban gives his seal of approval, we know the connection that Joe Judge has with him. I think he's going to turn out and be a pretty dynamite player for the Giants too. You know, The more weapons they could have, the more weapons they can give Daniel Jones, who is really in a make-or-break year. Uh, I think it's a good thing, so I, I have no issues with those uh, those two receivers.
6: Now you brought up somebody very interesting, and you said the season of the Giants isn't based on the shoulders of Daniel Jones. You're right, because it, to me, the season of the Giants comes down to the quads of Saquon Barkley. If he's on the field, I think the Giants have a shot to beat anybody on any given Sunday. Here we go. Just no, but no, that that that's bullshit because
5: every Barry Sunday, Sanders-esque. Oh, yes. by the way. Barry, listen to this take. Absolutely. Eddie, listen to this take, okay? This guy believes because of one full season that he is the closest thing to Barry Sanders. It's a joke. It's a terrible take, and I'm about to throw up. Not career-wise.
6: If you watch them parallel, Barry Sanders and Saquon are the only two people that can make some of the moves they've made. Curtis Martin. See? Curtis Martin.
4: No way! I mean, I i watched so many Curtis Martin games in person. Curtis Martin didn't games. do that. He's not, he's not. He's not dynamic like that. Curtis Martin was not dynamic.
0: Curtis
6: Martin was it dynamic? Do one? we have that uh Jeopardy song? No, want, want, song. Let him speak. They're they're speak. Same, let him
0: speak. Let him speak.
4: They're not in the same stratosphere. I think. I think what you're trying to say, and I I do agree, is. You know, Barry Sanders would have those runs where he would lose a yard, lose a yard, and then it's like a breakout of 75 yards and he'd go to the house. And that's kind of how Saquon runs too. He and, doesn't always like.
5: And look, Curtis you know, Martin didn't tackle. do that? Come on. I, I, Eddie. I, I, I don't think. Eddie, okay, I'm going to show does, you clips. I'm going to send you clips, baby. I am going to send you clips. I love Curtis Martin. Uh, I love Curtis Martin. I'm I know Curtis. I, do, but, I know and, Curtis. I know Curtis.
4: I don't think the 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 athleticism and the dynamic running ability to, to just really shake guys out of their cleats. I don't think that Curtis Martin was is on the same level as Barry Sanders or Saquon Barkley. Oh my matter.
5: God, you got to be crazy! Different kind of runner. They're different kind of runners. Was, but I've seen Curtis yeah. Martin do things. I've seen Curtis Martin do Barry Sanders kind of s things. And by the way, Curtis Martin is one of only two players, Barry Sanders, to have a thousand straight yards, ten straight seasons. Nobody else. Saquon Barkley's not going to do that. He, he's not even going to come close to do that. And, and and yes, Saquon is dynamic. But to say Curtis Martin wasn't anywhere dynamic like these two, it's crazy. I, I disagree completely. Still love you, Eddie, but you're wrong. And I, I disagree so, totally. But, but go ahead, Tyler. Back to my well, question. I will
4: say too. I will say quickly too. Curtis Martin is severely underrated by every NFL fan. I feel like he's a name that does not get up. Uh, does not get enough love. So I will say that to to help Curtis out. That I, I think it's kind of a trend top seven running reference.
5: back of all time. I don't care what anybody says. And that's not because I'm a Jet fan. Go look at the numbers. Go look at the games. Go look at the consistency. Winners. And he wasn't, he, listen, he didn't help the Jets win because running backs don't really do that. Adrian Peterson being one of them. Great running back of all time. I think Adrian Peterson's going to be compared to the top four, top three running back to ever play the game. But he never won. And that's what's going to be in his shadow for, the, for the, his whole career until he wins one. And He's not winning one because even if he goes to a team, it's not going to be because of him. So, that's just my opinion. Go ahead, Tyler.
0: Well, uh, uh,
6: is the rant over? I don't understand. Go ahead. you get very excited about Curtis Martin. I don't want to cut you off.
5: got very excited. I just spoke the truth. Well, your truth. That's covered in Facts. green lies.
6: Facts. But anyway, um, Mr. Edward Spaghetti, if that is your real name. I. It is, yeah. Please. So, as I was saying, um, the Giants' season will be based on the quads of Saquon Barkley. If he plays well, they have a shot to win the division, and then obviously when the Giants get in the playoffs historically, they're a scary team to play, regardless if they're that good or not. Is it realistic to put that on Saquon, or do you think the Giants should just limit him this year and kind of see how he is for next season and then really go for it all next year?
4: Oh, no way. There's no way he could have, uh, like, a, a, a free pass here and not really play. I know he's coming off the knee injury, but it's 2021. you got to expect that doctors and science and all that kind of stuff has improved, and he could go – you know, he's going to play week one, it looks like. So, the, the, the interesting thing, the guys with the most pressure on the Giants by far, single players, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, but the – the group, the offensive line, could severely take away from those two players and how they perform this year. That's the thing that kind of stinks about it, is the Giants not addressing the offensive line in the offseason because offensive line's bad. Well, what does that mean? Well, then Daniel Jones is not getting time in the pocket. He may fumble the ball again, which people love to bring up. It's and, and the mm. same thing with Saquon. It's like he's not getting the holes that he needs to, to, to do run the ball, and then teams are going to start sacking the box and whatever. And if there is an injury to the receivers, then it really kind of crumbles and falls down. Saquon being the number two overall pick, which people will go to their deathbed saying that it's not a good pick. You don't pay a running back. You don't pick a running back that high. It's like, well, you got to think about it in the context of what happened with the Giants that that year. And that really was, they thought Eli could have brought them to the, like to the playoffs. So that they, they, they gave him the roster bonus. They're like, we're going to go at it. We're going to re- give you this. One of the best running backs we've seen come out of college and, you know god knows how long and we're going to give him to eli and we're going to see what happens with this team and it just didn't work out and then obviously then the year later they go they go and get Daniel jones which also surprised people so in terms of pressure and and the team relying on him i i would probably still put jones number one because if he doesn't perform well this year he's gone and that's really unfair because you got to look at him too with a COVID off season last year, two coaching changes, didn't have Saquon last year, didn't have the the the, wep, like the weapons he has this year now with adding uh, Kyle Rudolph, who's going to help out a lot in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, and then Tony, John Rosh when, uh, when he gets healthy, and Kenny Galladay. But Saquon, I mean, just to – if it's a thing where he has to run for 1,500 yards to shut the haters up, it's like, I don't care about that. I don't care what people say on Twitter. Uh, I don't care. No one's going to change their mind. Their running back shouldn't be picked number two overall. But, uh, again, what it comes down to is if this offensive line falls apart, if Andrew Thomas is not worth the pick, and Pert and, and Solder, right tackler, turnstiles, and they're just, you know, putting a bunch of roster-cut guys on the interior offensive line, neither of those players are going to look good. And then people are going to love to cross the Giants and say, Jones not the guy, Saquon was a mistake. And uh, it's pretty much start over for Giants next year, which would be probably the worst case scenario.
5: Remember, remember, I said that three years ago when they drafted Saquon Barkley as good. And I interviewed Saquon Barkley and his father a week or two weeks before the draft. Uh, I, I, I knew the family, they're from the Bronx. I had an opportunity, they're both Jet fans, they grew up, uh, his, Saquon grew up a Jet fan, and I had an opportunity to talk to both of them. Very nice, his father's great, he's very knowledgeable of football, and I love Saquon, I just didn't think Saquon, because of his body and the way his body is shaped, I didn't think it was going to last in the NFL. Because uh, not because he's not talented, he's unbelievable. It's just I just think that he has a lot of weight on those legs. His legs were the size of Mike Tyson's. Okay, I I I used to box at Mike Tyson's gym. Uh, He Mike Tyson had unbelievable legs. Went the couple of times that I met him, it looked like tree barks. Okay, that's how big they were. That's Saquon Barkley. He's built like an ox. There's no question the guy's ability and athletic ability is fantastic. I just worried about him going into the NFL. And the Giants were not one player running back away there more than that. And I think still to this day think they should have drafted Sam Donald. Um, I don't think the the Jets did him right. I agree with you. But to anybody to think that Sam Donald's going to go into Carolina when he looked horrendous, so far, this preseason on Carolina, and he did not look good at the, uh, at the practices that I, I have somebody that writes over there for Carolina, said that he did not look good. It doesn't bode well for Carolina and Sam Darnold. I love Sam, too. I root him on, and I want him to do well. But anyways, we are talking to minus three uh, podcast producer and giant fan, Eddie Spaghetti. Now, Eddie, I, looking at the league as a whole, looking at these teams that have gotten better uh, the rams got better with steven strasburg we we san francisco they lost robert sala and lost a couple of players but also gained from injury uh, a lot of people believe this is the 49ers here now you'll that's the division everybody keeps talking about and then you have divisions like the AFC East with the Patriots buying their way into the thoughts of everybody thinking that they're going to be division champions and maybe Super Bowl contenders. And then you have the Bills adding the players that they added in a draft and added some pieces to the puzzle this offseason. Is there a team that you believe doing all the things that they did this offseason are Super Bowl contenders, one, and number two, who do you think by adding certain players are – Players and, and not Super Bowl contenders for the additionals, addition players that they added. It's not your question. It's his.
6: Mr. Spaghetti, before you answer, please, let me just ask this question. What football team does Steven Strasburg play for? The Rams. Steven Strasburg.
5: I'm sorry, uh, Stephen. Um, Matthew Stafford. Stafford? Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew oh, Stafford. Right. I'm sorry because
4: you confused the hell out of me, Matthew so I'm sure Stafford. Mr. I'm sorry. By the
5: By the way, it just so you right by. I mean, ju- did not even
4: notice it, he, ju- was, he made you look. He left you to dry.
5: Yeah, but I, I will. I will say this. I will say this. I I had surgery today. I had uh, I had labrum surgery. I have hip surgery today. I had anesthesia. I came here 45 minutes before the show. Speedy tells me that we have a new guest on the show. Dave told me he would. Uh, you know when he sent me an email that oh, not an email uh, a message on that uh, are you uh, are you going to be on the show? So yes, I had to make sure that I was on the show with you. And, and I'm actually. I had a two-hour surgery. I had the same surgery. Alex Rodriguez for so for a, he knows the whole situation. So me making a mistake and my head's not fully into the question. Uh, I I don't think he should have corrected me. I think you knew what I was talking about. I think so. I,
4: I, I did. I mean, first of all, I mean, kudos to you. Thank you. The hardest working man in showbiz right now, having surgery and coming here. Uh, <laughs> the, the the funny thing about it, why what is it? What's the what's the connection between Stafford and Steven Strasburg? Now we have to dissect that. What's Thank you. That's what I'm
6: trying to get on? at myself. Um, like, out of
4: all baseball players, funny like, I'm trying to think of, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you bring up Six, Kershaw? Didn't they play together? <laughs> Kershaw and uh, Stafford yes. play together Little League, mm-hmm. were they? But that's what it should have been. Uh, well, and uh, I think Kershaw was,
1: was on his football team, too. Stafford, yeah, Stratford,
5: exactly. Stephen Stratford, Stafford, I guess. Uh, Sam- Sanford and Stanford Whatever. Could you uh, stop Coming it. on up to the about, east side? How about I take a, a water balloon and throw it at your head right now? A water balloon? Yes. You need listen, something. Listen, I don't think you should you move need anywhere. <laughs> listen, in... listen, are you wearing underwear today? Because if am. you're not, I got two people right next to each other. I am. Uh, I am. I don't i will kick to you in your hip and calm down. Uh, uh, you could probably do it. Everybody says now, if, if there's anybody that could beat me up, it's everybody now, because I can't even walk. I'm a limping duck right now. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry, my friends.
4: No, this was uh, that was a, a funny aside. Uh, I'll start off with my boring answer, and then I'll work my way back and give you the more shocking ones. Uh, there is no way you can convince me that the Buccaneers are worse than they were last year. In fact, that they're way superior than they were a year ago. Uh, I know Bray's another year older, but they added pieces in the draft. Guys are getting healthy again. I think the Bucks are far and away the best team. Uh, their defense, every single player could literally be a Pro Bowler. It's it's pretty insane how good that team is, and I think the division, like I, I love people want to love and you know trust in Jameis. I'm not sure if I do fully. But I think they're gonna take a hit too with no Michael Thomas. Um, there's a reason why they drafted Ian Book. I know i Notre Dame fan. I got to throw that in there, but there's a reason why they drafted him, and the the love affair that Sean Payton still has with Taysom Hill. And you know Taysom Hill's going to be, like, forced in there in spots where he should not be. He's going to make mistakes. I'm not sure if I love that team. The Falcons, really no defense, no run game. They're, they're not really going to fight for the division. Uh, and then you have the Panthers, So we just talked about a little bit with, with Darnold. I actually kind of like what the Panthers are doing. I think they may be a year or two away with, uh, you know, the Matt Rule, Joe Brady regime there. I do like them a lot, uh, especially with CMC coming back from his injury. That's a good offense, but I don't think there's no team in that division that's even close to what the Bucks could bring. So that's the chalk answer. That's the boring answer. Teams I <laughs> like that people aren't giving buzz right now. Uh, I mentioned before I do like the Dolphins because of their draft, getting guys like Jalen Phillips and Liam Eikenberg, and uh, obviously Jalen Wild was their first pick. I love what they're doing for two to help them out. I like Brian Flores as a coach. He'll be one of the good Belichick guys that come off the tree that's like not a total failure uh, at the uh, – the head coaching position, so I like them. Not sure how far they'll go, but they're going to be in the mix. And then I, the one team that nobody's talking about in the NFC West and they think they're on the way out, everyone's like, well, the, the 49ers now got Trey Lance and their team's getting healthy because they pretty much had every single starter hurt last year. Obviously the Rams bring in Matt Stafford, Steven Strasburg, one of the two, <laughs> so they're going to be in the mix. And, uh, the, the Cardinals let them by. I don't buy, Kyler's a fun player. He got hurt last year. The team, his shoulder got hurt. The team kind of fell off, uh, fell off a cliff and their defense isn't that great. Why, like, look at the record that Russell Wilson has in the NFL. He's, like, never had a losing record. The guy is a winner, and I think their plan this year, you know, last year going in they were saying let Russ cook and let him kind of just run the offense through himself, and he didn't really do it. They kind of forced stuff. It It, it was was good at points, got kind of ugly near the end. I think there's, like, whispers, like, does he want to leave – uh, Seattle does he want to move on I know there was rumors That he wanted to go to New York Does he want to go somewhere else uh, You know he's dating Sierra where, like, you know, So they want to be in the limelight I guess Seattle's not a good place For pop singers That's why uh, you love him drunk. That's why you're
5: speaking high of him That's why I got it I got it now Because you think he's the next New York Giant uh, quarterback I believe it.
4: Well, there was an interesting rumor, which like, I could talk about uh, potentially uh, later if I may get in trouble with it. But there was a rumor a couple years back with uh, before the Odell Beckham trade that Russell Wilson was trying to work his way to the Giants um, that I heard through some circles in the NFL. But anyway, you know – if this is his last hurrah, let's just say with him, Pete Carroll, and an aging head coach, the oldest head coach, I believe, and Russ, it's going to be. I, I can see Russ winning MVP, throwing the you know forty-five touchdown passes. I hope so. That my I, I, think, I think they're still going to be. there's still going to be in the mix of the NFC West. I don't know why people are just counting them. And I, the defense wasn't great. Jamal Adams is probably a little overrated. Mm-hmm. Not a great pass coverage uh, safety. But they have two great receivers. People, Tyler Lockett talk about underrated players. He's going to go down when he retires as one of the most underrated receivers of this era. And obviously, everyone loves DK Metcalf. Uh, if, if Carson and Penny stay healthy, that's good enough for the run game. So I, I still like Seattle. So those are my kind of wild picks that no one's really getting into.
1: Okay, so I want to shift to the Notre Dame aspect of it. They've they sure. won but underwhelmed against Florida State a team that's kind of a fringe team oh, and a lot of new yes, pieces all they? at once are, are you concerned already with this are is it going to be the same old Notre Dame even though they're top 10 and also again what do you what do you think about them in the ACC now in comparison to independent
4: well i would i wish they were back in the ACC do you, you see what their schedule is the next they have like they have the most of the top 25 teams they have the most uh ranked opponents left the ACC is, uh, you know, obviously with the, with the Clemson loss, the Miami loss, the UNC loss, the Florida State loss. Um, you know, some people liked NC State. I'm not really sure if I buy into them. So their their teams were, the you know, they. I think people kind of overrated them. They wanted Clemson to look better because they knew if Clemson did slow up and lose, then they were pretty much screwed the rest of the way. But I mean, I, I, there were a team last year Notre Dame that was had arguably the best offensive line in college football, and they had one of the better defensive fronts in college football. And if you'd like look at those PFF grades, they would have all of those players listed at the top to bottom. The game that just happened, the 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 you know the instant classic game versus Florida State a, a couple of days ago, it was a way different grading system where it was like Jack Cohn was up there and Kyron Williams was up there and Michael Mayer was up there. So it's, they're more of a skill team now, and I love Ian Book. Ian Book was – Not the best Notre Dame quarterback, but he was a guy that just got it done however he had to get it done. But he would never push the ball downfield. And Jack Cohn was standing there, and he slung the ball downfield to Kevin Austin whoever else. Michael Mayer had a million catches in that game. So I think it would be a more fun team. Marcus Freeman's defense they brought over from Cincinnati is definitely more of a risk-taking defense than what Clark Lee uh, would do last year. That being said, a bunch of guys from the defense went to the NFL. This defense is still a little bit younger. They have Kyle Hamilton, who's going to be a top-five pick. Everyone's going to remember Kyle Hamilton's name on Sundays very, very soon. But it's gonna be more of a boomer bust defense, and that's why I saw a lot of big plays from Florida State. But there were a lot of missed tackles Notre Dame had in the backfield, so I think the score should have been a lot uh further apart than what it was. But I'm glad we got the win and I'm glad people at least enjoyed watching that game. But yeah, that was uh that was a tough one.
5: Speedy, before you you let Tyler go, read what people are writing, Mr. Producer. He has a limited amount of time. So. Uh, that's right. Just spit it spit out some of the stuff. You don't have to like some of the last couple of stuff that they're saying.
1: Okay. Uh Carl, uh, Snug says, the Patriots are Super Bowl contenders, but the Bills win the division. Uh, Carl says, Hunter Renfro with a bomb. Get out of here. Notre Dame has won a talent talent, but they won't make noise in the playoffs if they make it. Uh, Snug says, I don't know. Steven Strasburg couldn't be any worse than Jared Goff, and Sam Darnold's going hmm. to crush a week one. Yeah, After that, who knows? You
5: know what? I, I'm not going to say what I really feel, Snuggy Wuggy, because I, I am going to stick an air ball down your damn throat, Joe. Anyways, go ahead, Tom. So,
6: um, well, there's no transition here. Screw it. The New York Yankees and the New York Mets mm-hmm. have had very interesting seasons, to say the least, right? The Mets started off white hot and then fell off a cliff. The Yankees started off god-awful, got hot, and now they're trending more towards god-awful again. I said during the trade deadline to not sell, but to go find a starting pitcher worth a damn, which was certainly not Andrew Heaney who's no longer even in the rotation. And Aaron Boone needs to be fired. Now, oh god. Here we go. Being that you are a New York fan, mm. I actually think the Mets are set up traditionally better long-term than the Yankees are. How do you figure? Cuz the Yankees are going to have to pick and choose a lot of different guys, and the young talent the Yankees have may not pan out to be what the Yankees thought they were. Mm. The Mets young talent already pretty much producing what they are. Really? Who? Uh Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. Right now, is the best old, baseball player. Do you know how
5: old Pete Alonso is? He's like almost thirty already. He, he's twenty-seven. He's not right. young. He's not young, but he's young enough in uh, baseball. He, he's not young. And, he's young and, enough, and and the Yankees have players, the young players, and Luis Severino, who is been out for like two years. Yeah. he's still only twenty-five years old. That's great. So so he's fantastic. So so I didn't know Edward don't, Spaghetti don't, was Errol Marks. Uh, but I'm just I'm just saying because you you sound like an idiot. But go ahead. Anyway, Mister Spaghetti. I,
6: should Yankee fans and Mets fans be excited, disappointed? What is the takeaways from this year? Obviously, the season's almost over. Um, the Yankees look like they're pretty much a lock to make the playoffs at this point, or the play-in game, whatever you want to call it, and the Mets seem to be right. done. Uh, do you have a preference on what the Mets and Yankees should do in the off season? Do you think the Yankees have a shot to win this whole thing?
4: I think uh start with the Mets. I think my preference for the Mets would have their owner delete his Twitter account for starters, (laughs) and then and then find a general manager who just does not get in any legal trouble. (laughs) Like maybe if they could do that, it would be a good thing. Like I feel bad for Mets fans. Like it's it's a fun thing you see like Cohen tweet. Everyone's like, oh, he's cool. You know the guy from the show Billions. He's tweeting. He's you know he's he's a. Uh, a kooky owner with tons of money, he's gonna bring in players and they go and bring in like Javi Baez mid year and he's not that great and they're booing the team. I mean that that becomes a clown show. The Yankees is a little more like sad at least. It wasn't like a fun uh explosion when the Yankees having their tough times like the Mets were just I mean it was one guy's getting arrested, one guy's tweeting up a store and then you have the, the thumbs down thing. So they've had some up and down stuff themselves. I mean the Mets are going to have to make a tough decision, probably with Noah Syndergaard. I don't think he'll be back. Uh, you know, it's a shame to see what happened with Degrom, who was on an all-time stretch. Like people forgot that, like how good Jake Degrom was early on in the season. He no one was hitting him. Uh, but uh, in terms of what you said about them, look, everybody refusing the Yankees. Like I don't agree with that in the slightest. I think that the Yankees have. Plenty of good prospects that can come up. Guys like Dominguez, the Martian. Uh, I think, actually, the guy Volpe is even ranked higher yep. than, 15th. Uh, than Dominguez right now. 15th yeah, in so all of like the league. Like they- Right, so they have guys that waiting in the wings, and Brian uh, brought up Severino too, who like I, I every time I read a Severino update, it's like he's about to come back, he's about to come back, <laughs> and then you see like <laughs> he has a Kluge was pitching instead, Herman was pitching instead, and he yeah exactly, he has a setback, and they're not bringing him. I will say for the playoffs, if they do win that that playing game, which by the way is that playing game going to be who is it? it's going to be Cole versus if Cole's healthy, which he probably is, versus like Chris Sale in a one game playoff like that, that gets me pretty scared. I've talked mm-hmm. to some Yankee. Uh, my, my Yankee fan friends, and they're just like, yeah, it's going to be fine. Like, the, the Sox stink, and they'll hit sale, and Cole's going to win the Cy Young this year. I'm mean, like, I don't know. I'm, I just I feel very nervous about it. But I think if the Yankees got in the dance, I like them if they if Andrew Heaney never touches a baseball again. Uh, Gallo hasn't been hitting the ball enough. I know right now they're struggling with the Blues. I think they're tied right now in the middle of the game. But mm-hmm. it's uh, <clears throat> if the Yankees get in, I think they can make some noise. I'm not sure if anything can really be the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are a super team, more so than the Yankees. But – I'd rather see them get in there. I'd have a lot more faith in the Yankees advancing. I would just love a shot to beat the Sox, beat the Astros, and have a chance versus, you know, Scherzer and and, and all all those guys over. I I mean, that's a good point, too. I want to beat Tampa. I I I don't think the Yankees can beat Tampa. I'll weirdly be satisfied if the Yankees beat, like, the Sox slash Houston slash Tampa. If they beat those teams, I'll feel somewhat validated. If they lose to the Dodgers, it is what it is. Like, their Dodgers are pretty much as good as it gets right now that the Giants are too but I'm I'm not sure why the Giants I just can't accept as being a good team like the Yankee, they suddenly the filled the Yankees I'm like the Yankees have all-stars the Giants are they have a bunch of like scrubs in my opinion which is a terribly New York centric thing to say but um, I don't know maybe I'm getting like this this LA like you know everyone wearing Dodger hats kind of like bleeding into my brain and I'm thinking like oh they're too good to beat but I think if the you put the Yankees and the Mets both in the playoffs, I think it's hard to argue the Yankees would would, not, uh, would definitely make it further than the Mets would.
5: Well, Eddie, you said something about Scrubs. weren't the Yankees what two years ago Scrubs and they were and they were what a hundred win team with Aaron Boone yeah. with this guy I can't stand. I mean, he seriously, should have lost his job. Oh, last shut game. up! Yeah. You you sound like an I don't idiot. Think Boone
4: has power. I think it's like these yes. weirdo, like Ivy League kind mm-hmm. of analytics guys in but, a back room, and they just it, have like, oh, the guy that was on ESPN used to play for us to hit the home run. Yeah, it's fine. Like put a put a hat on him and he can sit in the dugout. <laughs> they're out. not the we'll only team him. like that. No, campus like that's definitely
5: true. Kevin, Stop it. Kevin Cash is the best manager No, he's manager not. He's not running that team.
1: Kevin you Cash think is the best a-
5: manager Wait a second. How many GMs have we seen get jobs in the major leagues from the Tampa Bay Rays? What do you think? That's just a coincidence? And you don't, it's because of Kevin and you Cash? And you just oh, think the sorry. Red Sox flipped it's the Kevin switch. Kevin Cash, he's done everything. He's hitting the ball. He's running the play- bases. He's uh, playing defense. Give me a break. He has that's more almost- input than Aaron Boone does. How do you know? Are you friends with him? Maybe. Are you hanging out with him? Are you cleaning I can't his underwear? reveal my sources. Are you cleaning his jersey?
6: Come on, I, I seriously. I clean a lot of things. You, but you probably I cannot do. Tell you Maybe you're going to clean work. his ass because
5: obviously you have no idea what you're well, talking about.
6: All I know is that he is a better manager than the boonhead we have you, now.
5: How do you – you see, you see what I'm talking about, Mr. Spaghetti? I'm sitting here listening to this guy, and he's lost, he's lost his damn mind. Now, I'm not saying Kevin Cash isn't a great player. I mean, Man. a great, great manager. But I'm also not saying Aaron Boone is a bad one. Because if you look at Aaron Boone, his first two seasons, 100 wins. Tell me the last Yankee manager back-to-back 100 wins. Eddie, you know?
4: I would say he He's probably be my guess too, but it's probably not the answer.
5: Mm-hmm. It's not it. No, it's not. It's Billy Martin. Okay? Hmm. That was the last manager for the Yankees to win back-to-back years with 100 wins. Can
6: I ask you a question? Billy Martin. Can I ask you a question? What? when he doesn't have to play the Royals or the uh Orioles. We're not talking to this. No, well, no 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 no, but the, in the playoffs well, can't how, how the does the Orioles, he manage? The Yankees
4: stink versus the Orioles this year. Yeah, well did. no no, but I, yeah, did. you're right. <laughs> they, but they they
6: they're awful. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is Mr. Spaghetti that when the good teams and the good managers have to go up against Aaron oh, Boone, God. the man the man gets outmanaged every time. Really? AJ Hinch did it. Mm-hmm. Um, How's the Boston Alex Cora did uh, it?
5: Really? How's he doing right now in the second half against the Yankees? Alex Cora,
6: they still have a winning record.
5: What have they done in the last in the second half? The Yankees are a completely different team than the first half. What is his record against the Yankees in the second half? Yes, zero and three. Worse 1-4? than that. Worse than that, buddy. Worse than how could that? you be worse than zero and three? Because uh, that's winless. How many games have they played in the second half? They played two series against the Red Sox, three and four games, at seven games. I think they're six and one against Alex Gore in the second half. Okay, right, so that close. Uh, it's not good. Okay, it, 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 don't say that they, they can't win. All that's right? not true. They're right. nine and six. So I, that means they were nine and zero in the first half. What are you talking about? They 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 couldn't beat them. They couldn't oh. beat them in the first half. And look at what they're doing now. Anyways, uh, Eddie, uh, as we oh, – go ahead. Were you going to say something?
4: I was just going to bring up – you know what's a, a, a weird thing, and you mentioned, like, uh, guys like Boone, guys like uh, uh, Cora, or even, like, George Girardi when he was managing the Yankees, and, and he's still managing today. But it's, like, the former players, I think, and especially these organizations that have such a heavy analytics influence, there's, like, always this, like, power struggle of, like, who's actually going to win. Cause you probably assume that – not all, but some managers are like, well, I play the game. I know what I'm doing. I don't have a feel for the game. Some managers clearly still they don't. And then some buy into the analytics completely where they're only by the book and there's no feel for the game. And I think, like, this era that we're all in watching baseball right now is strange. And I think they're not going to see, like a, co- like, a good kind of middle ground for, like, years on the road when there's, like, more former players, like, who are just going to be used to this analytics, it's part of the game. Because so a lot of these guys now are, like, it was kind of force-fed on them. So it's, like, it's a very, very strange, strange times in baseball. And you see it mainly with, like – the bullpens, obviously, is, like, what everyone comes back to. That's the reason why the bullpen arm is so important, which is why Andrew Heaney cannot pitch for the Yankees <laughs> in the
6: bullpen. Because
4: no. you're always worrying about the matchups. Everything is matchup-based now, and it's, like, where you bat this guy in the lineup and your best hitter. It used to be batting, like, cleanup. Now you bat him, like, second. It's all this strange stuff where it's not going to really sort itself out with these managers who are just getting used to it probably for another, you know, decade, decade and a half until it's, like, really fully integrated in the game. Oh,
5: it's a great point. Great point, Eddie, and I think the game is transitioning, just like basketball, just like hockey. All of it is changing. Absolutely. Everything changes. Football, you got these rules, and right. then they change the rules. One year they got a rule, and then the next year they don't. Roger Goodell, Dude, so he's, he's – I'm not – and I, I think Roger Goodell is the wor- – well, second worst uh, commissioner in all of sports. Three I think worst. Rob – Rob Manford, he is horrendous. Oh, yeah. He is horrendous. No. Doubleheader, seventh innings? Are you kidding me? That's not even the dumbest thing he's done. <laughs> it's dumb. I mean, we're not playing softball. It's ridiculous.
6: A runner starts on second base in extra innings. Well, what sorry? the hell is that?
5: I, I, I don't under, I don't understand it. It you ruins speed the, the game, game up belong Then give it a tie and move on. Uh, it's terrible. The game is is. is what is he trying to do? What is he trying to prove? Bob, uh, I say I say, Selig, uh, when, when you talk about Selig and what he did with the steroids, he tried to hide that for years in the 90s. Now, all of a sudden, the, uh, you, you, you talk about the Senate and, 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 and everybody wants to get involved with it. The government gets involved with it and he hides and throws it at Alex Rodriguez, blames Alex Rodriguez. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. On it, it, terrible. A-ron Absolutely terrible. deal with that. It, it was terrible. It, it's not fair. It really isn't.
6: That's, that's alone why I hate Brian Cashman. How you just well, in, term, out so in, terms of,
4: uh, in terms of bad calls and bad commissioning, I, I think what's going to really piss us off during this NFL season uh, by far will be worse than, like, the what's a catch, what's not a catch, or did he have possession, this the <laughs> whole thing. This new taunting rule that if you, like, get a first down, you do, like, the first down signal, or you, like, get pumped if you just truck the guy, and they're going to flag you, and it's going to be unsportsmanlike. like it's going to be 15 yards, we're going to get so sick of that. The, the old rule I used to hate the most, and college actually has two of them, is, number one, targeting, which is almost never called correctly. And the other one is a hit the hit on a quarterback where the quarterback would be throwing the ball, and the ball's, you know, sprawling out of his hand. If it's still barely touching his pinky <laughs> and he gets hit in the numbers, they're going to flag him for that. And I, it actually <laughs> happened. In the uh, Nebraska Illinois game back in Week Zero, mm-hmm. that actually happened, where I was like, "Man, I think it kind of changed the tide of that whole game." Where, the, like, what are you supposed? To, if you're a defender, you how do you stop yourself midair? If you're six foot six, 275 pounds, how are you stopping yourself <laughs> running full speed into a quarterback? It's insane. So those two rules are bad, but I think this new NFL taunting rule is, like, going to surpass the insane, like, reaction that we've seen with those other two college rules. And I'm telling you, like, I don't want to jinx this NFL season. I know it's only, what, uh, a day away now. It's going to be it's gonna be something to look out for. And you're I'm going to say this to you now. You're going to be watching a game. It's going to happen. You're going to go, well, Eddie, Eddie said it. And we're going to – you just can't imagine, – imagine changing the outcome of a game because a guy was excited he made a good play in the sport that he gets paid to do. Like, it is – when you think about it like that, it is – it, it's, Dump. it's so bad, and I, I hate when refs are part of the game.
1: We're, we're already week one week into the college football season, and still nobody knows what targeting is. <laughs>
4: I, it's so bad it's so oh bad God, but it's i'm horrible. telling you this taunting thing, this taunting thing is going to go way above t- uh, targeting in the quarterback kids I, I i could feel it already it's gonna it's gonna ruin outcomes because refs want to be part of the games and how many teams are going to get into field goal range now because of an extra 15 yards it's it's disgusting so yeah goodell i mean uh, I, I, I don't know how like these com- and, I, and you know what i shouldn't even crush goodell it's really this the committees of the owners and i know like john mara was like for it and he was like we don't want to see players taunting it's like but what's taunting? It's all a subjective thing. It's yeah. just—it's so bad. Who, who would have thought? So bad. Who would have thought, Eddie,
5: that Gary Bettman would be the best commissioner in sports? <laughs> I know
4: Gary Bettman just like strapped himself to a chair and duct tape and like, did not move. And he's like, "Are right, you winning by default because you're not really pissing anyone off right now?" It's—it's it's insane how like I, I feel like a commission being a commissioner is an easy job. Like Silver had a good stretch, and things got kind of weird, obviously, with the last two years with uh, with like. Whatever. I'm not going to get into that whole stuff, but it's like. LeBron well, yeah, is the a commissioner.
5: He's the commissioner of the true. NBA. <laughs> yeah, so was yeah, a shadow commissioner. But
4: yeah, Batman just like, <laughs> I'm just going to shut up for a few years and let the other three guys just you know, ruin their jobs, and I'll,
5: I'll get credit. Before we let you go, by the way, we are talking to minus three podcast producer Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, the Knicks. What were your thoughts? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts with the Knicks, the acquisitions they've made this off offseason? Kemba Walker, who I believe will it be close to 100% this year. The players that they added, the Chicago Bulls added some good pieces to their team. They're going to be a dangerous team in the East. Do you think the Knicks are closer to the top four that they came in this year or a little bit below, even with the additions they've made? And who do you think, out of the the acquisitions they've made this offseason, from the Nets and the Knicks, are moving forward, not moving backwards? As good as the Nets are with the three players they have, I still... I look at their team; they're an old bunch of guys. If they don't win this year, they're yeah. never going to win. So, who do you think has made the better opportunity for this team to move forward? And uh, what did you think of the Knicks and the Boston, uh, the uh, the Brooklyn Nets acquisitions they've made this offseason? season?
4: I think the Nets. If I had to pick right now to say who's going to win the the title in the NBA, I would probably say the Brooklyn Nets. Hmm. Uh, I, I think what you said is exactly right. It's it's like I think all the players correct me if I'm wrong, they all have, like, opt-out clauses. I think, like, KD has one. Kyrie Mm -hmm. may have one they could opt out and leave after this year. So, they they pretty much know, like, this is going to be it. And, you know, they're not getting any younger. Uh, I'm not sure how well they would mesh two beyond one more full season together. I think Kyrie's a guy that, like, nobody gets along with. So... Uh, but we saw how good when Katie came back and, and he was healthy. We saw how good he was. And it, as it pains me to say this, but like he at times looked like he was by far the best player uh, on the planet. Obviously, you know, what Giannis did by himself pretty much was awesome to watch. But they would be my pick to win it. And I think they know that. And I think we'll see moves they make they're smart moves I'm not sure what like the Lakers did for example is that smart like oh we're gonna get a bunch of guys that LeBron's friendly with and <laughs> they're 38 years old and like he'll just will like yeah they'll be a good team the Lakers but I don't think they're gonna be a, a, a serious contender when it gets down to the nitty-gritty I think whereas the Nets are gonna build the smarter team people say their front office knows what they're doing I think Steve Nash you know being brought in was kind of a, uh, a high profile name but it's like what's his coaching background he's done a pretty good job or the best he can managing those humongous egos in that team with Harden Kyrie and, and KD so I think we'll see some good moves them in the deadline too I think they're not done making moves uh, we saw a bunch of like, transitions going on during the season and, and it kind of helped teams in the playoffs as they as they went on you know to reverse things with the Knicks I will say I love uh, as a Knicks fan I love the series with the Hawks because it kind of ignited something where like fans got angry and like they had an enemy now like everyone kind of rallied against Trey Young and like he's the bad guy he's the villain he played a really good villain like obviously (laughs) won but uh getting Kemba is not the answer they're gonna now elevate themselves to the upper echelon like I don't if I had a bet I would say absolutely not like it hasn't really worked out for him his last two uh two teams so what he will do is provide depth some shooting here and there if they need it. I think what it comes down to the Knicks is, like, they need their young players to take a next step. They need Mitchell Robinson to stay healthy. They need Obi Toppin to improve, and I guess Mitchell Robinson to improve as well. And they also need R.J. Barrett to take a major step. If those things don't happen, I don't think Julius Randle could do it by himself. And I don't think – no matter how good of a coach Tibbs is, I don't think he can really push those guys up. They just don't have the stars. The NBA is a star-driven league. If you don't have stars, it's really hard to beat teams with, you know, two, three, four sometimes – First team NBA, all like uh, first team all NBA players, and the Knicks just don't have that. What they were trying to do was just stockpile a bunch of draft picks and look for the future. That being said, they're they're for sure a playoff team. They'll be a playoff team, but they won't beat the likes of the Nets, the Bucks, uh, the Sixers, probably depending on what they do with Simmons, uh, the Hawks still. So it's just really what this team is riding on is, like, the hopes the young players turn things around and just Tibbs just coaching the hell out of them again. But it was a fun – you know, they lost, but it was a fun kind of wrap-up of the season. It was a lot better than years past. Uh, being a Knicks fan, seeing what they could actually do. It's like, oh, well, wow, an actual good coach and players who buy in. It's like, you could actually win basketball games. It's, it's pretty cool.
5: I don't think Randall could play in front of fans, and he hasn't proven it yet. In the second half of the season, at the end of the season, I think it was a huge problem when the yeah, fans he, started coming ice in. Cold. He was ice cold. I want to see this guy play when there are fans and people cheering for him and screaming MVP. I, it's a, to me, I, I understand they got a deal for him. Uh, they paid them hundred and fifteen, million, $120 whatever they gave them. Right. Uh, they got a great deal for him and saves them a lot of money for the future. What's really going to be looked at, I think, for the New York Knicks is that Hornets trade, getting that Hornets pick. Because if the Hornets are a lottery pick, which very much could be this year, because everybody thinks the Hornets are going to be good. I do not. I think they're going to be horrible. Uh, they're going to be a, a borderline lottery team. Guess who owns their pick next year? The Knicks. So that could really solidify the Knicks and put them in a position where they can get the player they want moving forward with the youth that they have, Grimes and and the different players that they have. Everybody forgot about Grimes. He's a he's a border. Yeah. He's he's a great shooter. If he could figure out how to to, to give himself space in the NBA, Allen Houston, like I really believe he could be another Allen Houston. So uh, and he's a great defender. He is a, cl- a closeout shutdown defender. So. It's going to be very interesting what the Knicks do and what Thibodeau does. Because we have all known, and you know you're a Knicks fan. I, I, I know you are. Uh, with everything with the Knicks and Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau does very well his first two or three years. And then the players start to buy out of what he does and he teaches. Yeah. So that's what scares me about the Knicks. But Tom Thibodeau wanted this job. He's always wanted this job. He's got it. Take him to that next level.
4: He's definitely he does run teams hard uh, into the ground, and they they kind of lose faith in it. If they start losing games, it's like then, well I'm losing, and I'm being overworked in practice, and this guy's grinding me. It's like of course it's not a fun environment, especially with these guys in the NBA who all have these like I said major egos where they're making you know nine figures, and they're like, why am I going to do this? Why am I running sprints with this like old white guy yelling at me? Like they don't <laughs> they don't care. But what I will say is like having a guy that he did play with, uh, you know, earlier in his career is like Derek Rose playing with Tibbs and then now being a Nick, uh, maybe there's a chance that he's like the veteran stage of his career. Who's like, no, guys, like buy in. Like him being like, kind of like this team captain role uh, I think is good, is a really good thing And they have. And I, I actually do think about it. I do worry about that because you saw it happen with the Bulls, saw it happen with the Timberwolves, that he just runs teams to the ground. But, you know, they, they just – it's one of those things where if they're like, okay, we were this close last year, we added some pieces in the draft, we had you know, getting guys back healthy now. We added a guy like Kemba Walker who is, you know, pretty well respected around the league. Let's just not crap out and blame the coach. Let's just work together and maybe they could, you know, win a win a round of the playoffs and that would be a great start. And then like you said, with all the draft picks they have coming the next years, maybe they hit on a guy and they get their own superstar. They're, they're do right? There's like how many years <laughs> of us just barely missing out yeah. on guys. We have not gotten them. We get like Porzingis? We get R.J. Barron instead of John Moran or, or, or Zion. Exactly. The Porzingis like, uh, that guy, I guess that could have been worse. They could have taken like Jaleel Okafor for somebody like that. Porzingis is an, ass. It's, uh, is an ass. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they need they need somebody to come and really be a true Alongside Randall, and then I'll I'd love to travel back home and spend you know three thousand dollars sit in the, the rafters uh, at Mass Square Garden and watch the Knicks uh, play like the you know the Celtics or somebody.
5: Keep doing what you're doing, so you'll be able to afford it. So
4: <laughs> I don't know if anyone could afford unless you're like a A list celebrity. I think like no one affords Knicks games. Like who goes to Knicks games? Like I don't know a single person who's like oh yeah I just dropped four digits and went to a Knicks game. It's, it's insane. James I mean, Dolan's insiders. It's so bad. It's like, yeah, the seats are just full of, like, uh Dolan employees. It is insane. Like, the only times I see my team's player when they come out here, when I come home, it's like I'm not even wasting my time to, to go to one of the stadiums. It's just way too much money.
5: Mm, it's crazy. It really is. Eddie, thank you for joining us. Tell the fans how they can find you on social media.
4: Yes, uh, at edward l murphy on twitter i think um if you follow uh the, what is it extra points pod at extra points pod or at minus three um you'll see my handle pop up we're doing great work over there my, me and myself uh day damage obviously you guys had on his huge fans of yours cousin sal kevin hench uh, i think we got tj hushman's Zod on the show we got a bunch of stuff coming on for a football season uh, the ansell odds guys those are awesome awesome guys so a lot of fun stuff uh, follow me there, and uh, I will be tweeting out, uh, I guess, my bad sports takes and and talk about music and TV shows I, I watch. So that's 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 pretty much what you get from me.
5: Speedy's going to cut out uh, our producer right over here is going to cut out this interview. You can take it; he'll send it to you, and you can post it on your social media. You are awesome. We would love to get you on again in the next couple Absolutely. of months, uh, and you give us good intake. And by the way, one way or another, you're going to start to hate this guy right in front of me because he and his takes. That's me. Uh, his takes are just outrageously stupid. But uh, you know what it is. I have the balls to
6: say things. No one else has the balls to you say. Don't get out of here!
5: You have no balls, hey, and you probably b- the winner. An it's animal. better
4: than being Switzerland. So I, I, I <laughs> give it right for that. But yeah. but yeah, this was uh, this was way, 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 way more fun than uh, than Dave even led on. So uh, you guys were a pleasure, and I'd love to come back whenever and uh, talk some shot more.
5: Eddie, thank you, my friend. Eddie. All right spaghetti ladies and gentlemen uh, minus three podcast go check it out Dave Dammascheck Eddie's awesome he really is he gave you some good takes of what's going on in the NFL some of the New York teams he's a great uh, powerful New York fan and and as Dave said if, if you look at what somebody you know bleeds and preaches you uh, it's important to understand where the game is going here in New York and, and some of these teams. And he is a New York fan. He lives over there. I think he's in L.A. or wherever the hell he is yeah, right he's now. In he's in LA, L.A. right now, and he's still a New York fan. He's still a supporter. That's saying a lot about him and his character. Uh, when we come back, well, when they come back, Trey Larkin. You're actually Speedy, peedy. Yeah. Dude, my, my hip is hurting me. I'll be here tomorrow for the full show, tomorrow with you guys. But uh, I wanted to join Don't you with the spaghetti. Please. But uh, I'm sure I'm going to have some good takes tomorrow. i got some good things that we're going to talk about tomorrow that I think is going to stir up a lot of arguments on this show and throughout the media and what people are saying about some of the subjects that are not being talked about in sports. So I'm, I have two really big stories that I want to get into. Uh, so when we come back, Trey Larkin from the Wise Guys here. On the Sports Loud Mouths. You're,
0: you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.
3: This is the Sports Loud And
6: Welcome back to the Sports Loud Mouths. Uh, I didn't even want to talk, this song's freaking awesome. Whether it's Al Smith, with or without Run DMC, this is a great song. Now, the reason I'm going to bring up Run DMC is because this guy right here has been running for me now for about two years. So, Mr. Trey Larkin, how the hell are you, sir?
3: Pretty good, pretty good. Tyler,
6: how are you? I'm all right, buddy. What the hell happened here? (laughs) I've been trying to talk to you guys. Now, I don't know if my beef is with you or with Clarence,
3: but I'm pretty sure I've had beef with both of you. (laughs) Well, now you get a shot at me tonight right here huh, on, on the Sports Labs Mouth with, with, my, with my man Speedy, man. You get a chance to, to talk some NFL football with me tonight. Uh, listen, man, don't don't get
6: me too excited. This, uh, this is a PG show.
3: <laughs> for sure, for but, sure. But um,
6: in all seriousness, real quick, um, how is uh, the Wise Guys?
3: Oh, it's going well. It's going well. Um, you can follow Wise Guys on Twitter at WiseGuys underscore H. Also on Facebook, Wise Guys, and my show, it's on Monday and Wednesday nights, uh, normally 7 to 8.30, and then Fridays, 8 to 9.30. Um, so, you know, Friday's show, I'll be talking about the Cowboys and Buccaneers game because, you know, they play tomorrow night mm-hmm. um, on NFL kickoff. So I'll be talking about that on Friday show. So that's when you can ca- catch the Wise Guys show on uh, Friday. So who gives the
6: wise to the show? Is it you or is it the other guy or is it both of you? <laughs> Well, I would say myself. I feel
3: like Of <laughs> course <laughs> I'm going to say myself.
6: <laughs> but see a true teammate would have been like, No, we're we're both wise and we're both intelligent. I worked I don't know if you know Mike Weedle. I worked with a dunce. I mean this <laughs> this, this poor guy, this poor putts. Every time he opened his mouth I had to look at him like you didn't just Are you serious? Yeah. But um so uh, what we're going to do is I don't know if you've done this on your show or not. Correct me if I'm wrong, if not, you might have to do it again. Have you done divisional breakdowns of fourth, third, second, last first? I have not not yet I have not done. oh well, good, so then we're breaking ground together i'm I'm very happy to uh do this
1: with you uh, before we get to that. Though, let me just read some of the comments. that oh, are yeah, sure. uh, from ahead. the break. Uh, the read Carl, what these idiots are saying. Carl says, "Baez back to the Cubs on a discount now." Slug mm. <laughs> says, "So if a me- so, a Met got arrested. Big deal. I seem to recall a Yankees closer firing guns at women." Oh. Carl says, Kevin Cash is hands down amazing. Dave Roberts got outmanaged for years. Obviously, he came through last year. Uh, Snook says, late, uh, Yanks are 2-8 and eight in the last 10, really killing it. 200 win percentage. Yeah. Carl says, Payrod. I'll try, You actually had some comments in this mix over as well. Uh, Lakers got significantly more depth than the Nets. Uh, Snug says, wow, Hunter Renfro may have just won a gold glove. Is Chad Green actually White (laughs) Gumby? Strike three, Anthony Rizzo. And you'll like this one. Uh, Snug says, Mike Guido is scary, dumb. I'm surprised he could feed himself and remember to breathe.
6: (laughs) He doesn't. He has to mush his food. I'm serious. He mushes his food before he eats it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, you um, you guys ready? Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. Yeah, absolutely.
6: To go. Now, Mr. Trey, I know you're the guest here. So by all means, I'll accommodate you, sir. Would you like to go NFC first, AFC first? How, how would you like to do this? Let's start off in the AFC. Oh,
3: OK. Do you want to go west to east or east to west? Um, I would say the most easily the easily the, the, the most predictable would be the west. Let's start off with the west.
6: I guarantee you, I rack your brain with some of these. All right, well, you can
3: go first. Where who do you have finishing fourth, third? Break it down for me. Okay, for me in the AFC West, uh, I got the Denver Broncos um, finishing fourth. Um, Vic Fangio, you know his coaching record so far since he's been the head coach of the Denver Broncos is twelve or twenty, um, which means he's won thirty-seven percent of his games. I'm not very impressed, you know, with Vic Fangio as a head coach. You also combine the fact that you know, they don't really have a quality starting quarterback to be a playoff caliber uh, yeah. team, in my opinion. And, you know, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, they bat- you know battled in camp, and they end up naming Bridgewater the starter. But I don't believe that you can, n- like, win a Super Bowl with Teddy Bridgewater. He can possibly get you to the playoffs. So I do believe they made the right decision naming Bridgewater the starter. But I just don't think he's going to... You know, be enough for them to be in the playoffs. I got them finishing fourth. Then third, I got the Raiders finishing third in the AFC West. Um, John Gruden, um, I think he is a decent coach, but I'm not. I think John Gruden sometimes is more of a like media personality than a head coach. And so I've had my questions about John Gruden since he's been the head coach of the Raiders. I do like Derek Carr, but defensively I don't really trust the Raiders defense and so I don't think they're going to be able to get enough stops to be a legitimate uh, playoff contender in the AFC I'm I'm interested to also see fans you know they're going to welcome fans back into their new stadium out there in Vegas which will be interesting because they're going to get a chance to have a lot of you know yeah, it's going to be tourists out there people who aren't even Raiders fans going to be out there so I'm interested to see how that you know pans out for them as well the Chargers, I got finished finished in second. I like Justin Herbert, Tyler. Uh, I think Justin Herbert had oh, a very, I, I think he had a very impressive rookie season. Thirty-one Should touchdowns, ten interceptions. Yeah, and I like the oh. weapons that the Chargers have. You know, and you know echelar and they still got Keenan Allen. They they signed Jared Cook in free agency. I really really like the Chargers. You know, as a, a, a maybe possible wild card team. I guess we'll do our playoff picks a little bit later on, but. I think they'll be second, and of course, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, they'll finish first in the AFC West. They brought in four new offensive linemen because you remember in the Super Bowl, the reason why Patrick Mahomes struggled the way that he did was because he didn't have any protection. Every so, step. yeah, so I think the Chiefs are going to finish first in the AFC West, so I got Broncos fourth, Raiders third, Chargers second, and then Chiefs rolling in number one.
6: I, I, you're going to hate me. So, we agree that the Chiefs win the division. I'll make that point clear so that way everyone okay. gets out of the way. Okay. Um, I actually think the Raiders are going to finish dead last. The offensive line to me is god-awful. Atrocious. Yeah. You lost the best center in Rodney Hudson. He's now in Arizona. Colton Miller's hit or miss. That whole line is really hit or miss. Um, if your best lineman's a 36-year-old bully, I don't know if they brought back incognito or not. I have to look that up.
1: I don't think so. I think uh, he retired. Well,
6: then that's a damn they did, shame. They, they, did, also lo- their best guard they did
1: also lose Gabe Jackson, they though, too. He went Gabe to the Jackson. Seahawks.
6: Yeah. I, the, the whole offensive line now is unknown. And Josh Jacobs has come off a bad year. I know he was beat up. I know he was hurt. But I, I agree with you. John Gruden is a head coach by day, immediate sensation all day, all night. Um, yeah. So I agree with that premise. Um Third, I, I I do have the Chargers here, and there's an interesting part. Marvin Bagley is one of the best Michael kickers. Bagley. That's what I said. Mike I said Madden. Marvin Bagley. I said Mike. No. I can speak. I said Mike. <laughs> anyway, Bagley is one of the best kickers in football. I don't care how bad he struggled in camp. I'm not cutting that dude for no reason. They cut him. The offensive line again. I know they brought in below, below uh, Brian Balaga a few years last offseason. Yeah whatever. I'm not, I love Justin Herbert. Love Herbert. Joey Bosa up and down. You lost Melvin Ingram. Who's replacing him? You lost Casey Hayward. Who's going to be, you're getting Derwin James back. Who could be defensive player of the year. I love Derwin James. Joey Bosa outside of him in his inconsistency. Who else you got on that defense? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on that defense. Eckler is a very very good pass catching back and he had a good year last year without that offensive line can he handle the game so Herbert can pick when he wins or does Herbert have to be a gunslinger all year and Herbert in college was up and down too so I think Justin Herbert and like Keenan Allen said you were right the guy's got no ceiling I believe him he could be a future MVP him and Mahomes are going to have classics for years Yeah. this season I don't know I I and you gotta remember, there's a new coach. I don't know the coach at all, so that that's why I have them third. I love Denver. I love really? them. Really? I, I love this team. I think they got a good running back. They got one of the best receiving cores in all of football with Sutton and Judy and uh Patrick. I love I love their receiving core. The yeah. defense I think is gonna be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Vic Pangio's coached that defense phenomenally. That defense has been a performance based ten top ten defense. Uh, Every year he's been there. The problem is he lost Vaughn Miller last year and the offense was God awful and they never got off the field. So it inflated some of the numbers. I think Denver could be, maybe they are, maybe they're not a playoff team. I'll save that for later. But uh, I think Denver will surprise a lot of people this year. A lot of people.
3: Yeah. Uh, I I think for me though, Tyler, I think the reason why I give the Chargers the edge over the Broncos is because of, Justin Herbert. Again, I do I believe... you. agree with you. the best quarterback in, the in that division outside of home. Absolutely. I do believe in the Broncos' defense, though. The defense is big time. They got one of the best secondaries in the NFL. You know, you got Kyle Furley. You got Ronald Darby. Mm. You know, I mean, at the linebacker spot, <clears throat> you still got Mr. Reliable and um, Von Chubb. Miller. You still got Bradley Chubb. I really, really like their defense. Broncos probably will have a top-10 defense. Justin just Simmons is the best have, players in football. Yes. Yeah, I just don't know if they're going to have enough consistent quality quarterback play, you know, in order to finish second in that division. And so I give the slight edge, you know, to the Chargers. But um, like I said, man, the Broncos, they got a shot. They got a good defense. But I will give the Chargers a slight edge over the Broncos. I wasn't
6: here last week, and I'm glad I wasn't. You know why the Broncos finishing second? You know why I didn't mention the quarterback? They're going to end up with Deshaun Watson. Possibly.
3: Possibly. Possibly, possibly. If, Mark if it I down. Place, listen, Tyler, Tyler Speed. I want y'all to give. I want you opinion on this. I know we got a lot of off the off the field issues going on right now with Deshaun Watson, but I believe Deshaun Watson is a difference maker. Mm-hmm. And if you can trade for Deshaun Watson, right? I believe he elevates your team to being a legitimate Super Bowl contender, not yes. just a playoff team, right? But a legit Super Bowl contender. This includes the Miami Dolphins. Because, you know, Miami was one of those teams that's rumored to want Deshaun Watson. Very rumored,
6: yes. And
3: if they get this, because, and don't get me wrong, Tua, at his best, to me, is good. Deshaun Watson, at his best, is great. Right, I'm Tua, not a Tua guy, so. I, I'm Tua not really a Tua me. fan either. I, I hope the best for Tua, but I think he can be possibly good. But I know what I get with Deshaun Watson, so I agree with you about Deshaun Watson on the Broncos. If they get him, they could be they could possibly win the division, but <laughs> you never know. Well, that's true, too. And to be honest, that's, again, the legal thing. I
6: really – I think this is all just smoke and mirrors. I think he wants out of Houston. I think that's what this is. And honestly, if you're telling me Tua or Teddy Bridgewater is a centerpiece for a trade, I'm taking Teddy Bridgewater over Tua anyway. Yeah. So that's just where – that's just how I would go about it.
1: All right, before we get to the next division, uh, so we'll just read some of the comments. Carl says, Speedy's Unicorns. That was a direct reference to last week because I also picked him uh, as a wild card team. Snug said, let's start with the Super Bowl champion, obviously the Cowboys and work our way backwards. Carl says he likes Derek Never Carr. Said that. Him, Errol, and no one else. Hits a bomb to take the lead and then that deep throw. Uh, he, Carl, uh, Carl catches you. You did say Marvin. Uh, guys hating on this, Mr. Spider Marvin. 2 Y-Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Speedy sniffs Noah Font's strap. Speedy spiked the well, Kool-Aid funny. with Bronco love. Good Lord. And Snook says it was all fun and games trading for Watson until you get him and find out he's suspended for a season.
6: He can't be suspended. He's not, the, uh,
3: he's not. One more thing before you move on, fellas, I want to say as well. I do agree with you about the Raiders, though. You know, the Raiders, for whatever reason, they did, like, mix up that offensive line. You know, you said they, they, traded, they traded Rodney Hudson. Dave Jackson and Trent Brown, and those guys right. were actually experienced linemen that were they're, pretty good. Yeah, they're three of the best of their position. Exactly. For some reason, I guess John Gruden and Mayock they want to go young at the offensive line. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. It. We'll see if it pans dumb and out. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if it pans out for you know for the Raiders. I do like Derek Carr. Like I said, Derek, oh, Derek Carr
6: is big time. Yeah, he's top big ten time. quarterback you know, to me in the league. Never gets I any like, respect.
3: Yeah, I like Derek Carr, but uh, we'll see what happens, man. I, I, AFC West. I think the Chiefs will win the division going away, but I got questions about the Chiefs' defense, fellas. I know everybody's saying the Chiefs gonna get back to the Super Bowl, but I got questions about the. They'll get they after the quarterback, team. but outside of that, I don't know. Yeah, like they, they struggle with stopping the run. You know that Chiefs defense, they can be had.
6: Well, when number 15's back there chucking it around, it's it's hard to argue with the team.
3: For sure. For sure. You want
6: to go north, or you want to go south because they're both they're both interesting. For two completely different reasons. Let's go. Let's go south. Ah.
3: <laughs> you can start off with this one. Ah,
6: all right. All right. That's fine. So here, here, here's the thing, right? And the, 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 I, I heard you say south. The AFC South is gonna, the AFC North is gonna be really good. That's why I want to do them first. But you're the guest. I'll let you pick. The AFC okay. South is god off. <laughs> it, 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 it's atrocious. It really yeah. is one of the worst things in football. Now. The problem I have here is I don't know who's going to be worse. Houston's going to be the worst teams in football. The problem yeah. is the Jaguars are also going to be the worst team, one of the worst teams in football. So I, I, I'm very concerned. Um, but I'll be honest with you. If Deshaun Watson does not play for this team at all, because that's on the depression I am, the Houston Texans I don't think can win a game this year. I, I you know don't think Tyrod
3: can get him a win? Ty, Tyrod Taylor? No. Just one win? No. One? <laughs> no. Don't disrespect Tyron like that now, Tyler. Come on. He didn't win in
6: Baltimore. I, I, he never gave me enough. I love Tyron yeah. Taylor, but he got screwed in Buffalo, but Buffalo panned out. I, I, I don't know if I could give that type of leeway.
1: Buffalo squeaked into the playoffs when the – Tyrod Taylor was on that team, but they weren't going to shy away from the rebuilding process just because the Ravens had one of the worst showcases of coverage and collapsing in the fourth quarter to miss uh, the playoffs. Well, uh,
3: yeah, I think that was a year when the Bills played the. They, the I think they, who they played. I think they, played they played the
1: played Miami. Of- they oh, beat okay. Miami, but uh, but they still needed the Ravens to lose, and they had that bad collapse against the Bengals at the end of that game.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: I, I I just can't do it. I think Jacksonville's going to be awful too, but I think they they might have the same record. They they might very well end up both one in fifteen or one in eighteen, whatever the thing is. Yeah, that, that, I, I you can flip flop them. I really don't care. Urban Meyer is going to be a terrible coach. Um, there's just no talent on this team. Brandon Cooks is going to get traded. Danny Amendola is thirty nine years old. I, I not literally. I I don't know. Yeah. Flip flop them. I don't really care. The Colts will finish second in this division by default. Um, Carson Wentz will be where this division goes. If Carson Wentz is the MVP, Carson Wentz, they can win this whole thing. And I don't mean as far as division. They can win a Super Bowl if Carson Wentz is the old Carson Wentz.
3: I agree with you on that. Oh,
6: Carson Wentz, Carson wow. Wentz is big time. Everyone giving yes. up on Carson Wentz to me is a fool. This guy
3: had one of the best stretches of football we've ever seen a quarterback have. Agree, it's speedy. I don't know. You saying wow, but I think that coach's team is already complete. They just yeah, need a quarterback, a quarterback that can step in and give them quality starting quarterback play. And I think if Carson Wentz can do that, not only are they a true contender in the AFC South, they're a true contender for the AFC overall and possibly can win the Super Bowl. I agree with you, Tyler.
6: Even with that.
1: the offensive line injuries, though, because there is a lot of them
3: already. You got the best offensive lineman
6: in football. That that holds up a lot of weight. If he plays, the best one right of the best hurt. centers, one of the best tackles, and he's going to play. He's going to play. Carson Wentz yeah. is back. He had the same thing. He'll be back week two, week three. The offensive line is good enough to miss. They him also for have the factor a in week.
1: re-injury, so with that, so nah, anyway. Wentz has already had two bad injuries.
6: Well, not that, but it's actually as Earl said, a birth defense, so it's not really an injury. That's very, uh, what's the word, insensitive of you.
1: No, but he had two major injuries, not related to that either, though. One of which he should have avoided by just sliding into the end zone. He decided to make a run, make a run in the end zone, and then another leg injury. I mean, that's not ideal.
6: No, it's not. But, um, the, long story short, the t- this is the tightest division loop. As long I as Derrick Henry is breathing.
3: Yeah, this, I agree it, with you. I'm not going to spend much time talking about the Texans or Jags. Um, I'm not not going to spend time yeah, nothing to talk about there. I do agree with you about Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz can play at an elite level like his MVP season, you know, before it, before his injury, because he was playing MVP caliber football before right. his injury. If he can get back to that, I think the Colts have a shot at winning this division and possibly representing the AFC in the Super Bowl in LA. I'm, I'm, I'm really big on the Colts because I like their defense. I think their defense is a top five defense in the NFL, mm. and that's, Colts, a so? That's a little high. Coach got a solid defense, Tyler. They got a real yeah, solid they're defense. They're all right. I, I wouldn't put him top five. I like I like I like his weapons also though, Carson Wentz He got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. You know, you oh, still yeah, got, you got you got Pittman. I don't we don't know if top TY, T.Y. Hilton's gonna be healthy because I think he has like a neck injury. Back injury. Yeah. So I they, he's gonna need TY Hilton if he wants to be a legitimate contender in the AFC. But I got the coach finishing second as well. And Tennessee, I think they're gonna be a very, very high powered offense when you bring in the likes of Julio Jones, you pair him up with AJ Brown, and then you still got Chris I mean, you still got um Derrick Henry in mm-hmm. the backfield. So we know that offense will be high powered. I don't believe in Bryant Tannehill as an elite quarterback, but he has such a great supporting cast around him. How can you not succeed when you got Julio Jones and AJ Brown for Crying Out Loud? Because Brian Tannehill as your quarterback. Huh? Because you got Ryan Tannehill at quarterback? Yeah, you got at least, he should be at least decent. You know, I'm not saying he's not elite whatsoever, but because he has such a good supporting cast, he should have a pretty good year this year. And uh, I think Derrick Henry obviously will have a very, very, you know, magical season again, and he's going to play at a high level.
1: All right, uh, Snug says, "In Tyrod, we trust. Come on, the Texans could totally beat the Jags once. Yeah, that was my pick. They will, will win one game this year. Uh, Carl says, how is Carson Wentz big time? Snug says, Wentz is a head case. He lost it and Carson won't Wentz find again. He
6: had a team. Almost, that team does, doesn't win a Super Bowl with Carson Wentz, but Nick Foles wins a Super Bowl. Come on. Now we're just being ignorant. That Car- Nick <laughs> Foles didn't do anything Carson Wentz can't do.
1: Snug says, Trevor Lawrence for MVP and president in 2020. Oh yeah, the Colts are going to get past the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Hashtag Dallas three in a row. Trying oh, to put seven. to put it into context, uh, the, uh, the 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 guests we had last week who came on who came on for our preview show is a big Cowboys fan, and a couple of years ago on the home stretch he made a claim that Dak Prescott would win three straight Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys. He's a Cowboys fan, to put it wow. in context. Wow. <laughs> so I since since Dak that goal. That cool, yeah. <laughs> since then that's the context that'll be forever be mocked. <laughs> All
3: right, Tyler. I suggest we. I think we should go to the East next. We talk about the North last because I like the North a lot. It's a lot of competition in the AFC North. So let's go to let's go to the AFC East. All right, fine. That's
6: fine. I want to do the North first because I want to hear your reaction. So you can do the East first.
3: All right. With the East, uh, the Jets will finish fourth. Uh, I like Zach Wilson though. I think he has tremendous upside. Uh, I like some of the moves that the Jets has made. Problem with the Jets is they had a few injuries in camp. I think Lawson. He's out for the year. Uh, I want to also see what Sawa does now that he's the new head coach of the New York Jets, but they'll finish fourth. Now, to be honest with you, Tyler and Speedy, I've been going back and forth with who I feel like is going to finish second and third. Mm. I've, been, I've been really going back and forth. And that scares me. My final, <laughs> my final, final, final prediction is going to be I got mac and cheese in the New England Patriots finishing third in the AFC East. Uh, I really? think, okay. yes, I think, you know, I still think Mac, Mac Jones. You know, he has a lot to prove. He's a he's a rookie, and we I want to see, you know, what that offense does now. You know, you got Mac Jones now back there throwing the football, but I don't really believe in the weapons that Mac Jones is going to be throwing the ball to, like. Nelson Aguilar, they got uh, Jacoby Myers, I believe, on that team. Nikhil Harry, I don't know if he's still there, but he was there he last year. He wants out though.
1: He's not going to want. He's not going gonna to play. If any,
3: he's not going to play. Okay, I, play. I just really don't believe He'll in play. the in the Patriots. You know, I know they, they, I know they went really, really. They signed a lot of free agents this year. Bill Belichick did something that he normally doesn't do, and they were very, very active in free agency. And I know they got eight guys returning this year that opted out last year that didn't play because of COVID, but. I think their defense will be good. I just don't think Mac Jones is ready to lead a team to the playoffs. And I think the Dolphins are better than the Patriots. Uh, I, I think Tua, he's not good or great, but he's average. And you can win with Tua because I think they have have a lot of pieces around Tua. You know, like, especially on offense, you got Devontae Parker, you know, at the re- receiver position. I like their head coach and Brian Flores as well. Uh, I like their defense. You know, I think they got a a pretty nice defense as well in Miami. Uh, So I think Miami actually is better than New England. But this division starts and ends with the Buffalo Bills. They won the division last year. Josh Allen got paid in the offseason. Last year, he had one of his best seasons of his career. I think that was his best year last year. Uh, He finished second in MVP voting behind Aaron Rodgers last year. I think Josh Allen is a top 10 quarterback and I think he's going to elevate his game this year to another level because you know, he got to the playoffs last year with the bills. He got some playoff experience under his belt. So I expect the bills to finish number one in the AFC East. So that's how I got it, Tyler. I got bills, dolphins, Patriots, jets.
6: You're going to hate me again. (laughs) We almost disagree on this. Everything. So the Miami Dolphins, to me, will finish last. Uh, I think two attack of Viola is the most... Last? Over. Last. Fourth. What? Last. You want the Jets over to... The- what? Last. And what wow. I mean by this, is two attack of Viola, I think, is not going to be what people think he is. I can't see him being that. Um, I get they brought in Jalen Waddle. I get that Brian Flores is an excellent coach. The defense will keep them close. But all good defenses, but on the fault when they're on the field too long, they just tear down over the season. So I think the defense will even give up big plays. Xavier and Howard, I think, gets traded. I think Miami has a monumental collapse.
3: You don't think they can win
6: in spite
3: of Tua? Because I don't, I don't think Tua is elite either. Oh, I think he's in. gonna be bad. I don't think he's good or average. I think he's bad. You think he's bad? So would, would you say Tua is the worst quarterback in this division right now? Yes, I would. Wow, I gotta still, I gotta see what Zach Wilson got. I like Zach Wilson in this upside, like I said earlier. But I gotta see what Zach Wilson got.
6: The only one that would even completely even give me a run, what, I think Zach Wilson's gonna be better than Mac Jones to start. I think Mac Jones' upside is higher than Zach Wilson's. But really? I, yeah, I think Mac Jones, Mac Jones, that Saban tree to me is always gonna get a little bit
3: of a nudge. Um, I disagree with you on that, Tyler. I think that I actually get the opposite. I think Zach Wilson has higher upside than Mac Jones. I but, think Belichick and but, Saban are going to coach that kid up, though. That, that's possible. That's possible. Just like Brady. Say, you don't Mac have to be the most Jones talented just to be the agreed. better. Agreed. Mac Jones, if he's in the right system, he can be successful. Right. But I think I think Zach Wilson is more talented than sure. Mac Jones. Right. Yeah.
6: right. I'll even give him that, that. He is more talented. I think Mac Jones will end up being the better career though. them.
5: Okay.
6: If, if he stays in New England. If New England gives up on the kid, then whatever. Obviously, he's.
3: Fail, but um, yeah. one more question for you about the yeah. office. You don't think with Devontae Parker, you know Will Fuller when he comes off suspension, you know, and like you that? said Jalen Watt, Jalen Watt, Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. he's big time. You know, like you don't think that they, these guys can, you know, help Tua manage the game because I don't think Tua is great either. But you don't think they can help him manage the game.
6: The old line to me is shoddy. Um, yeah. The running backs. I like Matt Breida. I like Matt Breida a lot. He's one of the fastest guys in the league. I can't.
1: Six I... games full are suspended.
6: Nah, okay. You know, who says he doesn't do something stupid while he's suspended? now? Yeah, who knows?
1: He gets so get again. some off-field injury that'll keep him out another six weeks.
6: I, I, I just, I like Will Fuller. He's one of the best two, three slot guys in the league. I, I just. And when I mean two or three guys, I mean like.
4: Second, pure slot options. guys,
6: pure right. slot guys, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I, I don't know. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe Cam ends up in Denver, and kind of how fitting would that be? He goes to Denver and helps the Broncos after <laughs> that strip of Von Miller. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. That, that would be, be funny. I'd laugh hysterically. But um, the Jets finished third. Um, I think Salah is a defensive genius. So all the deficiencies the Jets have, I think the trade for Shaq Lawson was genius. Um, I think that he's going to coach these guys up to be better than they are. Just like he did in San Francisco, he helped a lot of these young corners. I think he's going to help a lot of the young corners in New York. Marcus May is there. He did not have a Marcus May in San Francisco. And uh, you're getting C.J. Mosley back, who's one of the best middle linebackers in football. Yeah, I, I, I like the Jets. Quinton Williams and Sheldon Rankins are going to be scary in the middle. The defense is going to keep them close. Uh, I think Zach Wilson will make more plays than two attack of Viola. That's really why I think the Jets will finish third. Elijah Moore, all you hear is great things about him. I actually dropped Henry Ruggs on my fantasy team to pick up Elijah Moore. Smart. <laughs> um, yeah, I drafted him. I haven't yeah, loaded every receiver, so I took a gamble on Ruggs, but whatever. Uh, but Elijah Moore, I think, is going to have a really good year. And Corey Davis, I think, and him have some chemistry. So we'll see what that is. Um, then you go number two, the Patriots, to me. Bill Belichick is not going to live in this. Tom Brady winning that Super Bowl lit a fire on Bill, on, under Bill Belichick that we've never seen before. Bill Belichick yeah. is now being looked at as you might be. We were always saying it was Brady and you, but maybe it's just Brady. Maybe you had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Which is crazy, but right. people are saying that. Uh, uh, the greatest coach of all time is being called into question. He's going he's gonna to coach this team up. Like you said, they're getting a lot of key players back. Hightower, Patrick Chun. I mean, they're missing Gilmore. But honestly, if you're going to go through a stretch of missing your best player, it's going to be the first six weeks.
1: I think two offensive linemen, too, they get back.
6: Oh, yeah. Skip the
1: season last year.
6: All right, David Andrews is back. I I think Mason, yeah. I'm I'm not worried about New England at all. New England might actually upset the Bills and win the division. Just because the Bills always seem to disappoint when they're supposed to win the division. That was the Beavs, pick. <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to take the Bills and win the division because I think this is a different Bills team. Uh, Singletary is one of the most underrated running backs in the league. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs, top receiver. Emmanuel Sanders is going to be a game changer there. He's one of the best second receivers in the game. Yeah. And that defense is going to be top five. So not worried about it at all. But the Bills win the
0: division.
1: Uh Snug says all the young quarterbacks have upside until they get to the Jets. Then the Jets do what the Jets do and the young quarterbacks and they are never the same. What uh what is wrong with this guy? The Pats D is going to be really good and Belichick will protect Mac Jones. After Josh Allen signed that contract, he no longer complains when he picks up the dinner check. Tua is a mm-hmm. mediocre quarterback. He had one really good performance in college. And Love Guerrero Jr. homers against the Yanks and shushes the crowd. Wish that dude would transfer to Beantown. Uh, Snug, so MLB doesn't have college eligibility rules.
3: Um, I want to say this, too, about Zach Wilson. I like Zach Wilson. Like I said, I think he had a great upside up. I like his talent. The only question I got about Zach Wilson, fellas, is he's going to be coached by Robert Sala, who's a defensive-minded head coach. You know, typically, when you're a young quarterback in the NFL, you want to be coached by you know, the kind of coach that, you know, loves offense normally, you know? And so that's my only question about Zach Wilson. Like, if I'm a young quarterback in the NFL, I would want to be coached by, you know, a coach that's into, you know, offense, more so the defense. That doesn't mean that Robert Sala doesn't know his offense, because obviously he's a great, he was a great defensive coordinator in San Francisco. But if I'm a young quarterback in the NFL, I would prefer to be coached by an offensive-minded coach, because I think they'll put me in... Better positions to be successful. It
1: That's also could mean. matter the coordinator, though, too, because Sean, uh, Sean McDermott's a defensive-minded coach for Josh Allen. Josh Allen's doing just fine with Brian yeah. Dable as an offensive no, coordinator. Balachek Belich- Belich- and Brady. So there are there are other instances. Yeah, and even again, Deshaun Watson. Even though Bill O'Brien was an offensive coach, it wasn't like he was doing all his things in his own scheme uh, more th- more than anything Bill else. Brian's Is it? An idiot. Right, but, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not really – like, his scheme wasn't why Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson would be great on a lot of different teams. And uh, even, again, Trey, you're right to an extent, but I think the coordinator just matters as well, though, too. You just don't want to have a guy that's going to be a basic offensive guy, like uh, the one that's uh, helping out Daniel Jones, which I don't love either one of them, Daniel Jones or Jason Garrett, but, yeah.
3: Yeah, and uh, real quick, fellas, I want to say um, – he said, he said, what's wrong with me when I was talking about the Patriots? I know the Patriots have an elite defense, and I know Bill Belichick is the, arguably the greatest coach in NFL history. But I just don't believe in, you know, the weapons that Mac Jones is going to be throwing the ball to, like Jacoby Myers, like I said, Nelson Aguilar. I mean, they all right. They okay. Um, I like their tight ends, though. I like Hunter Henry. They signed him in free agency, I believe. I just, I just, I got my questions about the Patriots. I like their defense, but their offense, I got my questions about their supporting cast around Mac Jones. That's just me.
6: You want to know why I love New England? I why think Damian Harris is going to have a
3: phenomenal year this year. Phenomenal. He could, he could. Running and, 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 and Mac Jones is going to need him. He will need him for sure.
6: I, I I like the team. I I think there's a lot of guys that they brought in. Aguilar thinks gonna have a good year. I love Kendrick Bourne, and then obviously you got the two tight ends. We know what that does in New England with two tight ends.
1: If Hunter Henry's healthy.
6: Even so, Jonu Smith by himself. I like Jonu Smith. Yeah, yeah. I
1: like Jonu Smith.
3: Let's go to the North. Oh,
6: all right. All right. So Tyler wanted to yeah, go first for the, the North. Yeah. He's
3: trying to get out of here on time. He's not playing around with him. <laughs> nah, I'm just. I'm, I, the East is cool, but I'm really, really interested to see your order for the AFC North, Tyler. I want to I hear this. All right.
6: Feel free to chime in as I do this. Robert. Okay. So, dead last. Remember, this 14. Dead last, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got the
3: Steelers and
6: last? Last. <laughs> last. Last. What? I last.
1: didn't even get a kick out of that
6: one. <laughs> dead last. Unbelievable. Dead last. You're not a Bengals fan, are you? No. No, I'm not. But I think the Bengals will be more competitive than the Steelers.
1: We're not from your neck of the woods, Trey. Even though even, though even even though my <laughs> best friend at college is a Bengals fan. <laughs>
3: if he was a Bengals fan, I would understand him putting the Steelers last, but you're not even a Bengals fan, Tyler. What? Thing. Hold on.
6: Hear me out. Okay. I think, I think I've think i made fair points all day long, right? No? Yes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I would say so. I would okay. say so. All right. The offensive line is crumbling in front of our eyes. Big Ben is almost 40. He just came off Tommy John surgery. Juju's proven he's not number one. Claypool goes up and down as the season progresses. Martavius Bryant's gone. AB's gone. Le'Veon Bell's gone. Nigeria Harris, we don't know what he is yet. Everyone projects him to be really good, but we'll, we'll see. Offensive lines tend to make that difficult for a running back. Uh, Benny Snell Jr., is he really going to be a difference maker? I don't know. I don't think so. And then yeah. you go to the defense. Defense is okay. Um, Devin Bush is okay. bad. No, they got elite defense, Tyler. They, they, mm. they, they have a – hold on. They have elite talent. T.J. Watt, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, Devin Bush yeah. – uh, yeah, I blush. love Joe Sherbert, but he's not elite. Sherbert's they got, they, a very solid player. They but, still got Cameron Haber up front. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All I'm saying is good offenses help good bad defenses. Agreed. Bad offenses kill great defenses. So that great defense is going to crumble because they're going to be on the field a ton. They're going to get smoked by the Bills to start the season. Big Ben's going to air it out. His arm's going to get shot. And you're not even into week two yet. You're only <laughs> yeah.
1: one to start the year. Buffalo improved their pass rush, too.
6: <laughs> yeah, I, listen, man. I, Ed Oliver is going to eat that old line up alone. So I, I have the Steelers fourth. I do have the Bengals a close third. To be honest with you, I really I realistically think the Steelers will finish third. I, the, just the pure audience of being like, oh, oh. The Steelers are last. Oh, my God, this guy's on drugs. Get him off the set. That, that, that's why I do it. Um, but the Bengals, honestly, I think the Bengals' offense is better. Um, Joe Mixon's a top five, seven running back in the league. That receiving core is one of, if not the best in the league. Joe Burrow's a stud. He would have won rookie of the year easily if he didn't get hurt. So we'll, we'll, we'll find out what that defense brings. As long as that defense is average, they can finish third. They can finish second. It, it, it's just. No
3: way in hell they finish second. Uh, hold on. We'll get to. We'll get to. We'll, we'll, we'll hold on. Hold that thought.
1: Eli yeah. Apple's on that team. That defense won't be average. <laughs> no.
6: Hold on. No, that say defense he was on was like top 10. So don't He was say good that. for
1: half a season with no, the but
6: Saints. But the Saints was. It was a top 10 defense. How are you going to say okay, no?
1: Okay. So, and he was only good for that half season.
6: I agree. Second, I do have the Ravens as of now, but Lamar Jackson can easily play them in the third. He's not a quarterback. He has yet to prove to me he's a quarterback. J.K. Dobbins is gone. They don't have really a playmaker on the outside to help Lamar Jackson improve his quarterback. His best wide receiver is Mark Andrews. He's hurt in and out of the year. And the offensive line, losing Ronnie Stanley is a killer. A killer. Made, or I'm sorry, Orlando Brown. It's a killer. A yeah, I didn't killer. like that trade. I didn't it made like no that. sense.
1: Didn't yeah, tra- you they, 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 they trade they tra- no him to a rival? They traded him to the Chiefs because he wanted to be a left tackle. Yeah, and with Ronnie make Stanley sense. there, he's not going to be a left tackle. But but, but I, I got
3: to give you a little pushback though, real quick, um, Tyler, because you said Lamar. You know, you don't really believe in Lamar. Well, you know, Lamar as one NFL MVP. You oh, know, because yeah, we've never
6: seen a fluke win MVP before.
3: I'm I'm just saying, I, I, like I would I don't think that Lamar is elite because I think he needs to develop, you know, as a pure pocket passer before I can say that he's elite. But I'm not going to act like. Lamar Jackson is like a bottom-tier quarterback because that's not the case at all. He's a I mean, he's an elite
6: he's a, an elite playmaker. I'll give him yeah. that all the time. Yeah, he's as elite quarterback. Player. He's not winning football games for
3: you. He's not. As but I'm running know back
6: and quarterback. He's winning games for you.
3: Yeah, but I know. But after re- listening to your you know picks so far in the AFC North, there's only one team left. Oh, the Cleveland hey, Browns has... the division. He's... Yeah, you got the Browns, but I don't believe that Baker Mayfield was calm down. The Calm down. Wait. Don't
6: say uh, anything. You're triggering oh, him. Oh, you're oh, triggering him, hold Trey. On. Hold what? on here. You're telling me Lamar Jackson won MVP, but the most accurate passer in the division can't? No. Odell I'm... Landry, Austin yeah. Hooper, Donovan Peoples Jones. I love Donovan Peoples Jones. David Njoku. Everyone forgets about Njoku. Then you got Chubb and Hunt, and that's the best offensive line in football by I far. I agree. Come on. If uh, Baker doesn't at least finish in the
3: top five in MVP this year, there's something wrong. About, look, let me. We'll get to that in a minute. Cause so you got you got uh, Browns, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, right?
6: Realistically, it's Steelers and Bengals, but to piss people off, I'll say Bengals,
0: Steelers.
3: Okay, here's mine. I got the Bengals at four. Mm-hmm. I, um, I actually do believe in Joe Burrow though. Like I, I like Joe Burrow. Before he got injured last year, I was very impressed with Joe Burrow. And his play, you know, I live, I live here in Cincinnati. So, you know, I hear Bigel fans. Yeah. yeah. I live here in Cincinnati. So I heard Bigel fans all year last year before the season talking about how they were so excited about Joe Burrow. And I had to give it up and say like, man, Joe Burrow actually is pretty good. But I still got my questions about the Bigel's offensive line, Tyler. I don't think they're going to be able to protect Joe Burrow. And then, you know, because he, you know, got injured last year. I think it's going to be a little bit, you know, passive in the pocket. You know, when you come off injuries like that, you're passive in the pocket because you don't want to get injured again. And so I think he's going to be passive in the pocket. I do like the receiving core. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, you know, you got Higgins. You got, um, you know, Jameer Chase, if he can learn how to catch the damn ball. Oh, I, like he'll be Joe, fine. I like I like Joe Mixon as well. I believe he's a top 10 running back in the NFL. He's definitely a playmaker, you know, at the running back position. But I got my questions about the Bengals defense. Now, when you talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> I do agree with you that the Pittsburgh Steelers will not be a playoff team this year. So I know Steelers fans are gonna go crazy because you're gonna say me and Tyler are crazy because we don't think the Steelers right, are a playoff team. Steelers,
6: blah, 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 blah.
3: Yeah, but sorry, I agree Bradshaw, with you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I agree with you, Tyler, because there's it's three reasons why I don't believe in the Steelers. One, you mentioned it earlier. Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think you can be a legitimate Super Bowl contender, you know, let alone a playoff team, with Big Ben as your quarterback. I think his best days are behind him. I know last year he had thirty-three touchdowns. I think ten interceptions, right. but he got off to a nice start last year, 12-0? but down the down the stretch of the season, he didn't play very well. Nope. And then you combine that with the fact that they have a very very questionable offensive line. I think that's a recipe for disaster for the Steelers. But I do like Claypool um, as one of the receivers that he throwing the ball to. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's inconsistent. He's not a number one receiver at all. He needs to stay off TikTok. He needs right. to focus more on the field. But I like Harris, though. They're a running back. They drafted Alabama. I like Najee Harris. I really, really do. And I like Mike Tomlin as a head coach. I think right. when you talk about the best head coaches in the NFL, I think about Sean Payton. I think about Bill Belichick. You know, I think about Pete Carroll. You I think to Mike, to Tomlin, to Mike Tomlin deserves to be in that conversation, fellas. He's never had a losing season like at any point in his career. So Mike Tomlin is a great coach in the NFL. But, again, I just think Big Ben being old and their offensive line issues, being where they're at, and then the competition in the AFC North will be tough. Like, there's no easy games in the AFC North for no. the Steelers. Even when they play the, even when they play the Bengals, yeah, it's yeah, going to be yeah. a battle. So you know, those are my reasons why I think the Steelers will finish third, second. I like the Cleveland Browns. I got the Cleveland Browns finishing second. What? The, yes, I got the Browns second, man. The, <laughs> I Colors got the Browns Michael. second. Cut his now, 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 listen, Tyler. Tyler, <laughs> it was, it was tough for me. It was tough for me because the defense I know, alone. Huh. The defense alone, you should put them first. The defense is loaded. I know they got Miles Garrett deep now too. They got Miles Garrett, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. They got Clowney as well. Okay, they they brought in Troy Hill from the Rams in free agency. You know, you still got you know Greg Newsom back there at the last. top ten safety. I mean, corner.
1: They got both both LSU youngsters from last year back. Well, Williams and Delpit. yeah. Yeah. The Browns are loaded
3: out there. They had a great – they're going to have, you know, a nice season. Don't disrespect Baker Mayfield. That's the last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> and, then, and then offensively, they got a ton of weapons. Jarvis Landry, you know, Odell Beckham is going to be coming back off of injury last year. So, you know Odell's going to be motivated. You still got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you know, as a, a nice running back tandem to hand the ball off to. Don't do it. But the problem I have with the Browns Don't is – Don't do it. I really don't know if Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I, I, I got to do it. I got to do it, Tyler. I don't know if Baker Mayfield is trustworthy enough to lead them to being the number one team in the AFC North. I Get think Clarence they have the I need listen, Clarence. I know. Don't, I don't, listen to this, Tyler. I think the Browns have a more complete team than the Ravens. But because of the quarterback position, they're putting Lamar Jackson insert, first. If you insert any quarterback in the NFL that's an elite quarterback on the Browns, they would be a favorite in the AFC and in all of football. Not just listen. If the if the Browns had, let's say, if they had Russell Wilson, oh. we would say they're better than the Chiefs. That's the only question that I have about the Browns. Can Baker Mayfield play at a high enough level? for Them to get to the playoffs last year, he had 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. You know, his first year under Kevin Stefanski, this will be his second year under Stefanski. So, being in this second year in this system, he should play well. But I got to give the edge to the Baltimore Ravens, and I believe they're the number one team in the AFC North, Tyler. Because this now, year, I, I didn't say anything, huh? <laughs> <Nah. laughs> I'm not saying a word. I'm okay, okay. Like, they brought in some weapons for Lamar. Who got Sammy? They got Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is a reliable receiver. Yeah, not if, even if he, Lamar Jackson and him in stride. Yeah, Sammy Watkins. Um, you know, you still, you still got Rashad Bateman. You know, he, he's, he's going to be out for three weeks, year.
1: though. First three weeks.
3: Yeah, he's going to be out. But um, um, you know, at, t- at, at the tight end posi- position, you still got Mark Andrews. I don't like them losing J.K. Dobbins though. I hate the fact they lost J.K. Dobbins. I really hate that. They, they brought in Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell was over the heel. But
1: they rushed for 150 yards against the Steelers, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. They'll bring it sure. back just for that game.
3: But you still got Hollywood Brown, you know, there as well. And defensively, I think the Ravens got a very underrated defense. I like their secondary. You know, I like, you know, the players that they got at, at, at sec- in, in their secondary. You know, you still got, you know, Marcus Peters you know, in their secondary. I like them up front as well. Brandon Williams, you know, Calais Campbell. So I think the Ravens are the team to beat in the AFC North. And then at the head coaching, you know, head coaching, I like John Harbaugh over Kevin Stefanski.
1: He's more proven.
6: You're right. You're definitely right about Harbaugh. Harbaugh's probably the second best coach. I mean, you could argue he's the second best coach in the AFC.
1: Tyler, you, but, but you mentioned you want to bring out Clarence. I don't know if you really want to bring on Clarence. Trey, you remember this all too well when he said Lamar was better than Deshaun Watson. Yeah, so, what? I'm, yes, Clarence well, actually said that. said that. Oh, dear God. He said that. He so said I don't know that. if you really want to bring on Clarence. Never mind. He said Lamar
3: was better than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> so, I so you are the wise and the wise guy. I walked off all the right. set. I walked off the set, but. I would have walked <laughs> off the show forever. I <laughs> wouldn't be able
6: to talk to the guy after that. I
3: can not believe he said it. Like, what? Lamar better than Deshaun? Absolutely At what not. But, um. Football?
6: That's what or I see. Or at, or like, uh, getting a massage therapist. I, I don't yeah. understand. That's what oh. I see. It. That's the I thing. <laughs> but we agree that about too
1: Steelers.
3: much.
6: No. Is that too
1: soon?
3: No. It's been like six
6: months. Don't
1: worry.
3: worry I've been saving that joke forever. <laughs> but, uh, Tyler, we agree about the Steelers underachieving, but we disagree about who finishes first. I got the Ravens. You got the Browns. What I have them both we, in the playoffs. But Browns and too. Ravens. Me too. I do got them both in the playoffs. What you think, Speedy?
1: I have the Browns 1, Ravens 2. Uh, both. I think they're like separated by a game. I think I had the Browns 12 and 5, and I had the Ravens 11 and 6 as one of the wild card teams. Steelers kind of average like a 7 and 10, 8 and 9 kind of team. And the Bengals last, I still don't trust their defense either or their offensive line. But I do agree with you guys on the receiving core. The Browns actually, uh, we did our preview last week, so I can say this now. The Browns actually are my AFC Super Bowl pick, though.
6: Wow. Mr. Yeah. Larkins, I have a quick question for you because I have a couple side bets that I'm very not nervous about, but I just want to reiterate to everyone that might be watching that I'm not nervous. How many wins
3: do you give the Steelers? How many wins do I give the Steelers? I would say the Steelers finish like 8-9. Mm. Okay.
6: Because my bet is the Steelers won't win nine games for 100 bucks.
3: Mm. Um, I would take... Yeah, I would take the under on that. Like I, said, I, think yeah, that I, AD, I agree. I was like nine
6: wins. Yeah, they are winning maybe I, one in division, so fine. I
3: take yeah, that bet because I think the I think the the Browns are going to finish somewhere between like ten and seven or eleven and six, and the Ravens are going to finish like I think the Ravens going to be at least you know twelve and five or thirteen and four. We'll see. But question, fellas, have you guys forgotten about how great the Baltimore Ravens? Rushing attack is? Like, they got one of the best. They got yeah, they always find running random
1: running backs. They always do every year. Yeah, they, they got one of the yeah, best you
3: know, rushing attacks in the NFL. That's why I believe they're
6: going to be the number one team. I agree the that NFL. they can run the football, but somebody's going to put Lamar Jackson in a box and say, throw the football, kid. And he's going to look at him and go, I can't. I can't. And he's going to run again. Yeah. I, and that's <laughs> a joke. That's not a shot at him. If you know what Lamar Jackson did in the playoff game, you'd understand what I just did. So uh-huh. don't call me going,
0: hey, hey, because he's
6: a black-grant bit. No, that's not why. It's because he literally looked at the receiver and said, I can't throw the ball to you. That, that's why. Snug so that yeah. says,
1: Tyler is currently in a bromance with Baker Mayfield. I
6: saw that. I Snug, I don't know what you're doing right now, but get, stop eating cupcakes and <laughs> leave me alone.
1: Um, Cowboys, Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bengals. Uh, Carl says, meanwhile, U.S. soccer is losing to Honduras and are wearing the ugliest uniforms. Hell cares. And they have some bad kits slash uniforms in the past. And Le'Veon Bell, second string now. Carl, is actually on the practice squad for right now. But who knows? Again, they might just reactivate him against the Steelers and he'll rush for 150 yards. No,
6: he's going to be on the roster. I, I, he sure. probably, he's, he's, he he has he has probably is. I,
1: yeah, that's why I think they're going to end up easing him back on the practice squad for, just for the time being. And trust two running backs and the multitude of tight ends they put in the backfield to be fullbacks and make that kind of thing work. Because now they have three of them now that they lost the uh, the best fullback in the league in Juszczyk. Yeah. Who lost Juszczyk? The Ravens, like, two, three years ago. <laughs> dumb. They, had, they had Juszczyk, yeah.
6: <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so Mr. Larkins, now that we're transferring to the NFC, do you want to start in the East or do you want to start in the West?
3: Actually, I was going to say let's start in the South. Okay. you All right, Mr. Larkins, you take this away. Okay, so in the South, I got the Carolina Panthers finishing fourth. Um, you know, I really, really don't really know what I'm going to get from Sam Darnold. You know, I think he, he, this is a new situation for him. You know, n- new environment being in Carolina now. So it's a fresh start for Sam Darnold. If he can play, you know, at a, at a decent level. Maybe they can be uh, a seven or eight win team, but I really don't believe in the Carolina Panthers overall as a team. I like Christian McCaffrey. You know, he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. If he can get back to playing elite football, then I think he can take some pressure off of Sam Darnold, and they'll be able to rely on McCaffrey to get them a few wins. But I don't really believe in the Panthers whatsoever. Third, I got uh, the Trey. Conference.
1: Before you go, before you move on, our second guest. Has arrived, uh, Gerard from the from the overtime show in Alabama uh, has joined us today. He wanted to join us for our preview show, but could not be uh, be a part of that. He is covering high he covered high school football on Thursday of that. So uh, Gerard let's, let's introduce you. How are you doing?
2: I'm great. I'm great. How are y'all
1: doing well? So we were just going through the uh, the NFL previews. Uh, so they made all their AFC their AFC picks, um, but. Trey was just about to get to his NFC South picks, but let, let's get to your AFC picks first. Uh, what do you think about? I know you're a, I know you're a Patriots fan, so maybe you want to do the AFCs first if you want, or last, or depending on the order. Uh, they did all theirs already. So, what do you got?
2: I, I honestly, I, I didn't. I was listening to some of it before I hopped on, and I, I really don't hate a lot of of what y'all were saying earlier. I, I don't Thanks. necessarily start with the AFC I don't necessarily I have I'll put it this way I'll put it this way I have a very cautious what's going on in New England right now with the entire situation with the with the free agency and with Belichick just in general essentially the talk was that Belichick was basically like a year off last year I don't think that we're in a situation where right now we can we can uh, sincerely dodge the Patriots on a regular season basis because Mac and Cam split a lot of those first-team reps. Now, as we go forward in the season, Monday, uh, the game on Sunday against the Dolphins will show us a lot because the Dolphins, I believe, are really well coached. The AFC East, to me, is still the Buffalo Bills to lose. I still think the playoffs can include the Patriots, but in a more of a wild-card form. In the North, I, I like Mike Tomlin. It's one of those things where I don't love the Steelers, but I love their coach, and in in Cleveland, I like their coach. I like their quarterback. Ish love the rest of their roster. Um, it's and so I Take disrespect I, to me I, in the in the North. I still I'm still a big fan right now of the of the Steelers and the Browns to really kind of uh, jockey for number one, and uh, and the Ravens there probably as a as, as a possible wild card team, and then out west, obviously it's, it's the Chiefs to lose, and in, and in the south. Who the hell knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> probably, uh, probably Tennessee um, and whatnot. So, it, it to me, I, I think there's still a lot of questions to be answered. We'll get a lot of those answers in Week One.
3: Yeah. So you got the you got the Ravens finishing third in the AFC North. I do. I do. Um, I, I think that
2: there is a pullback this year. There's one of those things where I, I mean, oh, I losing your running back. I, I just think that they. They're they're putting a lot more on Lamar Jackson's shoulders, and I just sense it's it's almost like a stock, just a slight pullback. But that division's so tight, where I think that that, that pullback will be enough to where you'll start to, you'll you'll feel it enough in Baltimore, where I think the difference between seed one and seed three, or position one and position three in that in that North, will be maybe two to three games. And I trust a little bit more the Steelers and the Browns in those two to three games and I do the Ravens. It's the guy that's got the Super Bowl, I and mean, obviously Tom's got one too. To me, that would be, the, would be the most competitive division on the high end.
3: Yeah, see, for me, I, I just think when you look at the AFC North, uh, I don't really believe in Big Ben Roethlisberger this year. I know he had 33 mm-hmm. touchdowns, 10 interceptions last year. But I got questions about whether or not Big Ben can lead a team back to the playoffs. I don't think he's an elite quarterback anymore. I think his best days are behind him. I don't really trust the Steelers' offensive line, like I told Tyler earlier. And then, again, when you don't have any, a good offensive line, you're going to have to rely on Roethlisberger to drop back to pass 30 or 40 times per game. And I think that's supposed to be for disaster at this point in his career. Then when you look at the Cleveland right. Browns, I love the Cleveland Browns roster from top to bottom. I think they have they have arguably the most complete team, not only in the AFC, but in the NFL overall. But I don't know if I trust Baker Mayfield just yet to win the AFC North. I think they're a playoff team Crazy. in the AFC. Yeah. Right? But I don't know if I really trust Baker Mayfield. And so when you look at the Baltimore Ravens, I think the Baltimore Ravens have, you know, more questions answered than the Steelers and the Browns, you know, overall, when you talk about who's going to finish you know, at, at what number in the AFC North will we ranking these teams. So I think the Ravens are one. I think the Browns are two. And they are a playoff team. Right. Tyler, before you go crazy, I got the Browns as a playoff team. And, suspect, I feel, and I think the Steelers finished finish third. And I also believe it's a possibility that the Bengals might even steal a game from the Steelers this year. All
2: right. I, now, I do like it. I do like it. Uh, what do you think about the, uh, about the East overall?
3: Go ahead, Tyler. You can go ahead. You can start off from that one, Tyler, about the AFC
2: East.
6: Uh, before you guys back to the AFC we, we want to jump
1: to the NFC. Right, talk about the AFC East, I believe. Before before you guys move on, yeah. I just, just want to uh, mention, uh, Gerard. This is uh, this is Trey Larkins who hosts on our on our network, Wise Guys. Yeah, he, uh, he's joining the show. Awesome. Trey, uh, this is Gerard uh, from Overtime uh, Sports Show in Alabama. Does a lot of great work with that. Uh, and uh, Gerard, for your information, the reason Errol is not here tonight, uh, he actually just got surgery on his labrum. So he is not. Oh wow! Yeah, so he he was able to do the beginning of the show, but not the whole show. He's just not not in the condition to do it right now. So if you're wondering, that's where he is at at the moment. And uh, just, well,
2: I, I appreciate the heads up, and obviously he'll be and and uh, thoughts as he
1: wish for a speedy recovery on his end. Yes, uh, he is listening, so I'm sure he I'm sure he heard that or hear it in just a bit. Uh, so yeah, uh, AFC so AFC East is where you guys were at.
3: Yeah, AFC East. Tom, you go ahead, Tyler. Um, I had Bills,
6: Patriots. Jets, Dolphins, from first to
3: last. So, so he got the Jets finishing even before the Dolphins. Two is awful.
2: Oh. I, I don't trust two at all.
1: Garrard, you're not gonna like that as an Alabama guy. What do you think about that? The
2: division's hard to figure out because I don't know anything about the Jets. I just don't. I don't know about Zach. I don't know about Zach Wilson. It's I, to me it, that that division is gonna come down to coaching. And I trust three of the four. And and I don't know about Robert Saul.
3: Yeah. That's crazy. That, I trust that, Robert Saul. Yeah, but that's what I was saying earlier, that's too. I said in the, in the East, you know, I think this division, obviously, is the Buffalo Bills division to lose. They're the favorites. They got to the AFC Championship game last year. You know, Josh Allen had the best season of his career last season. So I think they're going to finish first. This is where me and Tyler part ways, though, and disagree. I got the Dolphins' guard finishing second in the AFC East. I don't believe in Tua, though. I, I, like, 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 like I said earlier, I don't think Tua is a bad quarterback, but mm-hmm. I don't believe I don't believe he is an elite quarterback either. But I really, really like the Dolphins team, and I think yeah. they're well they're well coached by Brian Flores. But when you look at their team overall, offensively, you still got you know. You got Jalen Waddle. You know, I think he's a big-time receiver, you know, from Alabama. You got Fuller, who's on a six-game suspension, but when he comes back, he can contribute. And then, you know, you you got Devontae Parker as well. So I think the Dolphins can win in spite of Tua, but, you know, I don't think they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender because they don't have a league quarterback, but I think they can be a pretty good team in the AFC East. So I favor them over the Patriots slightly. Patriots will have a great defense. I just don't believe in Mac Jones just yet. I gotta see more, you know, in the regular season, you know, you know, before I believe in Mac Jones completely. But I do know they have the greatest coach in NFL history and they got eight starters returning back to the lineup. So I think they're gonna finish third and I got the Jets fourth.
2: I see what you're saying on um on Tua and I have a little bit of a different take on Tua. Just just I know you two don't know my background. Speedy kinda does a little bit, but I I grew up an Auburn fan. Obviously being in the business that I've been in um it's kind of it, take, it takes the fanhood out of you so to speak because when you're covering these teams on a week to week basis but so I didn't really grow up an Alabama fan so I didn't want anything to be colored by my Alabama, some Alabama bias that doesn't exist but the thing about Tua is I, I think that because of last year was just so weird um I think we'll see a, a, a more of a bounce from Tua this year and kind of one of those I don't know who the odds, the Vegas odds, about who is you know the favorite to be the most improved player, but whatever two his number is, I think that would be a, a, a decent bet. I think we'll see a, a bit of a jump from him. But what I really love about the Dolphins is the fact that they got him, Jalen Waddle. They obviously still have Devontae De Parker, and they're coached by Brian Flores. And so obviously you have the goat in New England, but Flores learned right at the heel of Bill Belichick. So to me, it's one of the situations where with Doug McDermott in, in Buffalo. This, like I said this this will be a division that I think will come down to coaching and then obviously the second domino is your quarterback a rookie in New England a essentially I mean given the fact that this is his first full offseason and whatnot essentially a rookie in in, in uh, miami which I know he's he's not technically but um, I'll put it so in, in a full offseason sense and then a beast in Buffalo and and, and uh, John and Josh Allen, who I think could compete for the MVP. So it, it's going. It's uh, t- to me, obviously, the best quarterback in the division is Josh Allen. To me, the best defense will be a Belichick led uh, a Patriots defense, and um, and and overall roster construction is Miami, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, see, even like, to Tyler's point, last year, fellas, if you remember, in late game situations, yeah. they were. Switching out Tua for Ryan Fitzpatrick—it tells you everything you need to know about how they even view Tua. And then I believe I'm a big believer in where there's smoke, there's fire. There's rumors about the Miami Dolphins wanting to trade for Deshaun Watson. Well, that's not a rumor; they just don't want the fans to kill them. That's why they're not right, doing it. right, right. And so that's why I say even Brian Flores in the Dolphins organization—they don't even believe in Tua quite yet either. So that's to Tyler's point, like, and I understand why he feels like they will finish fourth, and I get what you know how he feels about you know tool. I just like the Dolphins team. That's what I told Tyler. I just like the team overall.
6: I if the O line was better, I'd probably agree with you. And why'd you leave Kyle Van Noy? Like, why why'd you cut him randomly? Now, that that was a little weird to me too. They did
1: trade for and McKinney though. So
6: yeah, but Van Noy knew Flores in New England, so it's not even like I I don't won't buy into your system thing. And New England picked him up almost immediately. Right, like, they did. Like he didn't even probably get out of Miami's arena before getting a job in New England. So, so I I can't I I don't know I my I'm not blaming Brian Flores at all. I think Flores is great. I think that's gonna be the well coached, the most well coached division in all of football. But uh,
2: hey, we'll find out. Guerrero, who, who you got? Who you got in the South? In the South, it's one of those situations that I honestly really, really like the Carson Wentz move to Indianapolis. I think that he is is a perfect fit there. Obviously, the the main storyline being his reuniting with Coach Wright and in Tennessee – does Arthur Smith leaving really have a void for Ryan Tannehill? We saw what Tannehill was when he didn't necessarily have good coaching. We saw what he was when he had great coaching, and he and he was a different monster. It'll be between the Titans and the Colts, in my opinion. I think, honestly, Houston and Jacksonville will be two of the worst teams in all of football. Um, agreed, agreed. And so it'll be between those two teams, and I like Carson Wentz a little bit more than I like Tennessee without – uh, uh, um, Arthur Smith and without having uh, Tannehill with his with his main guy, obviously they got Julio Jones there now. Obviously they still got Derrick Henry there, yeah. uh, and I still honestly believe that that Coach Rabel might be best coach in this division. So between those two teams, and they'll play each other twice, so we'll, we'll get a, a chance to see it. Um, Indianapolis is weird because you just don't know some weird things that come out in that camp about the vaccination statuses and everybody else of so if they were to have a game postponed or they would to have, you know, a, a situation where, uh, whether it's forfeit or postpone or some kind of situation where Carson Wentz or somebody important goes into the COVID protocol, I believe in them a lot less, um, obviously. But um, to me, it'll be between uh, Indianapolis and Tennessee. And in my opinion, standing here today in the preseason, I like Indianapolis because I've seen Carson Wentz I've seen Carson Wentz do it and get to a high enough level with that guy as his coach, with Frank Wright as his coach, and I think that he'll be able to create that magic once again. And um, and I mean, let, let's 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 think about this. Last year in in the playoffs, the Colts probably should have won that first round game against the Bills. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They and so and so they and they and when they didn't, it's like you it felt like you were kind of a quarterback away. No disrespect to Phillip Rivers, he'll, he'll be a Hall of Famer. Which you know, uh, by the way, this is just a, a side note. He's in Alabama now coaching. And my man's already two and zero. He's coaching that little small school down south in Mobile. He's already two and zero his coaching career, and uh, he's got a game tomorrow. So uh, shout out to Phillip Rivers. But I, I don't think it was. If a he Phillip loses, group. you can
6: never mention it again.
2: <laughs> done, fun and done. I have no ties to that school, so it's a really new school. And and honestly, it's it's, it's got it's it's. Brought a, a lot of good publicity to that school down south. They're about five hours away. It's it's a it's a long trip from here. But uh, when I said Philip Rivers, first thing I thought of was I've been covering I've been covering him in a different sense in the last six months than I have in the last thir- thirteen years. But Gerard right.
1: uh, has he screamed at the refs yet? Like he did as a player?
2: <laughs> I've only seen I've only seen pictures from his games, and I haven't seen him scream yet. But it's probably because they won that first game like forty nine and nothing, and they they won last week pretty easily. Once Man. they get to competitive games. The, the shots of him screaming—I'm uh, pretty sure we'll we'll, uh, we'll hit it really quickly. Um, For you you got the coats over the Titans in the South? I do, I do. Um, yeah, I, I, I like I like uh, what Indianapolis has done, and I do think that there that there is some magic. Now, I put a caveat in there and say if there is even one you know issue with with COVID with them, it'll break them. And uh, and just like that, uh, I think Tennessee takes um, is, is the favorite in that division. But as of right now, fully healthy. If they could play all, if, if I can get a guarantee on the front end that Carson Wentz will be healthy, or after, you know at, off the COVID protocol list for 17 games, I like the Colts over the Titans. The Guerrero, that's what we we don't know if Carson Wentz going to be healthy. He just had
3: foot surgery a month ago. See, this listen, is why they're I mean, listen, playing though. the the offensive the, the 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 Tennessee Titans. I believe they're the favorites in the AFC South. Anytime you have a receiver tandem, AJ Brown and Julio Jones. That's going to be one of the best receiving tandems in the NFL, and you still got Derrick Henry in the backfield. So if you stack, you know, eight or nine in the box, you know, you can go over the top to Julio Jones or AJ Brown. If you if you don't, then you can hand the ball off to Derrick Henry, and no one wants to tackle Derrick Henry in the open field. And so
6: can tackle Derrick Henry
3: exactly. And then when you look at the Indianapolis Colts, I do like the the coach team overall. I think they have you know, arguably a top five defense in the NFL. I think Tyler disagree with me about that, but I like their defense, you know, with Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner up front. And offensively, you got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. You know, you still got Zach Pascal, T.Y. Hill when he comes back from his back injury. You know, I like the Colts team. My question about the Colts is Carson Wentz health. You know, durability right. is the biggest issue I have with Carson Wentz. And we know best, best ability is availability. If he's available, I think they'll definitely compete with the Titans in the AFC South and possibly win the AFC South. But because of his health issues, I got a favor the
2: Titans over the Colts. All right. Before- I, we think the Colts aren't as deep as the Titans, and so that's, that's where I will agree with you there. Uh, by all accounts, it sounds like he's coming post-surgery into a good space. Uh, it looks like mentally, feels like mentally, he's in a good space as well. So, yeah, taking all that into taking all that into consideration, I, I do think that we'll we'll get a, a more like the Carson Wentz that was on the verge of an MVP, more so than what we've seen last couple of years.
1: All right, before you guys move on, I'm just gonna read some of the comments. Uh, Errol does thank you, Gerard for Gerard for the uh, for the the warm wishes on the. Surgery. Uh, Snug says, go figure. 500-year-old dinged-up Big Ben isn't that good. Bengals win the Super Bowl. Uh, we all wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, Anthony Carragher saying, Tyler is back on WWSRN with an exclamation point.
0: <laughs> I
6: can't believe that guy's a lot.
1: And uh, Errol says, You earned it. Uh, Snug, uh, Snug going at it with uh, some weird stuff with Errol. Uh, <laughs> Errol, I love her like a fat kid loves cake. Looks like in the Mighty Ducks, always said LMFAO. I love Gerard, Errol says. And uh, Errol wanted to mention, he has the Titans winning the Super Bowl this year. Against... Uh, the Super-
2: wait, 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 The Super er- Bowl?
1: Errol had the Titans winning the oh, Super Bowl in Lord, our review we did last week.
2: Wow. 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 I'm not that crazy. Well, What's their future number as far as uh, wins, losses in Vegas? Anybody up top their head? It's not, not really that important, but, man, 11, Super Bowl, I'm sure you can get a good number and on a half. Ten and a half? Okay. I'm
6: guessing. I, I mean, that division
2: should be like 12 and a
6: half, but who knows.
2: Exactly. Exactly. No, I, I honestly, as as a dark horse pick, I, I really don't hate it. You know, uh, the AFC is going to be rough. Um, with uh, obviously with the Chiefs back and with the Bills, um, Titans in the Super Bowl, My, Errol. You know, I, I hope that uh, I hope that works out for you. And, and honestly, I I think it'd be worth uh, a, a dollar or two
1: putting
3: there. He, <laughs> he, he, defensively, they got to get better though. They got to get better on defense. The Titans.
1: Yeah, he says dark horse for sure, and I like to have fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like questions.
1: Uh, Stug says so. Earl has officially jinxed the Titans for the twenty one twenty two season.
6: All right, boys, are we ready for the NFC, or is there an AFC thing we didn't touch on again?
3: Nah, let's get to the NFC, Tyler. I'm I'm, kind of, the, the, I'm ready to talk NFC as well.
6: All right, Mister Larkins, you were in the middle of explaining why uh, you had Carolina fourth.
1: Yeah, Carolina fourth, and I think you were going in Atlanta being third. Yeah, I had Atlanta being third. Um, you know, I like Kyle Pitts.
3: I think Kyle Pitts is a big-time talent. He's a generational talent at the tight end position. But, you know, I really don't believe in the Falcons' defense. I think Matt Ryan still is a good quarterback, but not elite quarterback. So I got the Falcons at third. The Saints are going to finish second in the NFC South. You know, the, Drew Brees, you know, is no longer the quarterback for the Saints. And so Jameis Winston, Winston, because – he has been a turnover machine in previous years. I got my questions about the New Orleans Saints. I like their team, though. You don't know, like Alvin Kamara in the backfield. Michael Thomas, if he can come back and who? get his act together. You know, at Kamara, you don't. You, Who's he's the like, other no, guy? Huh? Who, I know who Alvin Kamara is. Who's the other guy? Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Who's that? If he come back, if he can come back, if he, <laughs> back, if he, if he two years ago he, he broke the receptions record. Put some respect on Drew Michael Brees, Drew Brees broke that reception.
1: Bridgewater was quarterback for six games, though. I mean, that's but
3: uh, I, I like the uh, Saints second and the Bucs, You know, obviously, was reigning NFL Super Bowl champions. They're returning all twenty two starters to their team. I think they're going to be the number one team in the NFC South, and you know they'll be at the top of the NFC again. You know as well.
1: Um, where, where do you put Carolina in that mix? Well, uh, that, Trey uh, actually already had him last uh, not before him you just came on. Him literally before okay. you just came on.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I think I think I think a lot of that is is I, I'm on board with a lot of that. I think uh, I honestly like Tampa Bay at, at one. I do think that we'll see a bit of a pullback with uh, with New Orleans. I'm I'm not sure. I, I'm. I like Sean Payton as a quarterback. I like Jameis Winston probably even better than or more than a lot of people like Like Jameis. There, there is something about the, this, this entire Saints run that that feels a little bit like it's it, it, it needs it's going to come back a little bit. The team that I like, and it's a weird team to like because they'll find ways, they'll invent ways to disappoint you, is the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to make a big bump up this year. I like them at number two. And then uh, followed by, I think Carolina's going to have a really good year, too. And it's gonna be a little bit more competitive than most people think. I think that Carolina will still wind up fourth, but not too far away will be New Orleans. I like New Orleans third, Carolina fourth, but it, I, I honestly the their records won't be too far away from one another.
1: Interesting. Atlanta second. That's a that's one we haven't heard before from really anybody.
2: So Atlanta's third mm-hmm.
6: to Trey. Mr. Garrard just had him what second? Second. Yeah. I yeah. have him dead last. Okay. <laughs> I am dead last, and here's why. Mike Davis, we've yet to see if he can be a full-time running back for a full season. That offensive line is going to be putrid. And uh, Matt Ryan's going to get traded. No. Matt Ryan's going to go. Bye. Goodbye. New coach. You're going to get a new quarterback in the draft. Trade Matt Ryan. Uh, His contract's up either this year or next.
1: I think it's next year.
6: So the team that gets him will have a solid starter, and there's going to be a team that needs it. Denver. Uh, Indianapolis might go calling if Carson Wentz gets hurt. Um, who knows? Maybe a surprise team comes up and one of the young kids aren't playing well and they're like, ah, we need Matt Ryan to coach you. So that's fine. I have Atlanta fourth. Uh, I do think Carolina will be third. New Orleans will be second. And then Tampa Bay is going to win this division. They might actually go 18-0. Ooh.
2: Um, as, 17 a, as a, and a Tom Brady fan, I hope you are so wrong. I do not want to see a team that I root for or a player or a coach that I root for go undefeated ever again, sweating bullets in every playoff game. And Listen, uh, I'll just uh,
6: there's, there's one quarterback that's done it in our lifetimes, and it's the same guy that's on this team, so it's
2: very possible. Exactly, exactly. And I remember I remember that ride and every single game with that ride. And and uh there's an element to this team that kind of kind of feels like whatever Whatever – I know that they have the bona fides. They have the ring. They got the Lombardi. So th- this won't be an apples-to-apples comparison. But do you remember that year when the Eagles got, like, everybody? They dream team. <laughs> exactly. And like I, said, I know that this Bucks team is not that team as far as they have the bona fides. They have the ring. But it does feel like it's a little too good to be true. I know if, if anybody that would trust in all of sports to after a championship – to get the team's heads right, there's a very, very, there's a small list of people that I, I trust to do that. Uh, one being Michael Jordan, another being Nick Saban, and one being Tom Brady. I, I, there, there's a there's a certain element about this team that feels that feels a little too good to be true. I personally would think somewhere in that maybe 14-3 realm, and one of those losses, I think, was go- is going to be to Atlanta.
1: Guard, you brought up the the 2011 team. I just want to I just want to say, even though the 2007 Giants, as a Giants fan, was obviously the best I've I've seen upsetting the Patriots. 2011, yeah. just because of those circumstances of the Eagles supposedly having that dream team and then yes. the Giants winning the division that year, and then just going to the Super Bowl as a nine and seven team and winning it, like that yes. just it just felt so good to get to the Eagles like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it was, especially especially when you can wave around dream team because I mean, if you're going to invoke. If you're going to invoke a nickname of any team, it cannot be that one, and then you perform that way.
1: All right. Before you guys get yeah. on to the next division, I'll just read some of Snug's comments. Nobody believes in anything about the Falcons after the last Super Bowl. Whoa, uh-
6: Speedy Pete, hold on, Snugs. I got a gripe with you right now. List of people I trust: Speedy, Tyler, and through are used to trust Gerard until the Falcons think. Hey, whoa, wait a minute. Why am I behind Speedy? Speedy listens to me. I don't listen to Speedy. People I don't trust.
1: The beef. Speedy's dog. Princess of Pickle Loaf. The monarch of Monterey. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He also says Matt Ryan is 700 years old. How is is he still upright in the league is under investigation.
6: Anyway, so Mr. Larkins picked the South. Uh, Mr. Gerard, I'll afford you the same luxury. Do you have a preference in what division we do next?
2: Uh, let's, let's go to the North. It's been a lot of noise in that division.
6: You can even give your takes first.
2: All right. Uh, obviously I'll go with green Bay one. What I will say about this division, I think this division kind of like what we talked about, uh, in the AFC in the AFC, uh, uh, South is I think, or as far as the AFC North is I think this division is going to be really competitive. I do like Minnesota. It's probably the most most improved team in this league or or in this division. I feel like Green Bay number one, yeah, for sure. Um, I think Minnesota will will take that next step up, depending on what Chicago does with their quarterback. I love, I love, love Justin Fields. I don't know if he's ready right now um, to to really make that next leap, but whenever he does get on the field, I do think that he'll that he'll be obviously uh, he'll be a a, a athletic uh, upgrade, obviously from Andy Dalton, even though he doesn't have the experience, doesn't have the snaps. Um, Detroit is going to Detroit, and I, I just. That, four wins five wins probably is their cap um green bay i think their i think their cap is about 11 i know they last year they won 13 went 13 and 3 i think their cap this year as far as wins goes about 11 in the chicago you know obviously they, they went eight and eight last year and so i think that they can gain a game or two um i like green bay one i like minnesota two i like the bears three but once again that that gap between two and three i don't think is very large um obviously I give it to the, the best quarterback in that division will be number one. But as the season goes along, we'll see these young quarterbacks take, take those steps and we'll see them mature. We'll see them, you know, get older and get better of the ones that I think will play well, Mac Jones, because of his situation and Justin Fields, because I like Mac Nagy in, in his offense for him. Um, now the rest of the team will have to play a little bit better, especially on defense, but you know, I, I do trust that side of the ball, but I think they have enough on offense to give Green Bay some scares. So I still like Green Bay at the top, Minnesota 2, Chicago 3, Detroit 4.
3: I don't know if you and Tyler know this. I know Speedy knows this, but I am a diehard, and I mean diehard, Packers fan.
6: Oh, boy. Okay. All and right. so
3: um, this division won't even be close. <laughs> the Packers are going to run away with this division. Ah, okay. This division <laughs> is similar to, similar to the AFC West. And I think the Packers are going to win this division by at least three or three games at least. Oh, wow. I got the Packers finishing at least – I would say we'll finish 12-5, 13 – maybe 13-4 and this year. Um, Second – I do agree with your order, though, Guerrero. I got the the Vikings second in the division. I got the Bears third. I I think the Bears are making a mistake, though, not Mm -hmm. starting Justin Fields. I've been on record saying that. I think Justin Fields, he gives the Bears a better chance to win – and they have a they have an awful offensive line. Their offensive line is not very yeah. good. So if you don't have a very good offensive line, what is something that can you can do to offset that? You can have a playmaker at the quarterback position. So yeah. I think for the Bears, I think they should have started Justin Fields, let Justin Fields gain some experience early in the season. That way when you get to the to, to midseason and later on in the season, you know, he'll already pretty much have the training wheels off and you can pretty much let him play. You know, as he as, at an elite level as he wants to, but I got the Lions finishing last. But I, so I, I agree with your order. I think the Vikings, you know, with Cook in the backfield, you know, and, and Kirk Cousins, they'll be second. But I think the Packers are going to run away with this division.
6: Uh, it's my turn, right, boys? Yes, that's right, Mister Larkins. The Packers don't win this division.
1: Oh. What? Ooh. Oh boy. <laughs> Now, did you just do that because he? Wow, to they're going to finish dead last. <laughs> wow, dead
3: last. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh man, I can't dead last. No way, no way. You got you got to be messing with me.
6: <laughs> no, I am. I am. I, I am. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just teasing. Uh, the Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers sadly will win this division. It's probably the easiest division in all sports. Um, now the problem here is. Two and three are interchangeable. The Lions are fourth. I actually think the Bears will finish second, and they got a shot to be a playoff team if Justin Fields gets in there soon. If Andy Dalton flutters around for three weeks or four weeks and, uh, you know, wins some games, their season's going to tank later on when they play good teams that are in a playoff spot. But I do think that the Packers win this division easily. Uh, I don't think the Packers, by any stretch, are a threat to win a Super Bowl this year. I think there's a lot of gaping holes in the team. No, that that I'm serious on. But, like, I don't see anyone dethroning them. I don't trust Minnesota. Mike Zimmer's on his way out. Kirk Cousins is god-awful. Uh, Dalvin <laughs> Cook is all right. All okay. Right. I, got two five I got two back. questions.
3: <laughs> I got two questions real quick before no. we move on from the north. No,
6: Arrow, the NFC East is not easiest. It's going to be competitive. They're just not as talented as the Packers are.
3: I got a question real quick for you guys before we move out of the north. First mm-hmm. question is: I was listening to um, Get Up this morning, oh. um, and they were talking about the Bears, you know, quarterback situation. And they were talking about like if Andy Dalton doesn't play well or if he gets injured, who do you go to? You know, as the second quarterback on this team, like who should be the second string quarterback? And Greeny, Mike, you know, Greeny on ESPN. He suggested that they should go to Nick Foles. Oh, God. And, yes, wow. he wow. yes, he suggested they should go to Nick Foles. You know, over Justin Fields. No, because he's saying if Justin Fields isn't ready, you might as well put Nick Foles in there so he can be kind of like a punching bag. Hmm. You know, you know, because they're going to get so much pressure. You know, because their offensive line isn't very good. What do you guys think about that? That's I think
2: dumb. that that only works in one situation, legit one situation, where you would put uh, Foles in there instead of Justin Fields. And that's if Andy Dalton gets hurt in that first game. Because I don't want my, my rookie quarterback, his first game being against uh, the LA Rams and the best defensive player in all of football and Aaron Donald. That will be the only case that I would put in Foles ahead of Justin Fields. Um, outside of that, no. I think it's a ridiculous take. I, I think that it uh, Fields has to be your, your number two he, He's shown that he can handle it in the preseason It is the preseason but I'll put that in a proper perspective But no, there, there, there's no way That you go to Nick Foles I, I know he's got a Super Bowl and an MVP um, But no, it, it, it to me It's Justin Fields' time To step up once that Position is going to be relinquished In a lot of the same ways that I think the Patriots are trying To hand off that baton Between Cam and, and Matt Jones it just Matt Jones just went up and took it in a, in a way that I don't think that Justin Fields did in Chicago, which is fine, not a problem.
6: I don't think, Matt but, Jones, I don't think um, Justin Fields didn't earn it. I think that Matt Nagy never intended on him starting this year for anything.
3: Likewise. I think, well, I think Matt Nagy and the Bears made like, some type of promise to Andy Dalton when he signed with the Bears that they were going to start him at quarterback, but I think that's a bad decision. I think you got to ride Justin Fields right now, and I think if you let him play early in the season – he can gain some experience, get his feet wet, and by midseason, you know he could be playing, you know, good football, yeah. and they could possibly football. be a playoff right.
6: team. Now, here's the other thing: you got to remember, Matt Nagy doesn't do something this year; he's fired.
3: Like, Agreed. He
6: can't keep his job. Yes. So, Andy yeah. Dalton and Nick Foles are the more—I want not say secure, but they're the—they're the safest options. Yeah. You—you you gamble on Justin Fields; he goes out there and throws up a dud. You're looking around, going, "What the hell do I do now?"
2: Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. Kind of like
6: know, Sean McVay too, because I I'm not thinking Sean McVay is going to get fired in L.A., but if this Matt Stafford thing doesn't get him a competitive shot at the Super Bowl, people are going to start looking at him like maybe Belichick did expose you.
2: So I agree with that. Yeah, I with that. yeah. I mean, they they haven't been the same since that Super Bowl. No, he hasn't
3: yeah. Uh, so my other question, real quick, well uh, before you move on. Trey, before
1: before you get to that, I just want to read some of the comments. Uh, okay. Ben, uh, ben says the Packers will win the Super Bowl. Uh, Trey, for your information, Ben is also a Packers fan. as Packers well. Packers won't make the Super Bowl. In our, in our he's been in, a, job, in, our sec- in our comment section for a long time. I'll
6: bet you both a hundred bucks right now <laughs> they don't make
1: the Super Bowl. Aaron responds, uh, no, but no. Snug wife has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl. Just joking. I have them coming out of the NFC, but they will lose against the Titans in the Super Bowl. Snug <laughs> says, I'm really so happy if my wife won the Super Bowl. I just won the game. From Cater- I'll just watch the game from a catered suite. Uh, ben says go pack go. <laughs> Snug says Lions go versus Go Pack Bengals. go. Lions versus Bengals Super Bowl. It's gonna be epic. LOL she- targets and bears, oh my. <laughs> uh, Errol says LOL she can leave me to feed her great to the cakes. LOL. NFC East the e- NFC East is the easiest Tyler. Uh Snug no, says fake news, not. NFC East is the best because it has the future Super Bowl champions, the Cowboys. <laughs> Duh. It is a terrible uh, Errol says a terrible division Tyler, the NFC East. Uh, the
6: NFC East is a terrible division, but they're all competitive with
1: each other. Errol says, "Lol, how would I bring in Snug's cat to start for the Eagles? They need a quarterback." Snug says, "I'm sure the, that Nick Foles loves the idea of him punching the punching being the punching bag for the Bears. My cat wouldn't have any worse than what they've got. Uh, I'll have my cat get agent in the morning." Uh, ben says, "The Packers go 12 and five. Who's getting
6: <laughs> naked in the morning?
1: Uh, his cat. I'll have my cat call and get an agent in the morning.
6: Oh, that's not uh, ben, what I heard at all.
1: Ben says Packers go 12 and 5. And Errol with a nice pun. LOL, he has to claw his way back into their lineup. Uh, Trey, also, by the way, uh, Gerard is pronounced Gerard, not Gerard. It's Gerard. Would you oh, leave okay. Trey
6: alone? Okay. He's trying to figure out how the hell his camera works. I know, right? <laughs>
3: I know, right? Um, <laughs> actually, my other, que- my other que- We're going to do our Super Bowl predictions too, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I- I'll say my question. It's mainly for it's mainly for Tyler, so I, I Yo, say man, my don't punches. I Do we, want the question now. Not because because it's about it's about the Super Bowl predictions and overall of the NFC. Because you said my Packers don't have a chance. No way. No, no
1: way. Okay. So, Aaron so that Rogers means doesn't re-
6: play good in the playoffs.
3: We, that, that's not true.
6: That's not true. Aaron- don't say that now. <laughs> Come <Uh-oh>. on. How <laughs> many home games is Aaron Rodgers? Trey, this make, is what happens you're
1: when, when you South Baker Mayfield. Now, now he's coming at your guy. <laughs> I know. Now right? you because Aaron I insulted Baker Mayfield.
3: Now he wants to come for the great Aaron Rodgers. Come on, great now. Aaron Rodgers. Oh. My, we, we, we'll, we'll get, we'll, my question: I wait till we make our predictions because I want to talk about the,
0: the
6: great Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, oh. the great Aaron Rodgers that hasn't won a fourth quarter leading or beat trailing behind a team that has a winning record. That Aaron Rodgers? Oh, Oops. have you forgot about
3: Aaron Rodgers throughout the years? How he carried the Packers? That why he broke the, his what? collarbone? He, he carried them to the Quite. playoffs and in the playoffs. What is he hasn't had a top ten defense? He had, they had a good defense last year, but before last year, he hadn't had a top-ten defense in years in So greenback. the Packers things what pisses them off. Okay. I'll remember this.
6: The, pa- <laughs> the Packers wow. are – can you send me some cheese?
1: <laughs> if, if, if somehow it's a Packers and Browns Super Bowl, this is going to be some oh, wow. feud with you two. Oh, man.
6: If the Packers <laughs> end up in the Super Bowl, I'll come out right now and say Aaron Rodgers is probably
3: top-ten quarterback all time. Uh, but he already is. Ben says, he is
6: not. Ben, he already is. No.
3: Sir, from, a cash, from a talent perspective, there's never been anyone greater than Aaron Rodgers. What talent? Talent. Who's Dan better? Dan Marino. De- de- come, he could even win. He could he even, can even win a Rodgers. Come on, Aaron already got one. He got uh, one. Yeah, he should have more than one. I agree with that. But it's not his fault all why right, he doesn't.
6: Fine. Then John Elway. John Elway. It's has also not Dan Marino's fault either,
1: though.
3: Dan Marino is all- all-time great, but he's not. John Elway. But right, but his team weren't good either, and he won two. Where are we going next, Speedy?
1: Uh, but we're just going to some comments quickly. Uh, Again? A couple more.
3: Oh, that's true. He's not even the best quarterback on his own franchise in history.
1: <laughs> uh, er- Errol says <laughs> number you, two quor- quarterback Brett in the Favre league. Brett Favre is
6: better than Aaron Rodgers.
3: Brett Favre better than Aaron Rodgers. Are you serious? Yeah, hell yeah, what? He is. What? <laughs> y'all know, do y'all know how many many times, as a Packers fan, Brett Favre has broke my heart? He's broke my heart multiple years. How many smiles he bring you, though? More than he's broken your heart. Aaron Rodgers actually calms me. He makes – I'm calm with Aaron Rodgers. You're calm with him breaking the collarbone because he's too did, afraid to throw the ball downfield? Did you forget what Aaron Rodgers told told me and other Packer fans to relax and all he did – all he did was, you know, lead my Packers to the postseason. Then, then he said, run the table. Remember that? Run the table. Right. And Hold he, on. It, That's it, the greatest postgame speech I've ever heard. He's, he ran us all the way to the NFC Championship. That's game. even better than Tebow's speech. Come on now. Aaron
1: Rodgers is big time. All right. Errol says number two quarterback in the league. LOL. Remember that take referring to Baker Mayfield. Benz gives his Super Bowl pick. Packers over the Chiefs. Uh, ben also says Favre is better than Favre is better than Rodgers, and Ben is a Packers fan. Keep that in mind. Uh, Snug says Brady over all others, all hail the goat. Uh, t- Tom Errol Brady, s- uh, yeah. <laughs> Snug says uh, Tyler. Tom Brady over all others. Yep. Errol says Tyler, you're on drugs. Super Bowls don't make greatness. That's the team. I never team.
6: said Super Bowl did. I and, said he's similar in arm talent. Anyone twice. Uh,
1: and uh, Trey, I'm sure Ben uh, Ben's commenting on something that you've said for a while too. Uh, Packers front office is the problem. <laughs>
3: Exactly. But, just, but I like Ben, but he said that Bar- Farmer's is better than Rogers. That's not true. So before we move on, speedy, real quick. Um Guerrero, right? That's Gerard, so, now- Garrard. Speedy. Garrard. And, uh, my, my bad,
2: bro. My bad,
3: bro. Bad, bro.
1: Garrard.
2: Who you got? Farmer Rogers? Uh between those two, pure talent, it's it's Aaron Rodgers. Pure pure talent is it's Rogers. To me, he's probably like you said, uh Marino's up there. He's probably one of the probably to me top five all time. Uh, best as far as arm talent goes, he's a more efficient quarterback, and efficiencies that that's been exposed a little bit more. So now, because turnovers are what get you benched, like Jameis Winston, and you know, Favre's had a few of those years where he you know he, he liked to throw the ball to the other team. Between Whoa. those... timeout,
6: Brett Favre did not throw interceptions because he didn't read defenses. Brett Favre threw interceptions, and Mr. Larkins, I'm disappointed in you. I don't know how old you are, so maybe that's the problem. But Trey. You are not a fair Packers fan. He threw interceptions because Brett Favre said, I'm Brett freaking Favre. I'll put the football there.
3: And, and I think it, that's what hurt him. That's but Aaron Rodgers
6: goes, I don't want to throw this right now. Oh, sack. Oh, I don't want to throw this right
3: now. Bah, broken the, collarbone. the number one, oh, job, as a quarterback, the number one ah. job as a quarterback is to protect the football. Why do you think Jameis Winston's is not in Tampa Bay anymore? Because he couldn't protect the football. Not because Jameis Winston can't throw the ball, but and because he they can't bring protect in. the huh? greatest quarterback of all time. No, I know, but I'm saying the reason why they let him go was because of he can't protect the football. Jameis is much younger than Brady. If Jameis Winston was able to protect the football, the Bucs could have won a Super Bowl with him, but he can't right. protect the football. But,
6: but we Brett can move ball on for Super Bowl just as many as Aaron Rodgers has. So where's the where's the correlation here?
1: Snugs says Tyler if you have drugs can I buy, please buy Absolutely, some.
6: Snugs. <laughs> uh,
1: Absolutely, Snugs. Uh, also says Talent Rogers guts farve. Uh, Earl says Tyler will say farve LOL idiot. Uh, Snugs says hey Winston is a 30 30 guy. That would be super cool if he played MLB. I actually think he got a minor league baseball contract somewhere uh, during during his uh, first year in the league or something like that. I'll look that up later. Uh, Errol says... Well, he, was, he,
2: was, he was a really good pitcher. He's actually, he's actually from Hueytown, Alabama. I know he,
1: he I, I know he actually played baseball at Florida State, but I actually think he got a minor league baseball contract. Is too. that
2: why he stole the crab legs?
1: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> no, he, no,
2: that, that, that happened in Tallahassee. <laughs> but I, won't, I won't love it. But <laughs>
1: uh, Errol says, how old are, or Tyler, how are you, Tyler? LOL, are you kidding me? How old were you where he was at the top of his game?
6: Probably five.
1: <laughs> and Ben says, Six. "I'm agreeing with Tyler. Did hell freeze over?
6: <laughs> it is. It is actually very hot in here, so it might have very well over it's
1: Okay, so hot. you guys have East and West left.
6: Let's do. Let's do East next, fellas. I think the West the best division. Yeah, I the no, it is. Oh yeah, it's gonna it be is. a drag out fight. It, yeah. Let's do. Let's do the East now. All well, right. you, go, you go first, Tyler. Me." Yeah, you go oh, first. Right, thank you. I wasn't even prepared. Oh, God. Dead last will be the Philadelphia Eagles. Here, listen, I'm not. I, that offensive line is aging. There's cracks. Lane Johnson's starting to get hurt. Jason Peters is gone. Brandon Brooks is constantly hurt. Uh, Jason Kelsey's a stud. He's also about as old as dirt. Doug Peterson's gone. Right or wrong. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I don't think he's it. Miles Sanders is great. He's fantastic. But I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be able to survive the beating. And then defensively, yeah, you've got some good players up front. I don't think it's enough. I I just don't see them winning a lot of football games right now. Because this division is competitive, they'll stay in a lot of games at home. They'll stay in against the Cowboys, Eagles, and uh, Giants, and Washington Redskins, or football teams. Sorry, everybody. And then, you know, I don't see them winning games they shouldn't win. Then three, and this is where everyone's going to get all, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, how do you not have the Cowboys win? The Dallas Cowboys' defense is awful. Micah Parsons is going to get blamed for a lot of it. That's not true. Jalen Smith don't want to be there. They have no corner or safety help whatsoever. Outside of Marcus Lawrence, do you even have a pass rush? I don't see them stopping the run a ton either. I, I just, I have a million questions. Your second best pass rusher you haven't even brought back. Alvin Smith is still yeah, out of the league. The offensive line is aging. Travis Frederick's replacement—I don't know who he is. Zach Martin is constantly hurt now. Tyrone Smith will miss games at some point during the year. Lyle Collins is overrated. Zeke's overrated. Dak Prescott hasn't thrown a ball in a year and a half. No They'll actually.
3: lose by three touchdowns tomorrow night.
6: Yeah, the three touchdowns. It's yeah. going to be like fifty-one to seven. <laughs> that's the that's the score I have. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I've been saying it for like a month now. Tom Brady's yeah. going to roast them like a Thanksgiving turkey. So, that's fine. Um, and, and, and yeah, they'll put up points. They'll get a lot of garbage yards. I no. can't see the Cowboys winning a lot of games.
3: Ricky Stacks.
6: He's Jack's going to be a great fantasy option, don't get me wrong. Um, the Giants will finish second. Uh, I believe Saquon will be fully healthy. Daniel Jones will be the reason they don't win the division. The offensive line I don't think will be as bad as people think. I think it's going to need improvement. I think it will be below average, not awful. Saquon will be a top five running back as usual. I like the receiving core, and the defense was top ten last year. Second year, Joe Judge is a good coach. They'll, com- they'll compete in a lot of games, and again, they're a quarterback away from being a good team. Not a great team, but a good team. And then the Washington Redskins, or Washington football team, whatever the hell we call them, they win this division. I think they'll win it by a few games. The game over 500, maybe even 10-6, and six, or wait, it would be 9-8. and eight. So, yeah, it would be 10-7. and seven. So, that's how I have it. That defense is elite. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to do enough to not lose football games. Antoine Gibson's insanely overrated. I mean, underrated, sorry. That offensive line is great. And you've got a top-10 wide receiver that no one speaks of in Terry McLaurin. So, they've got everything you could possibly want.
1: Uh, before whoever goes next, A- Errol says, NFC East, worst division in sports, horrible. Snug says, hmm, the NFC East, Cowboys, Cowboys, Washington, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys. Uh, Errol says, starting quarterback for Philadelphia, your own cat lover himself, Snug the Hairless Ass. Uh, he also says, Cowboys win Thursday, bank on it, Vegas. I don't know if he means. Who what? said that? Errol, I don't know if he means he's winning straight up or they're going to cover the spread. I'm not really sure on that. Uh, Saquon, they're not covering Orwin in the game. Saquon, how about you play a game before you have in Barry Sanders? LOL. Uh, ben says Eagles, Cowboys, Washington football team, Giants all tie for dead last. And Snug says I'd love to start for the Eagles. Maybe all they need is the power of the cupcake. Earl's hairless comments aren't fact; only his fantasy. And by the way, I was I, I was partially right. Jameis Winston actually was drafted into Major League Baseball in 2012, but he never actually played a game for the Texas who drafted Rangers. Him? Oh. Texas Rangers. Go figure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So who uh, Gerard, I guess you're next.
2: Uh, yeah, my order is gonna be the exact same, but the the one thing out the one caveat that I'll I'll put on this, number one Philadelphia is is like you said, it's is horrible. To me, Washington is the best football team. I honestly don't agree with what Robert Rivera did to quarterback. I really like – I know it's a, it's a one-game sample, but I like Heineke in the playoff game. I thought, you know, this is a guy you can roll with. And I, I like him, one, that defensive line, obviously, uh, probably uh, gave Brady the most uh, pressure that he felt, that he felt all – that entire playoff run last year. That D-line coming back will be insane. I agree with 1,000% on, on Terry McCormick. I think that this will be the year where he – where he makes that huge step as far as on the outside world, as far as like the people who don't follow football will know a little bit more about him now with a good quarterback throwing it to him. As long as Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't get interception happy, they should win this division, you know, pretty, pretty handily. Um, I like Joe Judge a lot. Um, He's one of those guys that I I think can, he can, he can coach you to a few wins if you kind of get um, that parallel there. To me, the Cowboys are going to be third. It is going to be one of those things where I think they're going to be disappointed but to me it's kind of where they are and i that defense is horrible and to me that Brett Scott can only throw you out of so many games they don't have they have a, they have a lot of talent but they don't have enough they don't have chiefs offensive weapons to where right. they can go and give you 38 every week and that's what they're going to have to score it feels like they'll uh to be able to, to keep up i mean remember this division all all this all three teams the the giants the cowboys and the eagles all had a had a, had a plus minus or a point differential uh, under 70 minus 70. And the only team with a positive differential was Washington at six, two field goals or one touchdown to extra point. So this is a, this is a division I think we'll get a little bit better in that regard. Uh, but still it, it's, it's a terrible division. I think one, two, three, four stays the exact same. Um, but I do think Washington, as far as, in comparison to the rest of the NFC, it won't look as bad as it did last year with a 7-9 team going into the playoffs. I think they'll have a winning record, and they'll be a little bit better. They'll give uh, – I mean, obviously, they gave Tampa a, a threat in the playoffs, in the playoff game they had. But to me, this is this is Washington's uh, – their defense, their coach, got a good quarterback now, uh, top receiver. Um, it, it'll be 1-2-3-4, just like it fell last year, uh, in my opinion, with, with these four – um that battle for second and third will be a distant first okay fellas I disagree with you even though I don't really believe in the Cowboys
3: I think they're going to be a little bit better than what you guys have them projected to be I got the Eagles finishing fourth we agree there I don't think the Eagles are gonna be very good this year uh, I, I, Nick Sirianni give me a break I don't think they should have ever fired Doug Peterson I don't think he, I didn't think he deserved to be fired in my opinion uh but I don't really believe in the Eagles overall I think Jalen Hurts you know, it, I think R.A. City is going to be the starter. I don't even understand what the debate was about because I think he should have been the number one starter from day one in Philly. But uh, I got the Eagles fourth. Um, I got the Giants at third in the NFC East. Uh, I still got my questions about Daniel Jones. I got my questions about their offensive line. And I think in order for Daniel Jones to be successful, he's going to need a healthy Saquon Barkley to hand the ball out to him. So we're going to see what Saquon Barkley has in store for us, you know, coming off that injury from last year. Uh, I like their coach, though. I actually like Joe Judge as a head coach in New York. But I just don't know about Daniel Jones, you know, as a franchise quarterback that you can build around. And this is where we disagree. I think the Washington football team is going to finish second in that division.
0: Mm -hmm. Although
3: I love their defense. They have an elite defense And I like Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, you know, he's the best coach probably in this division. I know Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl, but Mike McCarthy had the luxury of coaching the great Aaron Rodgers. Rivera got the Panthers to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton. And Cam Newton, you know, he was good in his prime. But Cam Newton's never been an elite passer. So I think Ron Rivera is the best coach in the NFC East overall. And again, I like their defense. I just don't trust... Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I don't know if he can lead the Washington football team to the top of the NFC East. I know they won last year by default because, again, this probably is the worst division in the NFL. But I got the Cowboys finishing first, fellas. I think at some point, the Cowboys have to meet expectations. And the offense is led by Dak Prescott. And if Dak Prescott is healthy, I believe Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the division, and he has a great supporting cast around him. Amari Cooper, he's not a top five receiver. I know he said the other day he thinks he's top five. or No, I think he actually said he thinks he's the best receiver. He says the
1: he's the best and he hasn't proven he's, it yet, which is kind of contradicting himself. The
3: <laughs> in the, he's not close to being the best receiver in the no. NFL, but I'll say he's top ten. I like C.D. No, Lamb's... I, I like C.D. Lamb's upside, you know, as a receiver. You still got Michael Gallup there. You still got Ezekiel Elliott, and I think... Bringing back Dak Prescott, I think Ezekiel Elliott will have a better season than he did last year. I think Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott, they both go hand-to-hand. And they both need each other for the Cowboys' offense to be successful. Their defense is awful, but I think they're going to put up enough points to be able to outlast the Washington football team. But I do think it comes down to those two teams.
6: I just want you to understand, you picked the worst Defense in that division to win it. I don't believe in
3: Fitzpatrick.
1: Snuck says boo boo. The Cowboys will be first and third in the division. Errol says, Hey, how about I tie a cookie to Dak ass and Snuck can help him find Tom Brady cupcake. LOL. Snuck says, Could we get On Miami Super Bowls could, come to Dallas? Could we get Miami up here to have help Earl around Long Island when he heals up? Uh, fake news. They're they're going to both win. Uh, referring to if the Cowboys and Cowboys played in a playoff game, which is my my comment. Uh, Errol said heels heels can only mean your cats are playing with, or playing between your legs. All right,
6: all right, enough. Uh, how about all I
1: right. tie the cupcakes to Speedy's ass so you could have fun with it, with that like his dog did? Oh. Stuck, Stuck says, All right. Stuck says, <laughs> Look, like the mer- meds are kicking in. Munch, uh, Errol says, Munch, 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 LMAO. And sure, uh, Stuck says, Sure, I'd love to see you tie t- tie a cupcake to Speedy's ass. And I have this to say, Trey, but before we, before we move on to the west, the I'm cowboy's so exceeding expectations. Did you go in a time machine? <laughs>
3: I mean, at some point they got to be expectations, right?
1: Why? That's the high, most overhyped team every year. <laughs> I agree. Yes, exactly. I,
3: they win the division by default. That's just how I do feel. Do they win
1: it with a losing record?
3: They'll finish probably like ten and seven or nine, like nine and eight or something. Uh huh.
1: All right. What we think is the best division in football? I think a lot of people think the best division in football. The NFC West. To round it out,
6: We're, I want to do this one a little bit differently. Okay. I want us all to do four. So, Trey can go first, and then Gerard, you could go, and then I'll go. Gerard. I said Gerard. You said Gerard. No, I did. I I apologize. (laughs) So, uh, we can do – so, I'll say, all right, Trey, who's finishing fourth? He'll give his answer. Then Gerard can give his, and I'll give mine. Because, you know, it'll Also, just go one by one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. All right. You two are both guests, so rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, I'll go first, bro. i go, bro. i go first. Oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to
3: compete. Trey, to come. My bad, my bad. come on, let's go. Come on.
6: <laughs> no, oh. no, that's fine. That's, I can't even see it live at all. He did rock, and Trey didn't do anything, so I guess that I means he lost. <laughs> I oh, he got, got me. He uh, got me. Yeah? So my pick, you go first.
3: <laughs> all right, so Trey, who's finishing last? I got the Arizona Cardinals finishing last. I think this division is a very, very tough division. But, you know, this is a make or break a year for Kyler Murray, fellas. I think Kyler Murray, you know, I, I, like his, I like his talent, but he hasn't gotten the Arizona Cardinals to the postseason so far in his career. You know, his first two years, he has 46 touchdowns, just 24 interceptions, uh, you know, through for over 7,600 passing yards. I like Kyler Murray, but in order for me to love Kyler Murray – as a quarterback, you know that you can build your franchise around. He needs to get the Arizona Cardinals to the playoffs. They bought in some veterans like AJ Green and JJ Watt. I don't think either one of them have much left in the tank. I know I love oh. AJ Green, and I don't. I really don't. I don't think they have much left in the tank. Uh, and, I, and I don't really. I really, really don't believe you know in the Cardinals head coach. I really don't. I don't. I don't believe in their coach. Um, I don't really believe in Kingsbury. I really don't. I got a fourth. Fourth,
2: I, I got San Fran. Um, wow! I, yeah, really? Yeah, I think that they have built themselves into a what I think will be a future Super Bowl contender. However, there there's a lot of questions to me about. We talked earlier about Carson Wentz, and how you can't trust that health. There's a lot of things about Jimmy G that I can't trust either, and his health being one of them as well. This is a team's health. Yeah, exactly. And this is a team that got decimated by injuries late in the year last year. Um, I, it's one of those things where I never, obviously, wish ill health on anybody, but I, to me, that they've been they, they, they've been kind of floating around um, as a team that has all the talent. Game one, and then by by game seven, eight, nine, you're like, who is this football team? They were this close to winning a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, beating Patrick Mahomes and, and the Chiefs. But I think that they take even another step back this year. They went six and ten last year, and I think that they're somewhere in there, maybe seven and ten. Uh, uh six, six and eleven. Um, yeah, I, I I don't like San Fran. I don't think their quarterback will be ready yet. Uh, I I'm, I like Trey Lance. I think he's a good talent. I like Trey Lance in the same way I like Justin Fields. Good talent will be good, but in 20, 2021, he's not there yet. San Fran to me is fourth. I'm not big on Garoppolo
3: either, but he's twenty four and eight, I believe, as a starter. They win yeah. with Garoppolo for some reason.
6: That floored me. That floored me.
1: <laughs> it's a close division. I mean, no, this, it's going to uh, be. Close. Uh, I actually
6: I have Seattle finishing last.
1: What? Wow. Yeah, oh,
6: you got Seattle finishing last? I do, too.
1: I do, too. I agree with him on this. The offensive line
6: is bad. It's bad. Yeah. Russell Wilson's going to be MVP caliber. We know Carson and Penny are good. I like them. You got DK and Tyler Lockett. That's insane. That's special. I even like the tight end they've brought in, Gerald Everett. If he's healthy, that's going to be solid for Russ, too. I think the defense will be better than people think. I think Jamal Adams is going to go back to being a top – Five, ten defensive player in the league. Um, I like Griffin. Uh, Bobby he's not Watt. there anymore.
1: Uh, he went to Jacksonville.
6: They lost both of them? Yep. All right, so the secondary is a little weak. Um, Bobby Wagner's still there. And they're not going to get after the quarterback. But, I mean, do they? did they keep Dunlap? Yep. Dunlap, All right, so Dunlap back. is. I think he's okay. back on a one year deal, if I remember He's correct, okay.
1: But. He played well for them. Give him credit.
6: But Pete Carroll always kind of. Rotates these guys and wins. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll make a call to Earl Thomas and he'll come out. So, I don't know. But I <laughs> see finishing last. You got Seattle finishing last. I'm, I, I can't. There's a caveat. It.
3: Okay. We'll find it out later or right now? Later. Okay. You want to so keep th- me waiting? I'll keep you waiting. That's fine. <laughs> We're going third. Okay. So, third for me, I got the 49ers finishing third. Uh, I think the 49ers, again, right. I, 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 unlike. Um, Uh, Guerrero I think I like them I like I like like the Niners team overall they had a lot of injuries last year I think if they can stay you know healthy I believe they're a team that could possibly compete you know for a playoff spot fellas I really believe there's a chance that there could be there could be three teams competing out of the NFC West for a playoff spot at the end of the year I really believe that I
1: I have three in the playoffs so well Well, I mean
3: like this this division is crazy And I think the Niners are in that mix. Uh, Again, I think they have a solid defense, you know, when healthy. You know, you got Bosa back. If you can, you know, apply some pressure on the opposing quarterback. You know, I like the 49ers overall as a team. I think Kyle Shanahan, you know, is one of the best play callers in the NFL. And I'm not big on Jimmy G. But for whatever reason, when he plays, the Niners typically win. So, I think the Niners are going to be third in the division, though, because I think, well, yeah, I got my next two after that,
2: but yeah, I got the, I got the Niners. I got them third. Third for me will be Seattle, and uh, a, a lot of the same reasons I think that, that that we laid out earlier is to me. I think it's one of those situations where they're 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 not they're very thin. I still like Russell Wilson. We saw last year when the so. whole let, when the whole let Russ cook thing happened, and then he was like hey, he just started overcooking. And they just relied on him too much. And a lot yeah. of the same things will happen this year as well um, with that team and and with him. I like the, some of the pieces that they put around uh, Russell Wilson. And obviously, he had to make a little bit of a stink this offseason to make that happen. I don't know what kind of relationship is there between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Um, if things Things have kind of changed since they paid him. And um, that team hasn't been the same since they had to cut that big check for them. And they, and honestly, it's, it's been like that a lot for these teams that have, end up having to pay a quarterback. I have a quarterback on a rookie contract. Then when when they pay them, the teams kind of shift the dynamic. Um, they'll ask a lot out of them. I still see them. I mean, keep in mind, third place in this division last year went eight and eight. So I had them in that in that territory, uh, eight and eight, uh, nine and seven, uh, or seven and nine. It kind of kind of depends. When we be be surprised if there's a tie in this division. As well. So, uh, but yeah, the third place for me is Seattle. I think there's a pullback from last year. And um, and like I said, I, I, like, I like Russell Wilson, but there's just there's two teams in this division, obviously, that I like a little bit better.
6: Uh, so I have the Rams finishing third. Now I know what everyone's going to say. What? So I think offensively they're going to cause problems for every team in the league because now you got Matt Stafford who can actually throw the ball 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 yards downfield. And you're going to get Deshaun Jackson and Cooper Cup just running. Rough shot. And Robert Woods can obviously run everything in between, so that's fine. Uh, you've got two tight ends. The running game, I think, will hurt them. Uh, Darnell Henderson and Sam Michelle are not Cam Akers. The offensive line is building. Not great, but it's not bad. That defense has got star power, but there's really no depth to it. Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are studs. Everything in between, those questionable to me. Um... Just huge, huge question marks. So I have the Rams
3: finishing third. Wow. That might be the shocker of the night. Oh wait till I'm done. So for me, I got the Seahawks finishing second. I think Russell Russell Wilson is the best quarterback, obviously, in the division. Uh I, I believe that Russell Wilson and the Seahawks organization, they have, you know, I would say put a band aid on their relationship. We know it was a toxic off season with Russell Wilson in the Seahawks. But I think they're going to – they put a Band-Aid on the season, on, on you know, on their relationship this this year. Uh, I think they're going to be a, a team that's going to finish second in the NFC West. Uh, I think their defense will be much more improved. Down the stretch last year, they improved defensively. They got much better down the stretch in the uh, last few games last year. But I do have my questions about their offensive line. You know, I don't know, you know if they still can protect Russell Wilson. And like you said earlier, bro, like – when you got that whole let Russ cook going for whatever reason he overcooked and down the stretch last year Russ just didn't have a good season. He started off yeah. hot but he didn't finish well. But I think this year Russell Wilson will have a, a good season and I got the Seahawks finishing second in the NFC West. I think he's the best quarterback in the division and I think they're going to ride him, you know, to second place in the NFC West.
2: My second place team in this division to me is is the Arizona Cardinals. I think that. They take that big step forward. I, I love, love, love the weapons that they have around uh, that they have around Kyler Murray. Uh, you talk about, you know, whether it's DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, who I think will have a bounce back season this year. Um, that offensive line worries me just a little bit. But I think that because of the escapability, because of, of the athleticism that Kyler Murray brings, that you can have some holes in the offensive line. You don't have to play perfect on the offensive line like you probably would for a veteran that's not – that's not a guy that can run very fast. You were mentioned earlier about J.J. Watt, and I disagree with the notion that he can't add to this defense. I think that he still has a lot left in the tank, um, and he could kind of be that guy that, that puts you over the top. Um, being a Patriots fan, I remember that, that year that, that Belichick signed a, a Chris Long. And he kind of helped both in, in the locker room and on the field. He wasn't necessarily the best pass rusher in all of football, but he helped that defense out. I think J.J. Watt – Brings a lot of those same cap- uh, capabilities to this football team. Light Chandler Jones as well. Isaiah Simmons had a really good uh, year last year. The guy out of, out of Clemson. Obviously, Buddha Baker. They'll, they'll be they'll be solid to me on the back end. And this is gonna this is gonna be a point that will probably get some laughs in the comments and probably get laughs here uh, on the air. But they keep in mind they added a, a good kicker, Matt Prater. And when when the, <laughs> hey when the margins are small, every point matters in this division. It'll be a field goal game or a six point game. Um, do you have to, does your kicker miss two extra points? Now you're kicking, now you're going now you're going for two instead of kicking. Um, I I do think that, uh, because like I said, because this division is so tight, having a good kicker is a true weapon and, uh, adding Prater, uh, from the lions, I think it's, it's going to be good for their special team. So I really, I think they're solid in all three areas. Kingsbury's obviously coaching for his job. People think that he's not a good coach. I don't think he's a great coach, but I think he's a, he's a good scheme guy that understands his quarterback. And that, to me, that relationship will work really well. I like Arizona, too. I'm not big on Kingsbury. Yeah, and, and a lot of people aren't. A lot of people aren't. And I'm not necessarily – I don't think that he's in that Sean McVay class as far as perception goes, but to me, he knows Kyler Murray. That's the relationship that I like a little bit more than him just being a head coach overall for the entire 53-man roster.
6: I agree with you. Uh, The Cardinals will finish second. I also agree with you. I'm not big on Cliff Kingsbury either. I think this is the last year there. Um, Kyler Murray is going to take a big step this year. Chase Edmonds, I think, is going to be a suitable running back. DeAndre Hopkins is a stud. A.J. Green will have big catches for them down the stretch. Um, Larry Fitzgerald is going to come back at some point during the year. He'll get that sniff of a Super Bowl run, and he'll come back and help this team out too. Maybe as a tight end, not a receiver, but he'll come back in some capacity. capacity. And that defense, that defense is going to be very quiet but very good. Byron Murphy, I think, will have a superior year. Buda Baker is a top safety, if not the best safety in football. Isaiah Simmons is a secret weapon over there. Mm -hmm. And that pass rush of Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt, if Chandler Jones doesn't demand his way out, he's not leaving. Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt is going to be the best pass rushing combination in the league. That's scary. That's scary to me. An average offensive line cancels that out.
1: Two other linebackers went healthy that are very good too. Jordan Hicks and Devondre Campbell. Yeah,
6: I I, I mean Hicks is still there. I thought he got. Yeah, he's still there. So yeah, I mean they're in their great coverage guys, Mm -hmm. which is going to make it difficult. But I think Arizona. I think Arizona finishes second.
1: All right, before you guys Adam, get to your Adam, number Adam, one, uh, Trey, I'm just going to read some comments before uh, we get to the number one. Uh, Errol okay. says, what What Cardinals? Please, bro, no way. I think referring to you, Trey, putting him last. Kyler Murray, MVP this year, Bank It. Uh, Snug says, this doesn't make him the not an associate of mayor and macaroni salad and seems to be presenting beef logic on the Cowboys. And Errol says, munch on that Brady butt sniffers. Snug says, Brady isn't worried <laughs> about MVPs. He's too worried about winning Super Bowls. Uh, Errol says because he's a super biatch. Like, oh. <laughs> IQ, LOL. I don't know what that means. Uh, Snug says, Wilson is going to end up injured. J- uh, Jimmy G and I enjoyed feeding seals cupcakes on Pier 39 in San Francisco. He's a good oh, dude. Uh, Errol says, seals are a picture cupcakes of your wife. Snug says, yeah, Matt Prater for MVP. Come on, Gerard. I was your biggest fan before you said a former lion was the dude who made the difference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury hey. and Bur-
2: Wait, 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 go ahead.
1: Go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury is better at being roots moms in college than he is as an NFL coach. Uh, tight end uh, and t- I don't know who comments at this. Tight end does not make sense for Fitzgerald. Tyler, what take is that?
6: So the reason I said Fitzgerald would be a tight end is because he's going to be 40 years old in his great hands. So maybe instead of him running slots, they'd put him at tight end to make him an easier target for Kyler Murray and sure, third down situations are in the red zone. Let's point him in the slot at forty years old. All
1: right, Gerard, you wanted to comment on to Snug's comments.
2: I did, and I, like I said this on the front end that I knew it, it would get some laughs, and and honestly, I would laugh at me if somebody said a kicker would be the difference. But like I said, the with the margins being as small as they are, a good kicker is a true weapon for this football team. So keep that in mind when they're maybe not having to go to an overtime, or Matt Prater has a game-winning kick in a big division game. <laughs> Just
1: saying, keep it in mind. Uh, uh, Snug's comment did not actually uh, criticize the part that you said kicker. I think he said for, former Lion was the one that made the difference. <laughs> but again, Snug Stug also keep in mind too. I mean, everyone could do better once they leave the Lions. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and, so and obviously intense.
2: that there there will be another point in there with uh, somebody leaving that hellhole of Detroit right. uh, having a good year. All right. I have a question for Tyler real quick.
3: Yeah. If so, you think? Uh, is going to be Kingsbury last year in Arizona. Yeah, I do. If they finish second in the division, that would mean they were pretty had a pretty good season. So why would you feel like they're going to fire him? I'll answer that in a minute. Okay, go ahead, Speedy. What's next?
1: We good? Oh, you're we number one. You guys are number ones. That's that's what's all that. right.
3: For me, number one team in this division, it's obviously the LA Rams, fellas. So for me, defensively, they're led by two stars and Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, the best. Defensive player in the NFL. I think they got a very underrated defense. You know, I I, I think they, you know, they still got Leonard Floyd at linebacker. You know, you got got Justin Hollins as well at linebacker. So I think they're going to be an underrated team on defense. But offensively, we know it starts with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, during his time in Detroit, he didn't win a playoff game. But Matthew Stafford so flashes, you know, that he can make any throw at any level on the field. But I do think Matthew Stafford has a ton of pressure on him, as well as Sean McVay. So I think the Rams are the best team in the NFC West. And like you said earlier in the show, Tyler, Sean McVay blamed pretty much, he blamed Jared Goff. as everyone to why, blamed Jared Goff. Huh? Everyone, everyone blamed Jared Goff. Everyone blamed Jared Goff. So now all the pressure is on Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. And Sean McVay, since he got to the Super Bowl in 2018, each year offensively, the Rams statistically, they have went, you know, right. They went from being ranked first to being ranked second to being ranked 11th to last year being ranked like 22nd, I believe. So this team last year was actually led by their defense. You got Matthew Stafford now as your quarterback. There are no excuses for Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. You're in a organization now that's a winning organization you know in the LA Rams they went to the Super Bowl in 2018 They say the Detroit Lions so I want to see what Matthew Stafford I want to see what he has in store for us now that he's in a better organization than the Detroit Lions so I think honestly when it comes to who has the most pressure heading into this NFL season it's Matthew Stafford and Sean
2: McVay so I got them at number one
1: not the Lions Gerard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I exactly, and but I, I do think Matt Stafford leaving Lions is going to be one of the reasons why I have the Lions or I have the Rams in at number at number one. This, this to me, I think I think did a good job of, uh, our we uh, did a good job earlier of being able to lay out some of the the reasons why I think that this offense will be improved. I think they upgraded at quarterback. This whole uh, Matthew Stafford to LA. It, I think it'll fall somewhere between the Brady move to Tampa and the Phillip Rivers move to Indianapolis. You have a veteran quarterback going in, and I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl. I do think they'll compete for one. Um he obviously he, he makes that he makes that offense tick a little bit more. I was a little bit more worried when Cam Akers went down. Then they the trade with the Patriots and got Sonny Michelle. And I think Sonny Michel adds a different layer to that running game, takes a little bit of pressure off Matthew Stafford. Obviously you have Robert still Robert Wood still uh, stuff Cooper Cup, and Andrew Whitworth's back on the offensive line. He was he graded out as one of the top offensive linemen in, in all of football, um, not, not even just as his position. Uh, on the defensive side, I like Ashawn Robinson, a guy uh, out of Alabama, Sebastian Joseph Day, and uh, obviously Aaron Donald. To me, they'll be able to get pressure and drive everybody back, and you already have one of the best uh, defensive backs in the game in Jalen Ramsey. Uh, this, is not a, this is not, to me, a, a team – that can suffer a lot of injuries, like some of the other deeper teams can, like, a, like a Tampa Bay and some of the other teams that can go a little bit deeper. Um, but, but given health on the front end, I like the L.A. Rams, and, yes, get, getting Matthew Stafford out of the uh, out of Detroit really, really helps out. And, um, and for a lot of other reasons that I pointed out earlier about the pressure this year on Sean McVay, I don't think his jobs in jeopardy at all, but there is a lot of pressure.
6: So San Francisco will win this division. Uh, they have the best running game. They have the best offensive line. They have the only fullback worth mentioning with a badass name, which also is a running offensive mm-hmm. lineman. They have the best tight end in the game, who's also an extra offensive lineman. They have two or three options <laughs> on the outside that can burn. You and Deebo Samuel and um, Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, thank you. Mm-hmm. And the defense speaks for itself. That is the best defense in football if it's all healthy. If agree. it's all healthy, that's the best. And you want to talk about kickers? They got the best kicker in the league, uh, the division, that's two. <laughs> so, I mean, there's nothing wrong with this team. If they stay healthy, this is a top ten, top five team in football. Jimmy G, Trey, Lance, it don't matter to me. I'm rocking with either one of them. I think Jimmy G will keep his job as long as everyone stays healthy. But uh, the caveat, Trey, and the – this is to answer your question because somebody, you got me, you didn't get me. So all these teams are in the playoffs. There will not be a single division that puts out multiple teams except this one. Every playoff spot will be the four teams we mentioned. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Oh, all wow. four teams. All four the teams
1: make the playoffs. Wow. All four teams.
6: That's why I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter to see how it finishes last. They're in the playoff team. Has that ever happened? No, no. It,
1: it was impossible to happen because there were only six playoff teams before that. You, you couldn't have it. Right, the first That's true. And that's to answer happened.
6: your question about Cliff Kingsbury, the reason that he will get fired is because they will have a disappointing end of their season because this team is supposed to win right now. They didn't bring in J.J. Watt to mentor Chandler Jones. They brought in J.J. Watt to help that defense win now. Kyler Murray is going to win now. They're bringing these guys in to win now. This is a win-now move. Yeah. So Cliff Kingsbury doesn't at least get to the NFC Championship game, which he won't. They're going to fire him. And I think that he'll be fired at the end of the year. And I think he wants to go back to college.
1: All right. So uh, we'll round it out with the, with the playoff picks, and then you guys will make your Super Bowl picks. So, Tyler, you said the NFC was the four NFC West teams, Washington, Green Bay, and Tampa. Right. So your AFC division winners, you already said, are Buffalo, Cleveland, Tennessee, and Kansas City. Who are your wild card teams for the AFC?
6: I'm going to put, I believe I had Denver second, so I'll put Denver in the, as one of them. Uh, the Colts, no, the Ravens, and the Patriots.
1: Okay. All right, uh, Garrard, in the AFC, you had Buffalo, Cleveland, Indianapolis, and KC as your division winners. Who are your wild cards?
2: My wild cards, I like the Raiders. I also like uh, Baltimore and New England.
1: All right. And in the NFC, you had Washington as well, Green Bay, Tampa, and the Rams, who are your wild cards.
2: And my wild cards will be the uh, the Arizona Cardinals, the Atlanta Falcons, Ooh, and that the Minnesota Vikings. All right. I'll Atlanta in the
1: playoffs. Uh, that's a new one. A spicy, spicy takes from Garrard. All right, and Trey, you had in the AFC, you had Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, and Casey winning the division. Who, was your, who were your wild cards?
3: Uh, my wild card, I got the Colts, Browns, and uh, I would say the, the Chargers.
1: Okay, and the yeah. NFC, you had Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa, and the Rams as the division winners. Who are your wild cards in the
3: NFC? Wild cards, I got... The Vikings sneaking into the playoffs. And then I got the Washington football team. All right. And I got the Seahawks.
1: All righty. So now... Before we get to the Super Bowl picks, we'll just read the final comments. Uh, Stunk says, one time someone rear-ended my car in a parking lot. I did not know who did it, so I blamed Jared Goff for the insurance company paid out. Once a <laughs> lion, always a lion. Matthew Stafford deserved better, but it is what it is. Um, I'm guessing this is Errol commenting on the network's account. Now he's on drugs. How are they? How would they play against one another? No way. Terrible take. Terrible. I think referring to the Cardinals, uh, on t- uh, Tyler on the Cardinals. Not a chance ridiculous. Not a chance... Tyler, that's a batter that takes the sequel and Sanders take. Lean on this. Thumbs down. Snug says, more talk about drugs. I'm interested in what drug producers takes. Like, all four teams in a division make the playoffs. Gotta be some good shit. And Garrard's wild card. Lions are any team with former Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think I would think a lot of teams have four-bowl lions with the way that, that organization is so dysfunctional they can't hold on to any players in all of history. They only have one playoff win in the entire Super Bowl era. That's has to say a lot. All right, moment of truth, guys. Your Super Bowl picks. Tyler, who would you like to go first?
6: I will, I, I, I'm curious. I'm really curious what Trey Larkin says.
3: Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to start off in the AFC. And for me, fellas, it was tough because we know the Chiefs, you know, been the back to back to back AFC championship games, been the last two Super Bowls, and they got, you know, a top five quarterback at Patrick Mahomes. I believe the Chiefs are gonna return back to the Super Bowl. I I I I want to be I wanna, you know, give a prediction and give a wild take and say, you know, maybe the Browns are gonna make it, but I still don't believe in Baker Mayfield Tyler. I'm sorry I don't. I wanna say the Ravens Can possibly get there, but I still don't believe in Lamar Jackson as a pure pocket passer. You know, I don't really believe in Ryan Tannehill, although I believe he has the weapons. So with all that being said, in the AFC, I got the Kansas City Chiefs for a third consecutive year getting back to the Super Bowl. And when you get to the NFC, you know, honestly, I was going to say a different pick. Because I didn't want you guys to think I'm going to be a homer. You are being but a homer. I don't give a damn. <laughs> the last two years, the Green Bay Packers have been on the cusp of getting to the Super Bowl. We've been a back-to-back NFC Championship games. Last year, the reigning NFL MVP, Aaron Rodgers, had 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. I believe this year, couldn't beat the my Packers home. finally get over the hump and represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I believe... We have a Packers Chiefs Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers in L.A., primetime. I can't wait to see it. Who wins? Now, you know I'm not going to pick Patrick Mahomes to beat Aaron Rodgers in no Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now, Tyler. Come on now. Aaron Rodgers is going to be hosting that trophy, and he'll
6: be the Super Bowl MVP. I just and think he'll break his collarbone and leave Green Bay in a swift, swift move.
3: <laughs> so I got Packers Chiefs in the Super Bowl in L.A., and I got I got the Packers – hosting the Lombardi. Bring it on back home. Bringing it on back home.
2: All right, gerard <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, well, I'll start in the AFC as well. I think we will get two classic games on that Sunday. It'll be, uh, it'll be a, a gift for all football fans And the AFC and NFC championship games. The AFC championship game will be a classic between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. And no, I, I do think that, I think Kansas City has some out. And, and, and I'm, you? With, I'm, I'm with Trey on this, yeah. And uh, I, I think that Solidifying that offensive line, Kansas City. As long as they can stay healthy, I like what Buffalo's done as far as their defense goes, especially on the edges. But to me, Kansas City solidifying that offensive line puts it over the top. Holmes beats Josh Allen, and Kansas City goes to the uh, Super Bowl out of the AFC. And I think we had a great game between the LA Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship That's game. So, and I, I can't go without. I can't go. Matt Stafford over Tom Brady. I think we have a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. I think we got Bucks and we got Chiefs. Um, I do think, though, today the Chiefs are better. If we have to make that, if we have to make that 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 projection today, I'm going to go to the Chiefs beating the Bucks uh, in that football game. But as of right now, um, that, that, that's my uh, NFC AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl.
1: That is the beef Super Bowl pick as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I think the I think the. Um, I think the Bucks. it's hard to repeat in the NFL.
6: It's also very hard to go to three straight Super Bowls, which is why the Chiefs won't do it. So the Kansas City Chiefs will lose in the AFC Championship game to those Buffalo Bills that you just mentioned. Oh. The Buffalo Bills will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Now the NFC, there's a caveat here. If the Buccaneers go undefeated in the regular season, they will not be in the Super Bowl. Agreed. If they lose one or two games, they will be. At right. that point, they'll repeat, and Brady will win his eighth. The mm-hmm. GOAT cements his legacy, and he surpasses Jordan as the greatest athlete to ever do anything. But I think they will go undefeated during the regular season, and they will lose, and the San Francisco Niners will upset everybody and go wow. to the Super Bowl. At that point in time, Shanahan and Garoppolo redeem themselves and win the whole thing. All righty. Wow. I like it. Over to Bills.
3: Over the Bills. The Bills don't win Super
6: Bowl. When healthy, they the 49ers
1: are a better team. When <laughs> healthy. She's not wrong about that.
3: See, for, for me, fellas, I think, honestly, this year, I think my Packers are going to be flying under the radar. I think they're, we're going to. I think we're going no, to. guys like really Errol and the Islanders. What do you I, mean under the radar? You're going to win 13 games. But I think most people are going to say the Bucks and the Rams are better. So that you remember, Aaron Rodgers, one Super Bowl that he won, he won it when the Packers were a 6 seed and right. they went on the road. I think Aaron. I think a the Packers can, Oh, stop it! Don't do that. He's been in. He's been to multiple NFC Championship games. He hasn't got back
1: to the Super Bowl. but so he's been Tony the NFC Romo. Championship game. Trey, I, he's
3: been, don't even mention Tony Roman in the same breath as Aaron Rodgers. Trey, do
1: I just want to ask you a question. Did the, do you yeah. think they improved their biggest weakness, though? Not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is great. Do you think they improved their biggest weakness?
3: I don't like. I don't like us losing Corey Lindsley, our center. Uh, I, I really don't like it, and I also don't like David Battiari being out. The first six weeks of the season, I don't, I don't like it. But again, because we're in the NFC North, fellas, we're going to have an easy ride to the NFC North crown. Therefore, I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to go on the road in the playoffs. Stop. And he can, okay, and he, yes, yes, Aaron, Aaron wanna, can win anywhere. I just want to win anywhere. I just want to
1: the the Packers. The Packers' biggest flaw over the years has been their run defense. Do you think they're done enough to improve that? Because it's always bad.
3: I don't believe so. I don't believe so, but I think we're going to score enough points. I'll tell you that. Okay. I think we. I, I, I think you know. I, obviously, I believe Devontae Adams is the elite receiver in the NFL. I think Aaron Jones is underrated as well. Aaron oh. Jones, very underrated. So underrated. I think the top ten back.
6: Not- How's he underrated?
3: Huh? He's the top ten running back in the league. How's he underrated? I don't think he gets enough love. No one's talks about Aaron Jones like he's a top five running back in the NFL. They don't talk about Aaron Jones like that.
1: No top not, ten. Right, not
3: top five. But yeah, I think I think again, flying under the radar, again, I think we'll I, I think the Packers are gonna finish like twelve and five or you know, thirteen and four. Uh, but I think the Bucks and Rams both finish with better records than the Packers, but I think we get it done in the playoffs. Mm-hmm.
6: Two things. First.
3: got Number one, and I want you uh, this is a serious
6: question. Do you think the fact that Aaron Rodgers does have an easy season is why in the playoffs when good teams play him, he gets a little flustered? Mm. Mm. Good
3: question. A little (laughs) bit? No, I'm Uh, sure. I I don't, like for me, I don't. You don't want to answer it, but that's probably why. I don't really never believe Aaron plays
6: bad in
1: the playoffs, though.
6: He doesn't play bad. He's just if he's trailing, you know that he's not going to bring you back
1: and win. He's only had a few bad playoff games. He is right about that.
3: Exactly. He only had a few bad playoff games last year. And so, fellas, I'm going to get y'all take on this. I know we're talking about our Super Bowl picks and all that. That's good. One more thing before we get out of here. I, like, for me, y'all know last week the top 100 players list came out, right? hmm And so I think the, last, the the bottom, the last five, I can't remember every one, but I'm going to the bottom three. Were Aaron Rodgers at three, Aaron Donald at two, and then Patrick Mahomes was one. Right.
0: That's so. Lame. I had
3: I went on Wise Guys um, on my show, and I talked about why I believe Aaron Rodgers is still the best quarterback in the NFL. All right, cut his mic off. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So last year, Aaron Rodgers won NFL MVP. He finished with 48 touchdowns, just five interceptions. Completing 71% of his passes. And guess what, Tyler? He did it with, uh, you know, uh, less. You know, his supporting cast isn't as great as Patrick Mahomes is. Patrick Mahomes has the, arguably the best tight end in the NFL, Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. He has Tyreek Hill, a top-five receiver in the NFL, and one of the greatest coaches in NFL history in and Andy Reid. So Aaron Rodgers has done more with less than than Patrick Mahomes has mm. so why in the hell is Patrick Mahomes still viewed as the number one quarterback and the number one player in the NFL over Aaron Rodgers and here's another one last year in the NFC championship game Aaron Rodgers played better against the Bucks defense than Patrick Mahomes did in the Super Bowl Patrick Mahomes, cool. couldn't be, Patrick Mahomes couldn't even score a touchdown. Well,
6: he couldn't even get in the end right. zone
0: last year.
3: Hello?
6: are you
0: like, listening? come
6: on now. you both lost to the GOAT, and that's just what you have to eat.
3: But what I'm saying is, though, it matters how you go out. It matters how you go out. Patrick Mahomes couldn't even get in the end zone. But come Aaron on Aaron Rodgers in the first half looked confused and lost, too. But he, Aaron Rodgers finished with three touchdowns. One interception, three, four, 346 passing yards. I mean, come on now. I understand, but let's be honest here. He had
6: a play in that game where he could have either ran for it or thrown it away, and had he ran for it, he had a first down and a whole lot more. You can't blame that on Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur is an idiot for deciding not to go for it. He's, he's yeah.
1: that and also the bad clock management, too, on that whole drive. They had five yeah, minutes exactly. to work with, and they took their sweet-ass time.
3: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, But Mount LaFleur, again, in that moment, you have to give the ball to your MVP quarterback. Like, you have to go for it. We agree.
6: Now, here's what I want to make note of right now. The fact that at 44 years old, to go out and win a Super I don't care what the roster was, Tom Brady should be in that top three, too. It should have been Mahomes, Donald, Brady. Not Rodgers. Sorry.
2: Got go I, on. I, I agree. I agree, and also, uh, and I don't want to sound like a, a Brady homer because I was Patriots fan for forever, and I still root for the Bucks. But the thing is, is that I, I would consider it if Brady had that good of an individual year. He had probably one of his better individual years that he's had in the last five, and he was third in the league overall in yards. Uh, I mean, just over forty. What was it? Forty six hundred yards. Uh, uh, 12, uh, 12 interceptions. Uh, like it, it's too. He, to me, he had an incredible season overall for him was and the a Super Bowl.
3: Three. So break, Tom, Brady's not, Tom Brady's not better than Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers right now, fellas. Come on, I didn't now. say he was better. I said he should have been ranked higher than Aaron Rodgers. He's not. No, he's not. Aaron Donald not right season. now is, 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 Aaron Donald is better in his position than Tom Brady is in his right now.
1: How about this? Why not Aaron Donald number one? I think he's the most dominant player of any position.
3: <laughs> and where's Russell Wilson on this list? listen. Last year in the end, and that's this also, fellas. Would
1: all right? Oh over to my, like, <laughs> it haunted me all off season. Hold long. on, hold on. Trey. Errol is actually calling his other phone. <laughs> this is interesting.
5: Oh, okay, okay.
1: All right, Errol, you're on your other phone.
5: <laughs> all right. This is ridiculous. This conversation He's is literally in the room behind us. Ridiculous, and for Tyler to come is out and say, "Is your hip that bad?" If Tyler is going to come out and say that if Tom Brady wins his eighth championship, he's better than Jordan, he's a stupider and dumber, and these are not even words. They're not okay. They're, They're not. Really not. That's that. That makes who you are stupid to ever compare Tom Brady to to Michael Jordan, who's never lost in the finals, never lo- really was the greatest athlete to ever play the game. Don't even compare. You never even got a chance to watch Michael Jordan. So why would you even compare hey, Tom, Tom Brady?
0: Brady. The, the, you want? Don't even say anything. It's done. It's a done conversation.
5: Belichick, this is as bad as the Jordan, Saquon and Barkley. I know you hear me. This is as bad as the Saquon Barkley, Barry Sanders take. This is terrible. You need to be quiet and don't compare these guys. You never even saw Barry Sanders play, okay? And you're bringing <laughs> up Barry Sanders, Saquon Barkley. Grow up. It What's, is terrible. Terrible take. What don't that even like mean, it. Grow up. Don't compare. Don't compare these two guys because there's no comparison. A guy that's never lost in the finals to a guy that lost three Super Bowls. Okay. Don't compare these them. Three plays it's, away from
6: being 11. Okay, and 0. I,
5: I don't want to hear it. It doesn't make sense. It sounds stupid. It's a dumb take. And just as bad as the Saquon Barkley Barry Sanders take. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I can't sit here and listen to this. This is terrible. <laughs> Why would you even say that? I wasn't here for the Saquon. I didn't
6: say say Saquon was – all I said was I've seen him. He's the only running back I've seen imitate Barry Sanders as close as you. Yeah. I'll tell
5: you what. I'll tell you what. How old are you? 29. How old are you? 29. How many great running backs have you seen in the 90s? How about in the early 80s? You never saw them. So how would you know? How would you know? I know Emmitt Smith didn't run like oh, that. Oh, a- Emmitt a- a- Smith? Emmett a- a- Smith. M- a- Listen, Emmitt a- like a- a- Smith was a power back. Emmitt Smith was a power back. He was a power num- back. Nuts, that's why I said Oh, that. yeah, numb nuts. The, the, the stupid things that have come out of your mouth in the last past half an hour <laughs> is numb nuts. They're terrible. Terrible take. And by the way, this whole Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, there is not even an argument. When healthy, the best all-around quarterback in the league. Is Green Bay's Aaron Rodgers? Look at the players. Look at the defenses he's played with over the years. Yes. He is the best quarterback. Look at the wide receivers he had last year. His second best wide receiver wasn't even ranked in the top 100. He's not even on the team anymore. It is a stupid take, and I'm telling you, Patrick Mahomes. Look who he's got. He's got Travis Kelsey, the number one tight end. He's got uh, uh, Tyree Kill, the number two and number three wide receiver yes. in football. Don't give me this crap. OK, but you agree with me, Earl. Is best, you agree with me. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. That's not Don't argue right, it. it is crazy. It's stupid. Got to go. <laughs> Are you done? Well done. Well done. Well done.
1: He's off. He just wanted his grand uh, His grand, uh, three minutes. Up?
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he wanted his
1: well grand, good. His grand three good. minutes. That means uh, he can listen to this. Trey, I, guess I, think, I think he made your day.
3: <laughs> what do you What you think, Earl? Like, what do you think better? Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. What
0: you
2: think? Honestly, I'm going to go with Brady off longevity. But as of right now, if I'm starting a football team right now or to win this season, to me it's Patrick Mahomes. I think he over Aaron the best over Aaron. Yes, Uh, over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and and to me, there's no better of a straight pure pure talent as far as just just playing the position purely. I think Aaron Rodgers has has incredible. He's got a great arm, but to me. The entire landscape of football, getting out of the pocket, uh, uh, playing under pressure, and all kinds of stuff. To, to me, Mahomes, t- is, in my opinion, is the best in football right now. I do agree. To me, it's 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 it, the the difference between Mahomes and and Rogers isn't far. But to me, Mahomes is right now, and and he just doesn't have honestly. He doesn't have the snaps that the other two have right now because, just the score because where touchdown he, last what, year in a Super Bowl. Where, where he is in his career, he couldn't score a touchdown. But he also was working with a completely different team on offense than he was in the Super Bowl than he was in week four or was in week five. But Aaron,
3: Aaron, didn't have, Aaron didn't have David Bazziari in the NFC Championship. So and, – and, and Aaron got sacked uh, – I believe he got sacked three times and uh, – no, actually, I'm sorry, wait a minute. Aaron got sacked five times in the NFC Championship game. Mahomes got sacked three. So who was under more duress? Aaron was under more duress and still statistically had a better game than Patrick Mahomes.
2: I wonder why. Well, to me, I think that the the, the margins aren't as, they're not as big as I think some people wanted to make And so to me, it is, it is Mahomes, but it's Mahomes by, it's it's Mahomes by a little bit. Um, But, but I, I won't, I won't lie. Like to me, if, if Mahomes keeps this, if Mahomes keeps up what he's done over the last three years, and project that forward. I think Mahomes will have a better art, career arc than Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, you can't judge that right now because you can only judge what they've done right now. Yeah. Um, but, but to me, it's, it's it's like it's comparing it's comparing the A plus student to the A student. It's the guy that's got the ninety five average to the ninety three average. It, it, it's not that huge, but as of right now, I would take Mahomes. Our extra game this
3: year, you got like I said, fellas, You all you guys already know this year is seventeen games instead of sixteen. Mm-hmm. Our extra game is against the Chiefs. So I think it's week yes. 9. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that game. I'm praying somehow some way that not only do my Packers get to the Super Bowl, I'm praying it's against Patrick Mahomes. I wa- I don't want the Bills. I don't want the Browns. I want Patrick Mahomes. In the Super Bowl against Aaron Rodgers, that's what the I The Browns are my Rodgers. pick.
1: I mean, I'm surprised they weren't Tyler's. I actually was looking. <laughs> I thought he was going to pick them.
3: Because we would have, we would have beat the, we would have beat the Chiefs last year. We would have beat them in the Super Bowl. We oh my, we'd have killed But you could beat, beat last Billy year. Goat Brady. What did you say? You could not beat Billy Goat Brady. The, the goat who threw three interceptions in the, in the second half. I could. He was awful in the NFC Championship game, in my opinion. Yeah, he wasn't he great. He wasn't. Great. Great. He wasn't very he good. He wasn't
6: great, but he played well enough to walk out of there with a W, didn't he? Couldn't
3: believe it, man. We And then, oh, Kevin King, our defensive back, our other corner, not Jair Alexander because Alexander's he's phenomenal beast. He's Kevin a beast. King was awful in the NFC Championship game, fellas. He was awful. Mm. Like, man. So how did you had to but,
6: replace him? You
1: didn't. Because their <laughs> backups aren't much better, That's unfortunately. No, I'm
6: saying, like, they didn't sign anybody to, like, replace him.
1: Well, King is normally good. He's just not a bad game. <laughs> he was
3: awful that game, yeah. though. Remember, remember he, gave, he gave up the late touchdown. I mean, what, is, what is this right Scotty Miller right before the half, right? Yeah. Scotty yeah. Miller, yep. Like, come mm-hmm. on, man! Like, and, and fellas, yeah. like, just so you know, like, it was crazy because, like, that game before, like, after that, after that game, up. I end up ca- I end up catching COVID. So, like, I just went completely oh. down here. For, yeah, okay. I caught COVID after that game. I was sick. Oh, my wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy man. I, I, I was just down and out for like two weeks. Oh
6: man, Matt Lafleur <laughs> got you. so man,
3: was it Delta or, or was it like man. regular COVID? Man, that was awful, man. This was fun though, fellas. Yeah. All right. Before what?
1: before we let you guys go, I'm just gonna read the final comments. Uh Snug says Super Bowl Cowboys versus Cowboys winner cowboys. Uh <laughs> yeah, Errol kinda of did his rant already, uh, on Jordan Brady. Snug says the Niners winning the Super Bowl take is insane. as the Cowboys Super Bowl take. Tyler, yeah, I love read, you, bro, that, I but that is a Sultan of Coleslaw take. No, read, Snug, that, it's 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 not unrealistic for the 49ers to win the Super Bowl if they are healthy. Ben says Green Bay will score enough to overcome Rundy. Uh, Snug says Kelsey is best, definitely the best reality TV star in the NFL now that Jay Cutler's out. Be proud to be a Brady Homer. I am okay. I love you again, Gerard. Dominant players: one, Matt Prater; two, Tom Brady; three, all Cowboys <laughs> are actually number one. Uh, Stug says Tom Brady had more chances to lose in the finals than Jordan did, and he still has more championships. This is Eeyore Earl. gets to be warned. This is actually angry yet Jets fan coming through. Errol said, "Stug, if I'm Eeyore, you're the piglet." Uh, Stug says, "I'm actually more the Pooh Bear always in the honey pot. Yeah, yeah, you wish you go eat your and piglet. And Ben says King was garbage in the NFC Championship game.
0: All right, he was, was awful, one. man. Yes. He was
1: a no, guy. he had he had a rough game. The he's their second best quarter though. They didn't really have much other options really to trust though. Um,
3: I, think, I think I think he got the the uh, pass interference on the last drive. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so too. He yeah, he had a rough game. No, <laughs> you're definitely right.
3: As a Packers fan, I got to be honest. It was pass interference. It was.
6: It was.
1: Right. It was. All right. Uh, Thanks both of you for joining us. Uh, Real quick, where can we ahead. find you guys? Yeah.
2: Oh, WOTM, uh, it's, a, it's a station down in Alabama, but obviously I wouldn't know, watch a whole lot of Alabama stuff. Uh, Twitter is Gerhard, G-E-R-H-A-R-D-K underscore M. Uh, I don't really do like a lot of the broadcaster stuff on there. It's just more, you know, uh, what lines I like in college and pro football and stuff like that. It's just it's it's a more of a, a fun sports site. So that's where to go there. You can find me at uh, WiseGas underscore H on Twitter, uh, Facebook
3: wise guys, Instagram wise guys. These guys know sports, and you also can catch me on the Worldwide Sports Network uh, Monday and Wednesday, seven p.m. to eight thirty p.m. and Friday eight p.m. to nine thirty. So check me out on Friday because Friday I'll be breaking down the Cowboys and Bucks game, and uh, I think the Bucks are going to blow out the Cowboys tomorrow. You know, in Tampa Bay, I think we all agree 17. there. I don't, think, I don't think the Cowboys have a snowball chance in hell at winning that game tomorrow in Tampa. I really don't.
1: Actually, before we go, score pick for that game, everybody. Gerard, right. we'll start with you.
2: I'll, I'll, I was going to say, I wasn't going to say 51-7, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood to me of uh, about 38-14. That's right.
1: 37 bucks. All right, I'm going to say 38-20. to 51-7, I'm
6: not kidding. 51-7, all right. 51-7? <laughs> <seven?
1: laughs>
3: nope, no Zach Martin. So, <laughs> Oh, that offensive – oh, Dak's
6: going to not even end the game. They're going to put that Cooper Rush kid in to avoid being – yeah,
3: Dak ain't finished in that game. No
0: way. Man. Man.
3: Only thing I would say, fellas, is sometimes teams, after winning the Super Bowl or after winning the NBA championship, sometimes teams do have letdowns on opening night, sometimes. That's the only yeah, thing not that I would Brady. say that could possibly you know change the outcome. Very, f- very,
1: very few, Trey, though. Keep that in mind. The Ravens did when they had to play the Broncos. But remember, they didn't even get their home game. They were screwed out of their home game because of the Orioles. I think something yeah. with like, their parking lots or something like that. Uh, the Patriots did it after they won Super Bowl 51. They lost to the Chiefs. But again, beyond that, it's, and, and and the Giants, but the Giants are always like the they're always like they made it as a sleeper team type thing. They weren't the most overly talented team in comparison to the rest of the league either.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, both of you. Thank, right, thanks. Thank you thanks. Thanks for much. joining us tonight, both of you.
6: Real, Trey, yeah. did you have a question for me?
1: You
3: had a uh, question. I think that, I think that was it. I think, I think we are good now. I think you answered pretty much everything, Tyler. Man, I appreciate I, I appreciate you bringing me on and talking some football with you.
6: Oh, anytime, buddy, anytime. Because you've been ducking me for a while now. You got to come on, wise guys next. I'll put the wise and wise guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll come on, wise guys. You need, you need to How bring, do I do that?
1: You need to bring Clarence back. Just so those two could argue about Lamar Jackson.
6: <laughs> nah, I got a basketball beef with one of you. I forget who it is. The one of you disrespects Steph Curry way too much.
3: It's probably me. I said Steph Curry is great, but you know, I got my. You know, Steph's he's great. He's Best great. Best player in the league. Best? Best.
1: Oh, no. Really? Not. Best yeah, player yeah. in the league. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, you're gonna, sure make, won you're gonna make one MVP last year. You're going to make Arrow come back in here with his crutches and whack you.
3: No, no, no. He sure <laughs> won MVP last year. He's the greatest shooter shooter in NBA history, but to say he's the best player? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'll come on wise, guys. All right. Can hey, wise,
6: hey nice to meet you, Guerrero. Nice to meet you, bro. Gerard. Garrard. Hey, hey.
2: Garrard. Durar. Yeah, Poor Dwarf.
6: guy. I don't think, think anyone says his name right this whole time.
2: I'll tell you I mean, what. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you this on the front end. Most of my friends all say G. So y'all all say G. When, I know G? it's been like an hour and a half later. But yeah. G. G. You should have told you us started started that, that. Well, I don't Well, I, I told Speedy and Arrow that on the front end. But uh, but no, I get it because the name says so it on it's there. It's, hard, so yeah, it's, G. It's, G. It's, it's It's a It's a German name, so it's hard to pronounce on the front end. So you idiot.
3: Why <laughs> didn't you say that before?
2: oh my god it's it's been fun to watch the struggle though because i've been watching my whole damn life oh god i'm so sorry
1: i tried really hard so that's cowboys 515 bucks 24 uh bring lyle on the wise guys great crossover
2: (laughs) no uh you you guys have been fun it's been been, it was great to meet both of you speedy it's good to see you again oh
1: absolutely great to having you on as always
2: if, if you're still on Arrow, uh, continued success, continued health there. Hope you get better, speedy recovery, and uh, and I hope I get back, invited back soon once again once Matt Prater proves me right. Yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a follow you on social media, bro. I'm going to follow you. Likewise. Likewise. All right. <laughs> what? what? Guys. What? What about me? Oh, yeah, you too. Wait, 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 Didn't what, you,
1: what, you where, say you deleted you? your social no, media? No, I did, but still.
6: Yeah. <laughs> like, no one even offered just now. Whatever. This hurts. Speedy Take, where the hell can they find us?
1: All right. You can find Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. You can find us on all podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. We're also on Radio.com. We are on iHeartRadio now. And you can download our app, WWSRN, for Apple in the in the App Store. and. What? Worldwide Sports Radio Network for Android in the Google Play Store. Download our app.
6: Awesome. Awesome. I would like to again thank uh, Mr. Edward Spaghetti um, and Errol Marks for the start of the show. I would also like to thank Mr. G and uh, Mr. uh, Trey Larkins for coming on and really uh, giving some football insight onto everything going on right now, and uh, hopefully we entertained you guys in the process. We'll be back tomorrow. Nine to nine midnight. Yeah. So we'll break down the season opener. Obviously the Buccaneers and Cowboys.
1: The fifty one to seven game.
6: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. It'll be a blowout. 51 to seven. If it no, hits 51 seven, too. I have if it's 50 to 7 one to seven one to seven though, I'm gonna laugh at <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> um so we'll be back tomorrow. I'm sure I'm going to get yelled at when I walk through that door in about five minutes, and that's fine. Speedy, you're going to pack your shit, and we're going to leave here as soon as fast. Like, <laughs> as soon as possible. Got it?
1: I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, just, I'll try my best to do it. No, then, all right, <laughs> right.
6: Don't address anybody. Don't look at anyone. Don't make eye contact. Just put your head down and walk. Right?
1: So I guess I shouldn't see anybody.
6: Right. Don't see anybody. Just... Uh-huh. Oh. That was good. Yeah, you shouldn't see anybody.
0: See ya! It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.